This show is intended for a mature audience only and may contain harsh language, trans fats, live nudes, and derogatory comments about your mother. Those who are easily offended or have no sense of humor are encouraged to turn off the show now. Parental discretion is advised. My enemies are many. My equals are none. They fear me like a force of nature, a dealer in thunder and death. I say, I am Emperor! Highlander and the Emperor's Court. It's a celebration of mediocrity. Woohoo! All this energy calling me back where it comes from. It's such a crude attitude. It's back where it belongs. All the little kids growing up on the skins are going Cleveland rocks, Cleveland rocks. From the shores of Lake Erie to the banks of the mighty Cuyahoga, literally as they're walking in and taking their seats, this is the Emperor's Court here on Rivalcast Media and Verse World Productions. I am your host, the Emperor, joined in studio by the skin of his teeth, this Highlander. Always a pleasure. Uh, Voyar. I have impeccable timing. And Lulu. Hey, y'all. Actually, I think you both got haircuts, didn't you? Yeah. Yes, they did. Yes. Yeah, I did, yes, yes. So is that what took you guys so long? You're like, hey, let's stop for a haircut. <laughs> yeah. Where, where you? We stopped at uh, Lady Jane's and got a hand job and a... They yeah. do that? I <laughs> didn't know. You I'm have switching to, over. For only $10, too. <laughs> have you ever heard their commercials? Yeah, have you yeah. seen their commercials? I, I've heard their commercials. I'm, I am willing to bet that for uh, for an Andrew Jackson, I could probably get a hand. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, that seems to be the theme they're going with, with Lady Jane's haircuts. You know? uh, can I get a fade to handy? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, do I get I a happy well. ending with a frost? Or? Exactly. Okay. <laughs> 
So my apologies for starting late. Uh, uh, my erstwhile two co-host just arrived. I'm guessing far you get out late. Yeah. Okay. Well, it was a hell of a week. First nice weekend. Baseball kids were out in force, man. Yeah, I, I stopped and talked to your uh, dad today briefly, yeah. and uh, John was telling me they did like five yesterday. I'm like, oh, it's not bad. They can not bad suck it. We did March. about 75 yesterday. No shit. Plus all about, ba- it's just all baseball. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Almost all baseball, and, and that's the bitch about baseball. It's all small sales. I mean, you might get a couple hundred plus sales, but a yeah. lot of it's you know, kids If you're selling a bat, and, that's where the money is. But most of it's, right. yeah, a new glove. Right. You know, new bat. Never have enough used gloves either. No. Never. We did, I think we did almost 75 in sales yesterday and then like 3,000 in buys um, in merchandise we bought from people. And then we did another about four today. So Insane. It, it was That's ridiculous. the season, man. Oh, yeah. Well, the next month's going to be like that. So apparently we are broadcasting in stereo, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I was not aware of this until I took a look at it and Biomed kicked it over to me. Uh, if you're listening on VTW, you probably won't notice anything different because they've broadcast in mono. That's what we've been doing you know, since we came here. If you're listening on the Rivalcast server, which uh, went up yesterday, and it's been playing music, actually, so everything is kind of uh, running as I had hoped it would. Uh, we have improvements yet to make and additions to make, but still. If you go to RivalcastMedia.com and you tune in using the, uh, uh, the upper left-hand corner and you hit the uh, Shoutcast button, you can hear us in stereo, and apparently I'm told it sounds much cleaner. Sounds much much nicer. I would, I would hope so. Yeah, we well, tried I mean, it here. We tried it. Yeah, it, it sounded, sounded much better. Yeah, yeah. So, ours. so yeah, thanks to Biomed for getting that uh, squared away. Uh, glad to see everybody starting to fill in now. Uh, apparently, the I forgot that there was a uh, the hour change, the hour yeah. jump ahead. So you know, all of our foreign friends uh, apparently forgot. Were, well, they weren't aware of it. Oh. So within the last, I'd say, 15 minutes, we've had half the IRC fill up. So Well, that's actually, if you think about it, us being late is perfect then. Yes. Because, because we really were, and truly, you're here They're actually, six. right, they're surprised that we're already started because based on their clocks, we should have another half hour or so before I get here. If you adjust for the time <laughs> change, they have been going for 10 minutes with a 60-minute pre-show, says Sam. Yeah, they, I mean, yeah. But that's okay. Uh, 70 minutes, this is one for the books. Not really. We've done it before. I've, I've done an hour or more of music before. You know, back in the day, we used to have actually we would do it on like Friday or Saturday when we had no show that was ahead of us. We would play an hour worth of music, so people you know, would get used to listening to it. So, yes. But I'm glad you guys could make it. So, Highlander, how was your week? Ah, uh, not too bad. I noticed you're bald as all hell. Close yes, I got a haircut. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's great for radio. Yes, that's great. Hence for radio. the descriptive <laughs> yes. wording I use. Speaking of that, when are we going to get the uh, cameras to do uh, Twitch TV? A very good question. Um, I have not looked at it because I will be paying for those out of pocket, and that's going to be a little difficult within the next um, several months. Got it. For got obvious it. reasons. Okay. So I will probably start looking into that. You know. Um, I think Shinzon sent us a camera. Unfortunately, it didn't really work for what we were trying to do. We I did play with it a little bit. And the distance from where we are and the fact that it didn't allow you really to zoom in a great deal, it just wasn't the kind of camera we really needed. So I, I, I'm going to look to get something a little different. We'll see. Uh, so anything else going on this week? Um, with, our, with the Orlando bid, we're now, we've, like I said, we've officially filed. So right. now we're looking at uh, acquiring our, our potential guests of honor. Okay. The people that we'll be inviting, you know, assuming we win the bid. So that's going on, and then we're also looking for our division heads. Are you like allowed the, to the an- announce who you're trying to get? No. Okay. It's, uh, I mean, technically, yes, you are allowed, but it is uh, tradition that you do not. Okay, I understand. Mainly because um, it's it's more of the uh, the thing, like, say, like, we invite, you know, guest X, and then we don't win the bid. 
So now, now the rumor goes on. Oh well, no one wanted to see Guest X because you know they didn't vote for that bid. Otherwise, they would have voted for it. Oh, okay. So, I guess that makes sense. Yeah. You can tell us off the air then. I I've told him off the air. Yep. That's uh, if you want, I can show you. There's there's a list we have. I can show you the list of people we're looking at. Is it in your email? Um, no, it would be in. Would it be in the email? I, uh, I don't know. Da, 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 da. No, it wouldn't be there. No. Okay, well, we'll look at it later. It would, it would be in the uh, in, in the uh, Orlando 2015 Dropbox. So, has there been any you know, advancement on your on your bid? Is there anything else going on with it? Or uh, out of the blue, there was someone uh, looking to join the bid. Uh, really? We're still in the middle of that. Uh, she was actually technically she's still listed as a member of one of the other bids. So she's jumped ship. She is. <laughs> yes, she is jumping <laughs> ship. Uh, Fuck Helsinki. I'm going to Orlando. <laughs> <laughs> the happiest place on Just Earth. as many blondes, but much warmer. So we'll see what happens with that. I'm, I'm still not sure if it's legit or if there's shenanigans or, or whatever. So I'm still What I'm is the reason behind the switch? Um, a lack of organization. A lack of organization from the other bid committee uh, and also our commitment to outreach and getting more people interested in Worldcon other than 70-year-olds who... Only read books on paper. Got it's it. amazing no one's thought of that before. Exactly. Shocking. You're an innovator. Have I told I you am. that? I am. Way to be ahead of the curve. Way to set the trend Thomas going Edison, forward. Thomas Henry Ford, and Highlander. That's really, that's really how it goes. That's how it works. In the Pantheon. <laughs> God. How about you, Var? What did you do this week? I got arrested, which was super fun for me. <laughs> yes, I told everybody in the lead up, make sure we all, everybody remind me to hit you on this one in case you didn't yes. tell a story. So let's hear it. How'd you beat, uh, how'd you get uh, Popeye Johnny Law? Well, I, Johnny you Law, got nice. pinched. <laughs> yes, I did get pinched. And right after that, the untouchables showed up and took my alcohol. So, <laughs> God, fucking, no. Um, was Sean Connery a part of them? Kevin I was thinking, yeah, I was thinking Costner and mm-hmm. Connor. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, um, no, I went out on Monday night. Um, went out with this girl. We intended just to go for a drink, have a little fun. We ended up closing down the bar, which was awesome. Um, and, yeah, for the record, I was buzzing pretty hard. But I'm really good at the field sobriety test, as it turns out. So I was cool. <laughs> really? Oh, I am, make you pass I am they, shockingly good at it. They didn't probably make you does. blow a, the, or do you have to do the walk and follow the finger yep, and all that? follow the finger, do And if the you walk, do all that, then you don't the have foot. to blow? Yeah, I okay. did really well. All right. Wow. He um, probably has better reflexes. Drunk. Yeah, that's because I get practice. If, all right? <laughs> if you refuse to take the breathalyzer, are you automatically DUI? Yes. Or? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's immediate suspension. Which, which is why I don't. I never refuse. In my experience being pulled over, slightly buzzed, uh, <laughs> what I and did, How many times did it happen exactly? I'm curious. Three or four. Shit, all right. Uh, You're an expert by this point. Yeah, exactly. But, um, you know, if I've, I've, I always volunteer because, like you said, if you refuse, it's an automatic. Yes. So I always volunteer. They never take me up on it once I ace their stupid foot test. So... <laughs> oh, is it the, what's, what's the foot test? Yeah, like, walking a straight line. You have to line. walk yeah, a straight you, line, well, oh, heel okay. to toe. First, they make me follow their finger with their eyes. Then I have to take... Uh, with I was their in a parking, or No, I have to follow a finger with my eyes. I okay. have to follow their finger. Um, then you have to like take nine steps in a straight line, heel to toe, turn around in place, take nine more. And then you have to stand on one foot while you look at your toes and point them up with the other foot. And you have to look at it for like 30 seconds. These assholes, before I got to know them, and it turns out they're very nice gentlemen. Uh, these guys made me look at it for 30 seconds, and then they weren't convinced. So they made me do it for another 30, and I just stood there looking at my foot for like a minute. And they're like, all right, I guess you're okay. I'm like, yeah, you're right, I am. So why did they stop you to begin with? Because I had a headlight out. 
I had a headlight out, and it was 2.30 in the morning. And, and all right, just to back up, like I said, we, I closed down the bar with this girl. Very cute, very fun, had a great time. Um, I'm taking her back to her dorm on campus, and I am literally, when I got pulled over, like, 50 feet from her fucking building. I was pissed. Oh. I was so pissed. Luckily, she could walk from there to there while I got arrested. Um, <laughs> so, Did you know she that? Did she know you got popped? Was she she there? was in the car okay. while right. I got put in the back of the squad car with hands nice. on. So, and yeah, she's it like, went well. Fuck you, Varyar. What a great first <laughs> oh, date. Oh, my God. Right? <laughs> this but guy's no. a winner. No, no, no. It, it was fun. Um, but, anyways, <laughs> yeah, it was a good time. Uh, they pulled me out of the car, you know, hey, blah, blah, blah. You've got a head. You know, I pulled you over. I'm like, honestly, no, officer. Will you have a headlight out? And I said, oh, yes. It actually it went out driving home from here the night before. And Monday I have class all day, so I hadn't fixed it. It's a $10 headlight. It takes me 10 minutes to swap it. I just didn't do it. I figured I'd do it the next day or Wednesday. He says you had a headlight out. Um, not going to lie. It smells like you've had a little alcohol, have you? I'm like, well, yes, sir. I've only had about three beers over the last four hours, though. I'm perfectly fine to drive. You know, do you mind if we breathalyze or if uh, we uh, get you out of the car and take a field sobriety test? I'm like, no, officer. In fact, if you want, you have a field, you know, you, uh, you can breathalyze me. Oh, that, no, why would you do that? That's stupid. Oh, no, 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 no. Because right after that, they always ask. So if I volunteer it, all they have me do is do the field one. It's perfect. Really? Because I would think if I'm a cop, I'd say, oh, fine, go ahead and blow. Save us all the trouble. No, no, no. That's the thing you have to know. You have to- Kent State doesn't have ones in the car. You have to go back to the station. Oh, okay. Ah, yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. So they don't have one I can just take right there. And they don't want to be bothered I'm, to take you all the I'm way just, back to the But station. I'm offering. I'm No, please, <laughs> test me. Well, why don't we just have you step out of the car? And then I pass their stupid foot thing. Don't have to worry about it. Um, they get me out. They run my license. It turns out the DMV has me marked as suspended, right? Which is bullshit. I got it suspended last year because I forgot to pay a stupid fucking seatbelt ticket. But as soon as they sent me a letter and I found out I was suspended, I went down to the DMV, did their song and dance, got it reinstated. My driver's license has an issue date after the date of suspension. Okay. okay. So I showed it. Now he's really quiet. What are you doing? You're you're very loud in my headphones. I don't know anybody else. Um, But yeah, so I showed him my license. I'm like, guys, I got it issued after. Obviously, this is a mistake. And they're like, well, we have to arrest you. It's an automatic automatic arrest. So that was awesome. I got put in the back of the squad car with the handcuffs on. Oh, my God. They put the handcuffs on? You fucker. You did not use your seatbelt. Book them! Right. Well, no, their big thing, no, no, no. To pull their guns on you, too? I was suspended for what they called a financial responsibility because I I guess I didn't show them insurance when I first got pulled over for the click it ticket. But then I know I showed them insurance to get unsuspended. I had to. Yeah, you had to have. I had insurance in the car. I showed it to them. If you actually look at the ticket, they marked, yes, has insurance. License suspended for not having insurance. The dumbest of all fucking arrests ever. (laughs) But anyways, I got put in the car, and they're talking to her, and they're like, can you drive? And she's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot. So, so Connie brings up a good point. Yeah. Voyar, has it ever occurred to you that God doesn't, does not intend for you to operate a motor vehicle? So Connie, if God didn't want me to operate a motor vehicle, why'd the judge drop the charges? <laughs> I win. Victory. So anyways, um, I, got, I went down. And, but the thing was, you know, they're just doing their job. I'm not I'm even buzzed. I'm a relatively delightful person. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. No, I was I was nice to them. I was respectful. I did everything they asked me. They put me in the car. We went down to the station to fill out the paperwork or whatever. I was nice to them again the entire time. By the end of it, they all they have to do they let me out on what's called a recognizance bond, where it's like I really promise to go to court. 
you know, but I asked for an early court date so I could get this shit taken care of. Uh-huh. This is ridiculous. Right, I know. It, no, it gets better. So, anyways, I've been nice to them the whole time. We're joking. One of the cops that arrested me turns out he's a Marine, so we were swapping stories. It was a good time. They let me out of the police station, and all they really have to do, I can't drive, so why would they take me back to my car? All they have to do is let me out, and then I yeah. can call someone to come pick me up. They gave me a ride back to her place. I crashed there, which was really nice of them. Um, but anyways, Wednesday. And of her. Yeah, that's very true. Yes, yes. She, I was very surprised because, uh, well, I'd just gotten arrested, which was awesome. <laughs> so, but no, she, uh, I called her, and I'm like, listen, I'm stuck. Can I please? And yeah, she let me in. Which was nice. But anyways, um, I went down to the court on Wednesday, and that was fun watching all the fuck-ups parade through. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, that's the thing. Like, because I had a driving under suspension, which is one of, the, like, the unique crimes. They don't get a ton of them. Okay. So I'm at the end. First go all the DUIs and the underage, and it's Kent. I mean, it's a campus. Oh, God. That's a There's a ton. ton. Were these Kent all State the Police drugs. that nailed you? Yeah. Oh, yeah, so it's, police. The, it's the university police? Right. They're not really oh, uh, that's, Yeah, I didn't okay. want to say that to them, but yeah, I don't really respect their authority. So, but nice guys. Give them points for that. But anyways, I go to a court, and I have to watch this parade of retards go through. And then I get up in front of the judge. I'm like, Your Honor, she's, and after, she's, uh, the bad side of going last is she's already had to deal with a parade of retards. The guy in front of me got arrested for a DUI. The entire time everyone else is getting arraigned, he's in the back. This is bullshit. I was arrested for driving while black. This is fucking ridiculous. This oh, is my racist, God. You know? <laughs> and I'm like, holy shit. I'm, wait- I'm excited to hear his story. Uh-huh. He goes up in front of the judge <laughs> and tries to plead this. And the judge goes, well, you blew a .14 and had an open liquor bottle. That's why they arrested you. So that was fun for me. I enjoyed that. Um, but, that but the bad side of it is, you know, I have to go after she's kind of frustrated with all these idiots. But uh, I got up there and she's like, how do you plead? Guilty, not guilty, no contest. I'm like, Your Honor, if you'll give me a minute of your time, I think I can show you that a mistake's been made. I I don't think I should plea. I think if you see this, you'll drop the charges. And I showed her my paperwork and I showed her everything that I had. Um, I showed her the record of payment. When I got it reinstated, I showed her all the, all the dates and everything. And she agreed. She was like, oh, yeah, this is a mistake's been made. Charges dropped. But, you know, Mr. Varyar, I am going to have to leave the headlight ticket. Oh, okay. Well, you know, that's understandable, Your Honor. It's a $20 fine. Whoopee! Cool. All right. I, I can uh, I can pay that today, Your Honor. What? And there's $100 in court costs. Oh, fuck you! <laughs> <laughs> You've got to be shitting me. So wow. for having a headlight out, I got arrested and, and had $120 bucks. in court costs, which sucked. But, look, the the point is you retain your driver's license. Look, we're already down one host because oh, of yeah, yeah, yeah. a lack of a driver's license. I can't lose both. We might as well... I, I that would have been the, hilarious. <laughs> We're like, yeah, rent so the bus. <laughs> 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 the court's going on hiatus for the next six months due to a lack of hosts. Oh, yeah. No, uh, actually, to uh, to address some of the, the officer, this is a sure thing, you can't arrest me now, bro, comments. The officers were actually really cool about it, because when I got put in the car, I was pretty salty. I'm like, you've got to be shitting me. This night has gone great. I don't know where things are going to end up. I don't know if things are going to go real well there. I, I had no idea. I was still kind of vibing the situation out right but i was feeling pretty good anyways um i get put in the car and i'm pissed off about it because now this she's seen delightful little blonde number yeah she was impressed with how well i did on the uh, field sobriety test i she actually <laughs> <laughs> she was like you, you did really good at that he can hold Thank his liquor all right <laughs> yes i'm very good but uh but anyways um i'm in the back of the car and the officers all talk to her and then they get in and he's like listen you know 
I don't know what the deal is because I'd already, you know, we'd already had the talk about my license. I'm like, guys, this is a mistake. Um, and he's like, listen, you know, I understand you're probably pretty mad right now. And I'm like, well, listen, officer, I know you're just doing your job. I'm just upset because this is a mistake. I can prove it's a mistake. And yet I'm getting arrested. This is our first time out. I was liking my shot here. And now I'm pretty sure that's gone. He goes, listen, we just talked to her. She told us to tell you when you get out. You can crash at her place. I think you're okay. Your Honor, I'd like they to point were, out the Kent State Police <laughs> cock blocked me. I think that the court cost should be waived. Uh, I was pretty pissed What happened off, to your car? Though. If they arrested you, did they impound your car? No, they just left it there. On the side of the road. Oh, no, no, no. I had, uh, well, and that was another thing. He got all butthurt before we started being buddies. Because um, it's, it's, uh, the road's right in the dorms. Uh-huh. The road is literally just barely wide enough for two cars. All right, one one way, one the other. There right. is no the shoulder is an instant ditch. I can't pull over there. <laughs> you know, so he had to follow me with his flashers for fifty fucking feet while I pulled into the next parking lot. And when he when his little lights went off, I hit my hazards to let him know I saw him. I mean, I was buzzed, but I'm not retarded. You know, I hit the lights and let him and then I pulled into the next parking lot, pulled into a space. I obviously didn't try and run. I never exceeded fifteen miles an hour. You know. But he comes up, he's like, Listen, uh, you know, you really do need to pull over immediately. What? And block the road? Where, dipshit? Uh, But whatever. Uh, Yeah, it it was just, it was a whole... Sounded like a amazing week? (laughs) Yeah, it was interesting. But uh, ever since then, you know, we've been working on... Aside from that, you know, I've been at work. I've been doing rival cast stuff. We're working on the zombies thing. We're doing this benefit for uh, cancer kids. Remind Um, me never to drive with either one of these guys. Dude, charges cursed. dropped. Mistakes I've been pulled were over made. with him before. Mistakes were made. Yes, it was true. your car too. <laughs> yes, it was. Yeah, it was the uh, oh, uh, it was the Celica. Yeah, yeah. We were going to uh, the we were Cinemark in Valley. Yeah, yeah. and this is we bullshit. And, and and we pull up, and it, oh, my phone's going off, and it says like no left turn, and I have like no idea what's to the right, and I'm like, you know, fuck it, nobody's coming, no one's around. So it's one thirty in the morning on a weekend. There's nobody around. There we go. I turned off okay. my phone. Yeah, there's nobody around. So I turn left, and all of a sudden, rear, rear, this cop comes out of nowhere. No, it was even better, because the cop had gone by. Oh, that's we, right. Yeah, we, the he, go, by. he goes all the way down the road. Then we make a left-hand turn. He's maybe three, 400 feet down the road at night. And I'm looking there in the mirror, because we, you know, we saw his cop go by. He then stops, pulls off the road, because there's like a, like a dirt field, comes back out to the road, and he comes flying back up behind us and puts his lights on. I'm like, are you that bored that you're going to wait to see a car make a left-hand turn at 1.30 in the morning out of Cinemark and pull them over? They did. Yeah, this guy was a douche. Like, I've, I've met cops before. This guy was like, yeah, oh, I'm just giving like, well, time for me to be king. He was like, giving Highlander like, the business sir, as you, soon as uh, it came up. Yeah. If you uh, ever read the Ohio uh, traffic law yeah. you know, code, sir, like, well, then you know that uh, no left turn sign means no left turn. And, right. Nice. One of those jobs. Yeah. Well, I mean, they were, you know, the guys that got me at the very beginning, they were like that. They were kind of official. This, but I mean, like I said, I was nice to them. We had to talk for like an hour. So uh-huh. I was respectful. They were cool. By the end of it, you know, me and the dude that was a Marine, I mean, we were, <laughs> we were on pretty good terms. We were joking around. I mean, it was fine. So I, I didn't have any problem with how they did their job. They were very respectful. So, um, mainly stuff. So did you end up doing the horizontal mambo? Uh, <laughs> Uh-huh. Yeah, he's yeah. not answering. Oh no, no, uh, that's he won't even let her meet us. Oh God, no. you missed. This? Oh, yeah, yeah. this is that that one. 
What? The one that you were telling me about when we went to the um, no. casino? No, no, no. Oh. No, 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 no. Well, whatever it is, he's afraid of her running off because she gets scared off. I don't us. even know if there's anything there yet. I'm not going to just what better right way to find away out? shoot myself in the dick by we letting should... you three have <laughs> at her. We can find out. You should bring her Jesus. down. Let her sit on that chair and have Highlander go at it for ten minutes. Yeah. We'll know no. everything about this chick. Absolutely. No. That's horrifying. If she rolls with it, you're good shape. If she doesn't, yeah, better If she no runs no. out the room screaming and crying. <laughs> it, which is, I'm going with 90% yeah, likelihood. probably not that 90%. Uh, to answer your question, Sam Mesa, working to fill his quota, actually what they told me was after about one, they look for any reason to pull people over because Kent State actually does have a decent drinking and driving problem. So what they're doing is pulling everyone over they can to... Yeah, if, if After they, 1 o'clock? Yeah. I will remember that if I ever... If they, if they ever... If they if see any Park. reason... If they see any reason to pull you over right. as people are leaving the bars, they'll take it. So and we were again we were sitting in the police station and they were writing me up and everything and we were talking and you know nice guys yeah but sounds yeah. like it uh, and the reason that I had to pay court costs is because not all the charges were dropped the, my driving under suspension was dropped but I still got whacked with the headlight violation which technically is a I don't know something stupid is what they called it I don't know but that's why I had to pay court costs for five minutes of time with the judge. I'm still pissed. You got to pay for those sidewalks. You know, still pissed off about that. That he may have had to have used had they exactly. Yeah. So Lulu, how about you? How was your week? I don't think it's as exciting as that one was. No, I really. Yeah, I can't follow that. Why do you always do that to me? It goes in order of seniority. Oh Jesus! Suck it. Your low girl on the totem pole. So oh. come on, share something. <laughs> I just went out on Friday. Had. Had dinner and we talked to Mia. Yeah, that's, that's right, we did. It. That's about it. You went to the Tilted Kill. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Both of you. Yes. Okay. Well, we sent out invites, but no one wanted to go. So, I'm like, all right. You know, I, I actually had Friday off, Friday night off. I would have gone. Someone would have told me. Or well, part of it was we would have had to pick you yeah, up. Yeah, I was. I, I would right give any gas money. I came right from work. We went right <laughs> I like after how work. You think that fixes everything? That fixes everything. Yeah, because I'm gonna schlep my happy ass all the way out to wherever you live, and then go back downtown. Yeah. <laughs> now, where, where is it? You live? Menor. Yeah, it's a bit of ways. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> Not by much, though. I mean, it's only like, what, five minutes? Something like that? Five <laughs> minutes out of the way? Times ten. Yeah. Look, you can get yeah. anywhere in Cleveland for t- in 20 minutes. It's no, a, you cannot. That's a fucking lie. No, it's not. It Jesus. takes me forty. It takes me about between 45 minutes Maybe and a Sunday 50 afternoon. to get well, that's here. That's because you from. live in BFE. It's oh, fuck in the middle of nowhere. Well, it, That's on the right side of nowhere is actually what it is. And whose fault is that? Hers. His or yours. Exactly. If you think about it. I moved here not knowing shit about Cleveland. Do some okay? research. I was going to say, well, before Why you just live in Painesville and be done with it. Right. Like, Jesus. You live in- I hear Youngstown's nice this time of year. Exactly. <laughs> How about Conneaut? Wow. That's like on I don't know the border. That is. You know the little corner where like, like, where like Lake Erie, Ohio, and Pennsylvania yeah. meet? Yeah. That's Erie Conneaut. County or whatever? Okay. That, that's Conneaut. Jeez. Well, how was my week? Okay, thanks for asking, guys. Uh, let's Never ask you. Nobody cared, so yeah. we'll <laughs> And we're moving on to our first topic of conversation this evening. Actually, it was kind of a boring week up until Friday when, stupid me, uh, of all things, I actually was, was getting ready for work. I bent down to put my shoes on, and I felt something like pull and give in my, in my back. And this pain, ungodly pain, shot right at my spine. So I stand right up. That was made it even that worse. That was bad. I have a mildly herniated disc in my lower back, and I've, I've known that since last year. Apparently, I really aggravate it by trying to put my shoes on, of all things. 
<laughs> so I've been walking around like an 80-year-old man because I can barely walk. I couldn't sit. I couldn't – I mean the only time I felt even remotely normal is laying flat with no pillow. I asked her. It was embarrassing. She's like walking along the sidewalk going to tilt the kilt. I'm shuffling along. Uh, he had to stop like three or four oh, times was, from the oh, garage God, to oh the restaurant. God awful. I want to see the ocean. Is- it's amazing. You are like the brokest. I am. I know. Yeah. It, it, it's sad. It's shocking. He's just falling apart. I we really should, am. We should do like a medical show. Like, yeah. What's wrong <laughs> with Emperor this week? There should be a segment. I mean, this week my hands fell off. <laughs> <laughs> this week my eardrum will blow out because I went to see a movie in IMAX. True. Damn, for a second I, there I thought his stones were back. No, no, no no kidney stone. No, no this not, was. That'll be in May. No. <laughs> I try to space them out. <laughs> We've got that There's scheduled. A, yeah. So I went. I, I finally broke down and went to the hospital this morning. I'm like, okay, I, I haven't slept for two days. I can't. I can barely move. I can't stand. I can't do anything. So I, I finally went into the ER. I went to uh, St. John's, which was much nicer than Southwest because I was. I got where, in there in like ten minutes. Where's St. I don't even know where St. John's is. Uh, Westlake. It's okay. right down the street from Crocker Park. I'll take the word for it. Okay. So I go in there. I am. I've, I've never. I've, I never oh, knew I it was a hospital. Being an asshole. <laughs> I thought you were literally just. Oh, I'll take your word for it. Fuck you. Whatever. Emperor won't live to see fifty. No, fuck probably not. St. John's Hospital bullshit. Whatever. <laughs> so I go in there and they they take the blood pressure. Like, well, clearly you're in a lot of pain because your blood pressure sucks. Like, yeah, I'm well aware of that. It could be the fact that I'm doubled over and practically crying. That's another giveaway. So they put me in a room and doctor comes in, says we're gonna do X-rays, yada yada, and we'll give you something for the pain. She, he leaves. The nurse comes right in, and they gave me a shot of morphine, which did nothing. They gave me a uh, what? Yeah. Morphine didn't do anything nope, for you. Not a thing. I know. Morphine didn't like, do anything. Built up an intolerance to it or something? Could be. I would not be surprised. You and I told done him, a lot of opiates. I, uh, you uh, yeah. The rough, most powerful painkiller known to man. But you've been off chasing the dragon, so it doesn't <laughs> work for you. <laughs> Actually, I have you know they have much better stuff. They have something called Dilaudid, which is what they put me on when I was in the hospital for my kidney stone, yeah. and that is great stuff. Because they tried morphine and it didn't do anything to me. You know what? But that's what I think it is. It's because I've been on a low dose of Vicodin for several years because of my hands. Yeah. And I usually take a month off here and there just so you know I, I clear the system out. But I think it's because I've had it for so long. Whatever they gave me, I'm just looking at the lady. They thought it was going to knock me for a loop because they put me on oxygen. I said, what the hell do I need oxygen for? Well, I don't know. The doctor said you'd need it after the shot. Well, clearly not. So they gave me a shot of uh, a, a muscle relaxer then some kind of anti-spasm uh, medicine because my back was having spasms. So, uh, thank agree, you, Daras. I agree with Daras. It's not a... I think you're a pill junkie. <laughs> I think that's what this is. I don't think any of these things happen. I think you no. go out and you're like, oh, God, guys, I think I just herniated a disc. Oh, Get I me to the hospital. Pills. And in your head, you're thinking, shit, I've only got about a week's worth of Vike left. I need some more. <laughs> Somebody call Rush Limbaugh. I know he's holding. I could really use a solid buzz. Let's get that Dilaudid flowing. Viable. Thanks. Emperor is addicted to morphine, so he fakes new injuries every week. <laughs> That's right. I spread around to different hospitals, so they're never all you know the same. They oh, can't ever figure it out. Get your prescriptions pro- filled at different pharmacies. Exactly. Uh, there you see. There you seems go. To be the problem, Mr. Emperor. My <laughs> ass fell out. <laughs> I need morphine. <laughs> this isn't doing shit. Get me the good stuff. <laughs> but whatever they, whatever the uh, muscle action was, really got the inflammation down. So they did some X-rays. They really couldn't tell after the X-ray. But the doctor comes in and says, "Look, I think what's happened based on what you're telling me. I, mean, I couldn't even lift my legs. It hurt that bad." Uh, and he said, I think what it is is you now have a fully herniated disc. So Yay! you need to see a neurosurgeon and do this, that, and the other. So 
He gives me six different prescriptions, a small pharmacy to take home with me. He says, all right, you know, do this, 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 and this, and go see your doctor, you know, tomorrow. Set up your appointment, go in and start the ball rolling, because it's only going to get progressively worse. I'm like, okay, grand, thanks. So I was in and out in probably an hour and a half. So I got to drive home. No so, problems. Wait a minute. That, that means that you're on drugs right now doing the show? <laughs> of course. Uh, yeah, I guess. Okay. Good to know. Why do I sound different? Oh, I don't know. I, I, I just figured. No, I just figured if you're you're on six different medications at the same time, I, I haven't. Think it would, you know. Believe it or not, I, I haven't taken any of them yet. Um, oh, I really? Just, yes, I was trying to finish up everything I want to do this entire week because Mystic Mim has been gone since Tuesday. So I figured, okay, yes. her and the kid are gone. I saw how the, clean the house. Yes, was they're the biggest mess maker. <laughs> so now I can get a chance to clean. No, it's true. No, it, yeah, it is. It's true. God love her. Uh, she will be the first one to tell you. Mystic Mim will be the first one to say. She's she a slob. Not, yeah, she is. She's if a slob. you go into her room, you can't move. Oh. So, Mm-mm. anyhow, so I, I got tried the rest. to put clothes away in her room before. That's no, my point. No, no, no. So, so I, I, I did most of the laundry. I did a bit of vacuuming, and I was like, "What? What? What?" I don't get it. I don't get it. Mm. So that's kind of how my Sunday went. Actually, I'm feeling much better than I was because this, whatever they gave me worked. The morphine <laughs> did not, but the most relaxer and I think it was Toradol they gave me stopped the spasms, and that was the worst of it. A.K.A. you got your fix. Yes, I... Fine. Yes, I got my fix. Yeah, that's right. I just had to go through excruciating pain to do Emperor it. Emperor is on the horse. That's called withdrawal. Of course, Should if I was going to do that, you think I would have done it on Friday, him? not Sunday morning. Should we check him for track marks? I don't want to. I no. don't care. Eh. Well, there's one right there. <laughs> oh, shit. I forgot. You're not even trying to hide it. That's just <laughs> obvious. No. Blood through my gauze. Most junkies wear, like, a long sleeve shirt or something. Like, oh, it's so cold outside. What are you talking about? It's June. Not a very good uh, junkie, just, then. Just, Wait a uh, minute. Don't junkies, like, lose weight? Aren't they, like, really real thin? That's about okay, cool. more okay, of an incentive. <laughs> the best way to lose weight. That's right. Take up that rack. Or uh, Chinese tapeworm. <laughs> God. I would go with Chinese tapeworm myself. <laughs> no, that's just me. Speaking of Chinese, uh, I went to uh, Daishin Japanese Steakhouse last night for my birthday. Uh, my aunt took me. Nice. Would have been much nicer had I been able to actually eat all the meal, but I couldn't because I hunched over all in pain. the paint. Yeah. Oh god! And it was a wooden chair. I'm like nice. fucking Japanese. Haven't you? Haven't you guys figured out any kind of like feather cushions or anything? Seriously, how dare they not cater to your herniated? That's gym? right. <laughs> Don't they know who you are? It's an epidemic, by God. Court, Emp is just a broken human. Let's just call it a day and stick your brain in a jar of wire to computers to run podcasts. The day go. will come. <laughs> It'd be a glass jar with some floating eyeballs in it. <laughs> like, Emp, you look great. <laughs> You've lost a lot of weight, haven't you? <laughs> All right, now that we're done all laughing at my, you know, pain Broke and... Yes. Thanks. Assholes. I, really <laughs> I hate you all. We love you. Okay, let's see. You've, you have bad ears. Your wrists are broken. Yes. Your <laughs> foot is permanently broken. Uh, you have kidney stones. MRI tomorrow on the foot, by the way. I'll let you know how that... Okay. Because I know i got two fractures. We'll find yes, out the rest. But that's fixable. Your foot, I, I'm told that's fixable. Your foot has been broken ever since I've known you. Yeah, 2005. Uh, although I've been told it's fixable. So we'll see. Are you like the opposite of Wolverine? <laughs> He's like Samuel L. Jackson in Unbreakable. Jesus. He is Mr. Glass. Yeah. That's just my bad luck, man. It's just my bad luck. 
we got a ton of stuff to get to this evening. None of it having to do with uh, my need for apparent pills. Oh, that's but, pretty cool. I like that first one there. Uh, wait. Dum, 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 dum. Which one is? Oh, yeah, the Southern Guest. I love yes. that. I love that game. A lot of people like that one. Uh, we've got a whole bunch of stuff. One of the things I really want to hit on tonight is the SimCity debacle. I, I'm not sure how much you guys have been following this. but this Yes, is, I, I actually do a review of it for Haiku Reviews. Sims. Good. This is a perfect example of why I am against the, this, this you-have-to-be-online-to-play-it-permanently type bullshit. DRM kind of stuff? Yes, yeah. I am sick of it. I, I think that if there's ever going to be a reason to kill it, this is a prime example. Anyways, uh, we've got several articles on this one I want to get to. We'll read all of them first before we jump into the discussion. But it's been a complete debacle since the game came out. To the point where even Amazon has now taken it off their uh, website. They will not sell it. They've really? told EA, go pound salt, we're not going to sell your shitty game because it doesn't work. And now they're refusing refunds. People are saying, look, we can't play your game. It's been out now for how long and it still doesn't work. And EA said, well, oh well. You bought it, you're stuck with it. So, Lovely. Yeah, we'll get to that a little later on. So we have a ton of stuff to do. I assume we have a Kickstarter. No Kickstart? No, I was sick Dude, all day yesterday. yesterday. Yes, right, yesterday. One day um, you know what? If, if you give me, after I'm... the first break, I can find you a Kickstarter that I've mentioned to Varyar on the way oh, here. Oh, yeah, that would okay. be that, oh, that, okay. I, that I think we would find interesting. Well, okay, we'll do that. And it's when we have everything else done. Uh, no, around the gaming world. I didn't have time. Okay. I actually literally finished uh, blowing your mind like 10 minutes before Varyar showed up. See? Lucky I was late. Uh, Welcome. I was like, dude, 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 because I was, I was like, okay, last night I was, I'm going to write everything. It's going to be great. I had a couple things to do. I woke up, like, oh shit, I'm going to lose an hour of sleep. So I was like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm only going to get about four hours of sleep as it is. So I'll just go to bed and then I'll hurry up and get home. I got home late, and it was like, no one talk to me. I've got to write. Okay. Apparently, from what Sakani says, Amazon has now put it back on sale, which I find strange since as of Thursday they had taken it down. So I guess three days later, yep, easy way to find out. Just go to and they put it back on. I, I find that very surprising. I would have thought they would have said no. There's no way they got this game fixed in three days. Not with the kind of nonsense they've got going on. Amazon. Let's go to Amazon.com so you can find it. Damn, daddy. <laughs> yep, it's yep, back on it's sale back. for sixty bucks. PC You're a sucker download. if you buy it. One and a half stars, ladies and gentlemen. Nice. Although it's a number one seller. Number one bestseller. Don't buy this game until EA fixes the problem. Game requires internet connection, but you can't be connected to their servers. It's too bad that the game can actually be good, but still be terrible due to stupid decisions like this. And this goes on. 1,800 reviews. 1,600 of them, one star. 62, one star. 62 <laughs> people gave it five stars, which means they're all EA employees. I'm curious to see what they'd say. Uh, oh. <laughs> you think I'd be mega unhappy? <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Got me off my game addiction. You think I'd be mega unhappy like everyone else at the constant waiting and lack of actually being able to play the game I purchased? Well, you'd be wrong. The hours upon hours since launch that I haven't been able to log in, whether it be sitting in queues or server busy messages or just plain old not working screens, I've managed to do a heap of things that I never do when I'm locked in my man cave playing video games. I did the dishes, the laundry, changed the oil in my car, mopped the floors, dusted, did a spot of gardening, greeted my children who I hadn't really seen since Christmas, <laughs> walked the dog, asked how my wife's day had been, and listened to the entire response, restocked the groceries, and many more things. My family has never been happier than when they've got a father and a husband again. And in fact, I feel like SimCity has given me a new lease on life. This wouldn't have been possible without the seemingly crazy decision. All right, I guess we're back online here on the VTW side. Uh, looks like the Rivalcast servers crashed for some reason. Um, strange. Let's see if Biomed's on. Hang on. So how? Uh, 
How much they of that did they? Like seven, it's been down for like seven minutes. All right, so basically they didn't hear any of that. Nice. Uh, unless M gives me the show tonight, there's no way I'm getting a, the missed segments into my copy. I, yeah. The VTW site's back up, but it did, for whatever reason, Sam Encoder did not save the Rivalcast Media version, so I don't have time to do it in the midstream. So we're just going to have to keep going until we get to our break, so I'm not going to do it now. It takes a few minutes. So we'll just have to do that. Yeah, that kind of sucks. Anyway, so as we were discussing, I guess they missed the last seven minutes, but apparently here's the... Here's the, the uh, summary? Yeah, the summary. <laughs> SimCity's a basic... It's a failure. It's forcing people to play online constantly. By doing so, they don't have enough space and everyone's crashing. They've increased their server capacity by 120%, which means you can play. It's just going to be really laggy. They've taken away a bunch of features to try and make it a little easier to play. So while they say they want your gaming experience to be the best it can, they do that by taking away features that you can't use. Amazon had pulled it off the shelves on Thursday. I guess it's now back on the shelves. You can buy it. It's got horrific reviews. I don't think anybody would want to. And now we get to this one, which is also from Penny Arcade, which is that they're refusing to give any refunds. <clears throat> the shame of the SimCity situation is that the game itself, the experience that both EA and Max are trying to sell to players, is fun. Our first extensive playtest playing on working servers was very enjoyable. Just, this is just one game, though, for now. The bigger problem is you're stuck if you've bought the game from uh, most retailers, and players are often left with little recourse when games don't work. If you're hoping for a refund, keep hoping. An image showing a chat transcript of a customer trying to get a refund from their SimCity purchase has gone viral. In the image, which EA wouldn't authenticate or dispute, the customer service representative denied the refund and then stated that the customer's origin account would be locked down if they disputed the charge. So not only would the customer lose access to SimCity, which was pretty much the entire point of the situation, they would lose access to all of their games. What an asshole move is that? That's big time as a general policy, EA does not offer refunds on products downloaded through Origin, a representative told me after I emailed EA. If a player has a question about the policy, they're welcome to contact our customer service group uh, at help.ea.com. I said that I understood the general policy states that no refunds are given on the digital versions, although you could refund packaged goods through Origin up to 14 days after purchase. But in this situation, are they being more lenient on refunds? After all, the game doesn't work. Amazon temporarily removed it from its game site and has since replaced it. But it's unlikely that Origin would ever delist the EA title suffering from server issues. Quote, if a player has a question about the policy, they're welcome to contact our customer experience group, I was told. Thanks, Ben. I try not to wish harm on anyone, but if that particular Origin representative uh, were to have their home infested with bedbugs, my tears would be minimal. <laughs> the experience of buying the game is mo in most retail stores isn't any better. An open PC game can sometimes be exchanged for another copy of the same game, but that's it. You may be able to get a refund if you ask a manager and refuse to take no for an answer or take it up with corporate. But those options are a pain in the ass. And I will tell you right now, they don't always work. Many times they don't. The inability to return an open PC game is nothing new. Everybody knows this. Um, I'm just trying to see if there's any kind of, if they have a solution to any of this. Quote, SimCity is an online game, and critics and consumers have every right to expect a smooth experience from beginning to end, Max's general manager Lucy Bradshaw said in a memo acquired by Polygon. I and Max's team take full responsibility to deliver on our promise. The long-term issues for EA, a company that is already struggling, is that it hasn't given customers any recourse when they buy a game that doesn't work. 
Not only that, but EA has ruined any faith gamers may have had in the company's ability to deliver a stable online experience. Okay, I'm going to stop right there. Anybody out there who's in the know, who has bought games, who is considered a gamer, should be surprised that EA has a bad you know, habit of delivering what they promise. They're horrible about patching games that have bugs. They're horrible about any kind of customer service. This should surprise nobody. Even if Maxis is the one saying, yep, our bad, we screwed up, EA is still the one distributing it, and they're the ones who are going to be ultimately responsible for refunding. In this case, they're not. EA is suffering from falling revenue for their $60 games, while mobile games have been growing. EA may think they can, uh, <clears throat> they can meld those markets with games like SimCity, but it doesn't seem like they have the ability to release working online titles. SimCity was pulled from Amazon, features have been removed, gamers are frustrated, and no one can get their money back. I'm not sure how things can get any worse. On the other hand, it's very possible that the game is selling much better than expected, and the only lesson learned is that players are willing to put up with these issues. I'm going to tell you right now, it's not going to happen. Next time around, people aren't going to buy it. And this is a prime example, and I go back to it because we've discussed it before. This is a perfect example of why people are scared of buying a game that requires you to be online 24-7, especially what is primarily a single-player game. It has multiplayer features, but those are a few and far between. You're buying some city primarily to play by yourself. Yes. So I don't understand why you're forced to have to connect. It's like Diablo 3. It's the same thing. I should need a constant internet connection to play the game. Even Steam has an offline mode, for the love of Christ. I'm, I'm trying to think of something. Okay, I assume you download the game. Yeah, okay. And it doesn't work for whatever reason. Right. Um, if, if you try to get your money back, don't you already... I mean, you can't return the game, can you? So how do you... How do you ensure, like, if, if you're EA or if you're anyone, that someone's just not trying to get a refund and then they just go on to continue to play the game? I, if it's kind of like Steam, what happens is when you buy the game, it comes with a, a key code, some kind of serial code. Okay. I think it would be as simple as deactivating that code so that it no longer works. Okay. Only if, but that's, I mean, that's only, the only if the only requires thing I, always on. Right. The only thing I, I can, that's the only reason I can think of is why they don't want to give a refund is because they've downloaded the game. They can't get the game back from the people. So, uh, you know, there's, there's some sort of disconnect as to, well, how do, you know, how do we give you a refund and then we know that you're just not going to turn around and say, ah, fuck you, EA, and then right. just go keep playing the game, you know. My guess Free is there's gotta be to, there has to be a way that they can disconnect or, or somehow discontinue the use of, of that particular game. Uh, look, if you're, if you're making a connection 24-7, that's because you're sending a query or the server side is sending you a query. Your computer is then responding to it with, with the proper code. Right. All right. My guess is if you do that, they can you know flip a switch or if they see your IP or whatever, and they no longer send that code or they send a query and then it deactivates it on your end. I don't know. Okay. I mean, the entire thing is to prevent piracy. My guess is they have something like that. Look, even if it's, you know what, we'll refund your money and you can keep using the game, something. This is debacle. This has been going on since launch. There is no... Uh, Time frame as to when it's going to get fixed. They don't have a single plan other than taking away features and increasing server capacity. Okay, so now I have less game than when I than when I bought it, and I can play it if I can get in the servers and they're all lagging because obviously they had it set at a cap for a reason. Now they've increased it 120 percent. I don't know if I want to take the chance of playing on a server like that. Not to mention everything you need to save is on their end. So let's say EA shuts its doors next year. Well, guess what? Your SimCity version, your game, is now useless. Wasn't there a game well, a couple years ago that had this on Steam? Was it, was it Assassin's Creed? Or I think Ubisoft had it, and they had it where you needed a, a constant connection to the Internet in order to play it. And it was a debacle because their servers weren't running, and they eventually took I that away. I vaguely remember something 
like that, but I forget what it is. True says there is zero offline play. All the heavy math happens on the EA servers, not your PC. Shrake says if they can, you can uninstall to show you don't have it on your system so they can deactivate the key. So, True says EA is giving all buyers a free game, but the exact details have not been released. Oh, good. I can get a $20 game that's three years old. As that's, opposed what, to 60- that's exactly what I thought. They're that's bullshit. Get some, some game from 2007. Yeah. yeah. I mean, look, that's what Sony did when they had that... that you know, server break. Right, yeah. And they gave you games that are two years old that you probably already own. I don't want that. I want my money back. You can keep the goddamn game. It doesn't work. This guy says, the future that publishers want, every game is in every genre is an MMO. Also, amazing that no one in the last decade has been able to solve uh, day one server problems. To a point, yes. I get that. However... There should be no server problems because there should be no server. It's a single-player game. Now, look, I understand the entire point, point of this to fight piracy. New, uh, no, New Demon says Assassin's Creed 2. All right, so there you go. To me, there's got to be a better way. Maybe you have to connect, say, once a week or once a month, something like that, because it's still just a query and answer that's being sent from, from their servers to your computer. I don't like the idea that I have to save everything on their servers. I, I don't like the cloud for my games. You know what? Take Rome Total War as a prime example. It's a game I bought. I can load the CDs and, and play anytime I like. All right? You use this GameSpy for online play. God help me if I needed to have a connection to GameSpy in order to play that game. Because the connection was always horrible. It never had decent, decent multiplayer. And now you can get the game through Steam. All right? If I needed GameSpy to be able to play that game, I would never play it. And I don't think GameSpy is long from this world to begin with. This it's just it's bullshit like this. Do away with it. Somehow we've gotten through thirty years of gaming and never needed it before. Sh- what? It says the stream is down again. It can't be us, is it? Connecting, not encoding. Error. It's gotta be it's the same box, it's gotta be biomeds. Okay, well he just did that on purpose. <sighs> Okay, anyways, last article on this one. And this, I think, was kind of funny. Uh, This is from Forbes.com. Hunter, go ahead and read this one. I'm starting to... EA employee chastises company over SimCity in public letter. Somebody somebody here? Uh, Probably. My daughter may have come. Oh, okay. Okay. The release of SimCity will likely be studied for years as a case of how not to launch a product. The story keeps getting stranger and stranger. Six hours ago... An anonymous Redditor posted under the name Disappointed EA made a thread containing an open letter expressing his disappointment in the company's handling of SimCity. The twist? He reportedly works there. Now, how would, you, how would you be able to prove that if you're just a guy and read it and said, Yeah, no, I work for the company. You could be, uh, I mean, that's not necessarily true. I, I don't know. Go ahead. The poster, claiming to be an artist at EARS, said the only proof he could provide was the fact that all employees received an email from EA Executive Vice President and Chief Talent Officer Gabrielle Toledano. Today, about International Women's Day, which is in fact true, but he's now deleted the entire text of the post after it received so much attention, which seems like some form of proof in and of itself. I have contacted him to see if he can provide some confirmation of his position at EA, but I'm still waiting to hear back. The letter questions EA's decision to release SimCity with Always On DRM, which has ravaged the launch of the game with paying players not being able to log on or sometimes waiting hours for the privilege. EA has actually resorted to stripping features out of the game in order to help it run better, which has caused some outlets to drastically lower their official review scores. The current buggy feature-deleted product is not the same game they played for the review, they said. 
The alleged employee goes on to say that EA should actually patch the game to allow offline play. He accuses the company of being anti-consumer, shirking accountability and lacking integrity, all things that go against EA's official list of company values, which we've done over before, which is bullshit. Here's the full text of the letter in question, since nothing ever, ever actually disappears from the Internet once it's made public. To the executives at EA from one of your employees, I am deeply embarrassed by the troubled launch of SimCity, and I hope you are too. When I walk around our campus and look at the kind of talent we've collected, the amenities we have access to, and the opportunities working at such a big company affords us, I can't imagine how, for release after release, EA continues to make the same embarrassing anti-consumer mistakes. We should be better than this. You should not be failing us so badly. Another thing I see when I walk around our campus are massive banners that display what are said to be our company values. They're posted on every floor, including in company, included in company-wide emails and hanging above the cafeteria in bright colors. We even print them on our coffee mugs so we see them every day. But somehow, when planning the launch of SimCity, you threw them all out the window. Most important of all the values you ignore is think consumers first. What part of the SimCity DRM scheme, which has rendered the game unplayable for hundreds of thousands of fans across the globe, demonstrates that you are thinking about consumers before you're thinking about yourselves? Does first means something different in boardrooms than it does to the rest of us? Does the meaning of that word change when you get the word executive in front of your title? You can't even pretend that you didn't know consumers would be angry about this. Common sense aside, consumers complained about this during your public betas. In fact, when one of them posted his criticism, criticism on the forums, he was banned. You tried to silence the critics. The same thing is happening now as users write in to demand refunds. What part of this behavior aligns with our company value to be accountable? What you've demonstrated with this launch is that our corporate management does not believe in our core values. They are for the unwashed masses, not for the important people who forced this anti-consumer DRM onto the SimCity team. This DRM scheme is not, about, is not about the consumers or even about piracy. It's about covering your own asses. It allows you to hand wave weak sales or bad reviews and blame outside factors like pirates or server failures in the event the game struggles. You're protecting your own jobs at the expense of consumers. I think this violates the act with integrity value I'm looking at on my own coffee mug right now. On behalf of your other employees, I'd like to ask you to fix this. Allow the SimCity team to patch the game to run offline. If create quality and innovation is still a core value that you believe in, then this shouldn't be a hard decision. Games that gamers can't play because of server overload or ISP issues are not quality. Be bold by giving the consumers what they want and take accountability for the mistake. Finally, I'd like to ask you to follow the last company value on the list in the future. Learn and grow. When you made this mistake with Spore, the company and all your employees suffered for it. You didn't learn from that mistake, and you're making it again with SimCity. So please, learn from this debacle. Don't do this again. Grow into better leaders and actually apply our company values when you make decisions. Don't just use them as tools to motivate your staff. With the money, talent, and intellectual property available to EA, we should be leading the industry into a golden age of consumer-focused game publishing. Instead, we're the most reviled game publisher in the world. That's true. true. That's your fault. Things can only change if you actually start following the company values and apply them to every title we launch. Sincerely, a disappointed but hopeful artist at EARS. It's a bold move for this nameless employee to write something like this, but so bold he might not be nameless for long. The Internet loves a good big game hunt, and many are likely hard at work attempting to find out who this person is. The same is probably also true for EA themselves, but their PR nightmare would likely only multiply if they tracked down and fired this person, should he actually work for the company. You know what? You don't have to fire a guy to punish him. You could always just derail his career right there. Oh, yeah, just, just stick him in some dead end, you know, whatever. Welcome to the janitor's office. Welcome to archives. 
Yeah, well, uh, the sad part is that's the world as it works, and even though he's right in every particular, yes, you, yeah, you don't want to be the whistleblower. You don't want to be, yeah, yeah. Uh, and if all this is a bit, why well, do do want to keep reading all this because this looks like it's kind of long? No. Mm, okay, no, it's almost over. Yeah, it's okay. almost yeah. And if all this is a big hoax, overlooking the fact that such a thing would be nearly impossible to prove, short of an outright confession, the fact that this letter has gotten so much attention speaks to the true magnitude of this fan uprising. People are always looking for the next reason to pile on EA, but this time they found one that exposes a real issue in gaming today. People paid for a product they cannot play. Due to a measurement to ward away pirates, in many cases players also cannot get refunds for their purchase of a non-functional game, which only serves to aggravate the situation further. As brave as the supposed employee may be, it may come back to bite him, but his Spartacus moment is turning into a rallying cry for the victims of one of the biggest launch disasters in modern gaming history. At this rate, who knows what will happen next. And there's an update. E is now gifting a free game to SimCity players for their troubles. I would love to see what kind of game. Let's see. Uh, uh, la, 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 there, it's down. It's down there. Uh, to get us back in your good graces, we EA are going to offer you a free PC download game from the EA portfolio on March 18th. SimCity players who have activated their game will receive an email telling them how to redeem their free game. I know that's a little contrived, kind of like buying a present for a friend after you did something crummy. But we feel bad about what happened. We're hoping you won't stay mad and that we'll be friends again when SimCity is running at 100%. I'd rather have my money back. If it, personally, if it's me. I, I would say, you know what? I would want to You've see burned what me kind before. Of game. I'm, what's that? I'd want to see what kind of game. I, I wouldn't even care. I would be, I'm of the opinion that, look, you've burned me now. Now I'm, I've lessons learned. I'm not going to make the same mistake again. I would like my money back. You can take your bad game back. And maybe down the road, once I've seen that you can actually launch a game that doesn't have any hiccups or wait long enough for you to fix your shit, then I'll go ahead and buy it. Offer me a free game to try and take the sting out of the 60 bucks of the turd that I just bought doesn't work for me. Because the game you're giving me isn't going to be a new launch that costs me 60 bucks. And if it's a decent game, chances are I already own it. You know what would be the kicker? Mm. If the game that you buy for free... Also requires you to be online and has DRM on it. That would be amazing. <laughs> that would be so amazing. <laughs> All right. You know what? Let's do your haikus. I, uh, one thing I want to do is I, I want to start spacing out our our. Okay. Yeah, our it's, it's not good to have it all bundled up right. At the no, end. it isn't, and it's something we've I've tried doing in the past and have not done very well. I, I, well, to well, wrap well, this like whole I thing said, up, there's no. Uh, there's no around the gaming world, so it's just that one and right. the other one for me. I will say this. I, I think it's... <sighs> the biggest dick move on all of this is not just the fact that they're not offering a refund. It's also the fact that they're saying, if you refuse to charge us, we're going to lock your, not only your game, but we're going to lock your account so that any game you've bought through their origins, they're also going to block. That, seems that like is bullshit. How can you do that? I don't think you can because I've already bought those games. It's technically yeah, my I, property. I paid for them. You know, Fuck you. you. You'd probably have to read the fine print. It might oh, be, it, suck my balls. It, it might be one of those <laughs> things like when you play Magic the Gathering online. You ever read that? Yeah. You don't actually own the cards. You just kind of rent them. You oh, okay. And one of that kind of thing. Like you don't, that's so, so maybe it's one bullshit. of those things where like you don't actually own the game, but... We allow you to play the game on our servers, and with the understanding that you know when when the zombie apocalypse happens and we die, you know your game goes away too. Maybe I don't know. You'd have to read the the fine print to see. Huh? That's funny because you don't actually own your corporate headquarters. Because oops, I accidentally set it on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Nim says only heard about one of those two games, and really ain't that good. Do they have a list of games up you can take a look at? 
What's that March? March 18th, but I don't know email. if there was actually a, a list of games out there. I don't think I was under the impression that hadn't happened yet. So, I, again, there's no, there's no game out there that you're going to offer me unless it's, you know what, here's a voucher for a, a future EA title. If you do that, okay, then maybe I'm going to pay more attention because that's a $60 game that I can then purchase. Maybe the next, I don't know, whatever it is they, they put out there, the next Modern Warfare, the next Call of Duty, the next whatever. This is another black guy in EA. And you know what? I blame you guys. I blame the people who continue to buy this shit. You know anything EA touches is poison. And yet, it happens every goddamn time. They do something like this, everybody bitches, and you know what? You're going to go out and buy the game anyways. That's the problem. And I've said it before, and I've said it a dozen times. I think we all have. Nothing is going to change until you stop buying the games. Well, yeah. Everybody bitched about Diablo 3 and what a debacle that was. You know what? Four and a half million of you still went out and bought it. Everybody bitched about how World of Warcraft has had this problem, that problem. But you know what? People 11 million. Of, that's right. You keep paying your 15 bucks a month, and you keep buying the next expansion. Yep. Speaking of expansion, the uh, next StarCraft II expansion is coming out Yeah, pretty quick. I mean, and that's a game, too, that requires you to, I think, connect once every month, I think. Is it once every month? I think it is, yeah. Okay. But I'm tired of that. Nothing is going to change until you stop buying their games. And I understand. Electronic Arts is a juggernaut. They have their hands on everything. I got it. But you know, oh, okay, you're talking about the, the PlayStation Blackout. Okay, again, same thing. I, I thought that was bullshit, too. They offered me games, and I didn't even take them up on it. I just don't use PlayStation Network anymore. But until you take a stand, until you vote with your wallet and not buy anything, there are plenty of independent companies out there making independent games you can go spend your money on. Go do it that way. There are plenty of other games. You know what? You don't need the next Modern Warfare 5. It's not going to be that much of a difference between the other ones. Nope. You don't need the next Call of Duty, the next NFL Madden. Look, it's the same goddamn game. It hasn't changed a whole lot. Don't buy them. For one, it's going to lower the price. For two, they're not going to make the same mistakes twice. If they realize that we just pissed off millions of people that are no longer going to spend their money with us, chances are they're going to be extra careful for the next game they launch. And hopefully this DRM nonsense goes away. And that, to me, is the biggest you know, shot to the gut of all. It's the fact that you're required to have an online connection for an offline game. Oh, but it has some multiplayer features. Good. You know what? So did Warcraft 2. If I wanted to play online, I connected. If I didn't, I played on my own. What what multiplayer features do you need for Sims? I have no idea. Is it like one of you is like the douchebag that sends like the tornadoes and Godzilla through your city? <laughs> like, what do you really need? Like, come on, let's build a city together. I why? I, I don't know. I, I don't see why you need multiplayer. It's like we're Sim gonna city. make Roller Coaster Tycoon online only. It's got multiplayer. Oh, so what? You're the guy who gets on the roller coaster. <laughs> that was a fun game too. I loved. That I game. loved that game. Yeah, I, I always hope they brought they would bring. Uh, Four out, but I guess they're not working about it. Make a bathroom, put it at the opposite end of the... Uh... I just want to see how pissed off I could make people. And then no road to get there? Yeah. Well, it was... No, they, I mean, they could get there. It's just that the complaints would be that they had to walk too far. Or, you know what? Like, if you'd hover over a guy, he's like... Oh, I know. You know what? I want to go to such and such. You'd pick him up and you'd drop him off and he'd get pissed off. It's like, okay, I'm, this, I'm the present god who just moved you across <laughs> Cedar Point to put you over at the Raptor, and now you're pissed. Ah, uh, Whatever. I you never it. built the uh, roller coaster that uh, killed people? 
I like. Oh God, God yeah, yeah. Yes. Yes. Or the one that had. Was there so no many ending to it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That one that had so many loopy loops, they would get off sick. Or I loved yeah. watching yeah. them. So. I like to build the ones up. where I'd get them. I'd have a big long roller coaster, and then at the very end, it'd just be a huge drop. And then a ramp, and then nothing. <laughs> yes, exactly. Then they go and then they off. just fly across the map. <laughs> you have people that are angry. Zarek <laughs> says but they landed off the map, so it's cool. I, I know. know. The they extent don't... of the multiplayer in some cities is that you can look at a friend's town. Are you serious? Whoopee! Well, you know what? I can do that in Farmville too. Hey, you've got a barn. <laughs> Good job. Do you need a migrant <laughs> worker to pick all your grapes? <laughs> uh, that's what it is. Tropica takes advantage of SimCity and sets a uh, situation on sale for 75% off. Yeah, I agree really? that. Yeah. Wow. But why not? It makes sense. I mean, Sure, why know. not? Can't play SimCity? Try our game. It's the same thing, only it's like a South American dictatorship. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Tropico is. Yeah, it is. All right. Let's get these haikus done, and we'll take our break. All right. Uh, by the way, uh, your, get your questions, comments, opinion into emperor1gacox.net. Oh, speaking of which, you, we're going to we're supposed to do the uh, retrospective the fourth wall, whatever. Thing. Yes. Well, I, I've only got a couple emails about the retrospective, which I thought was very okay. surprising. I thought people would really have questions about you know what kind of goes on behind the scenes or nah, you know, no, what we, we've done in the past, but I guess not. No. I mean, how, how many people really ask? Really I mean, I guess it's a fair point. Words, and yes, words. I did compare myself to a magician. <laughs> the gayest of all the showmen. <laughs> a very racist version of that, but yeah. watch the spit disappear. Okay. The best quote oh, I the Jesus. best quote I ever saw about a magician is uh, <laughs> please let the stream be down. Please let the stream be down. <laughs> <laughs> a magician is an actor playing the part of a magician. Like that's very deep. Okay. Just read the haikus. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's the haiku part. It's all philosophical and shit. All right, here we go. First one, Sim City for the PC. This one really should be no brainer at this point. I tried to like this, but online dependency just ruins the game. You know, speaking of all these uh, haikus, um, once we get the site up and running, um, we should just have like a site, like a page with all, all of them up there. Just, just like, like archives. Reviews. Yeah, okay. it's like archives. Yeah, that we have reviews for all the games. I mean, it takes up what? I like that a idea. Bite? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Just throw what them about up there. You're blowing um, eh, it's not the same when you. Yeah, uh, these are like quick hits. You can just rifle through yeah, all. Yeah, just rifle quick. through yeah. all of them. Yeah. All right, the next one, Castlevania, Lord of Shadow, Mirror of Fate, the 3DS. Average game at best. It does win my awards for longest game title. <laughs> <laughs> it's got like two things on it. And the final one, God of War Ascension, PS3. The same formula. Goes to the well once too much. I've played this before. Those are your haikus for March 10th, 2003. Yeah, now that Kratos has killed off the entire pantheon of Greek gods... What are they going to uh, do? This, uh, God of War Ascension is He's going after Jesus. It's a prequel. It's a prequel. <laughs> what, he's going to take down all the saints? Coming for you, Saint Michael! I would think he'd go after, like, Norse gods. Celtic gods. Yeah, I mean, the, the way God of Thor... Well, he, he's dead yeah. now. Right. You can't really... You can always resurrect somebody. Oh, this Loki brought him back to well, go he also look at Asgard. Asgard. He also pretty much destroyed the world in the process of killing the whole Greek pantheon. Well, that, you know, it's their world. No, he, he destroyed the world. There are many different splinter worlds. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> if, if you guys could only see Varyar's face. <laughs> what are you talking about? See, I'm not even looking at Little Rex. I just know he's going to bitch and complain. you got to send me all the different chunks and parts together so I can patch uh, Hey, you're the one that volunteered, I, Sunshine. That's right. <laughs> I've been told he doesn't care how crippled your stupid hands are. You are to upload all of this to the FTP as soon as we're done. 
very unwise. I'm not really in the mood to put up with the, the helps attitude. Really? Today. I would have thought all that heroin would have uh, mellowed you out a little bit. <laughs> no, you'd, you'd be surprised. <laughs> hey, man, it's all cool. Yeah. I guess I'm not as much of an attitude host. He's just Let's an angry haikus, person. Let's do some haikus, man. It's awesome. You guys seen a dragon? <laughs> I'm looking for it, dude. So I'm, I'm, I'm not in a good mood now because of, I mean, this was the supposed to be the launching of no. the Rivalcast no, server. No, no, no. March thirty or no? No, I said 31st. this was the first we're using the Shoutcast server. Open and beta. There you go. Not Open happy. Beta. Not happy. And it, you know what? We had to take down the VTW server too. Not happy. Everyone should well, have perfect. Right out of the box. Who the hell makes mistakes That's right. about servers? Well, the part, That's right. where, the part where we age. fucked up the VTW box, I look at that as haha added bonus. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> Yeah. I'd, I'd like to point out that I think this is the longest we've ever had the Japanese dream music going. Yeah, it's like, it's more like four minutes. It's very right, soothing. We'll we're it is it very is soothing. Kind of it soothing. Is. Hey, man. It's not working. I am not soothed. All right, folks. We're back here in about 12 <laughs> minutes. I hope. Keep it right here. Warning. This show is intended for a mature audience only and may contain harsh language, trans fats, live nudes, and derogatory comments about your mother. Those who are easily offended or have no sense of humor are encouraged to turn off the show now. Parental discretion is advised. You're listening to The Emperor's Court here on VTW Productions. Get down on your knees. I know I would. All right, folks, we're back here on the Emperor's Court, uh, here on Rivalcast Media and First World Productions. I'm your host, the Emperor, joined in studio by Highlander. Always a pleasure. By Vyar. Hi. And by Lulu. Hey, y'all. What the hell are you doing, Vyar? <laughs> Feverishly typing away. It's the second week in a row. He's like, I'm working. <laughs> fix fix and, this and, server, damn it. And he looked so guilty. When he, he did. Nothing. Yeah. My will be done. <laughs> so I bought some Great Lakes. I only bought one six-pack, so I don't know if you guys have tried it. I know Lulu hadn't, but it's... Uh, Conway's it's, Irish yep, Ale. Damn it. And I realized that we are broadcasting next Sunday, which is St. Patrick's Day. Are we really? Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, since it's later in the evening. Yeah, I assume fine. we're all going to be here? Yeah, I got to yeah. work anyway, so I can't really? be here. Really? Oh, gonna... oh, all right. Oh, wow. say, so he'll be sober, I think. That's unfortunate Well, until he gets here. Gotta make up for lost time. <laughs> 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 There's only two more hours I got us. I got this. this Tricking so in the car the way here. Highlander will just be like, you know what? I'm not going to make the no. show tonight. Just go, you know, go on without no, me. You know what's cool? Go I'm going to walk. <laughs> I'm going to walk. I haven't used my bike in a while. I kind of want to. Uh, Stretch your old legs a bit. Programming notes. And I mentioned this in, to the, in the run-up to the show, but I haven't mentioned it during the show. Uh, we will not be ending our broadcast history with uh, VTW on March 31st. As it occurs to me that that is Easter, we will not be here. I thought uh, you were going to go with some like fucked up mind game. We're crawling back. No. No, he no. is. He's, we're going to be off on Easter. That's no, I know, but I thought he... I don't know. He plays everything. See, off. he got it. Nobody else got that joke. Okay. Moving on. Um, so... <laughs> I don't know what you're trying to well, if I have to explain it to you, then it's you not might funny. just rip the balls off of it. Yeah. So April 7th will be our last show here on VTW before we officially move uh, over to Rivalcast Media. Um, so that's programming note. Also, programming note, uh, we talked to, on Friday, we went to the Tilt to Kilt, as yeah. Lulu had alluded to earlier. And <laughs> we spoke to uh, uh, Lady Mia, who was there. She was serving that night yes, and uh, was very enthusiastic about coming on to the show. She was very interested in doing this, and actually, could she do it? And Yeah, I mean, actually, she was asking us, when do you want me? When can I come? Right. 
So, so does she know <laughs> anything? What does she ha, actually? Ha, ha. What does she actually know about the show? She's listened. She's listened. Yeah. Okay. I apparently it's, she's been trying to get her archives, but they aren't up because they're not at VTW anymore. If you go to the show forums, it now reverts to everything on Rivalcast yeah, Media, and us. we've only gotten a few episodes up since then. So. Right. I guess at the time she was looking, they weren't. Well, up. it was yesterday, okay. early. Hopefully, we should have. I'm hoping to have the archives moved over to the new server by the end of the week. Okay. Um, well, there's some. Just... There's some over there now, so I'll just um, text her later and say, you know, here's where you go now. So let's just get down to the nitty gritty of it. How far am I going with this? Like, uh, oh, I like I want bore? to see bubbles again. Okay. Oh, oh yeah, right. but you really? know what? But she will, she will argue back. Yeah, she's, she's not. A no, no, no. This is not a chick that's just going to take a let. No, she's feisty. No, look, I she like works in a fight. place where drunken guys are pawing at her all the damn time. Of course, she's got. She's going to put up with any of this. This yeah. will be fun. She's hilarious. I'm looking forward to it. I just think it'll probably be a one and done, and she'll probably storm out of here saying, "You're fucking nuts," and that'll be the last we ever see of her, <laughs> which would be a damn shame. Yeah, but funny. Uh, so, yeah, she will be joining us on the 24th. She was going to do it next Sunday, but being that St. Patrick's Day, and she works she'll be working. Right. Yes. So we will have her here the 24th, and that'll be very interesting, and we'll see how that goes. Hell, if it goes out real well, maybe we'll hold a small fundraiser to, to get a new board so we can plug in six mics. That's a long shot down the road, but that's a real long. Sh- I mean, if she's willing to just come in here and just sit do down, we so really we can want watch at her. Six so. people yeah. on the show. Six? No, five. Hmm, wait till you see her. You know, if you're just staring at her, just looking at her, like eh, she doesn't okay. need to talk. For no, that, she did Yeah, right. She could just show up. Just you know, saying she could just no. She was all about trying to bring her on as some weird sisterhood of the traveling underwear or something, where she wants another female co-host to tra- help even the balance because she feels that she's picked on horribly from time to time. More estrogen. Yes. What the hell Yay. are you talking about? Even you said this on Friday. Like, you know what? I, we can have her on here. She's feisty. She'll give you know shit back. And this will even the odds. That way I'm Welcome not the to token estrogen show. on the show. <laughs> Welcome to our new show. Don't Sister you know what? Traveling vagina. <laughs> Huzzah! Huzzah! <laughs> Votes for women. Lady parts. And you wonder why I was saying that. <laughs> Welcome to the Suffragette Podcast. Why don't you all just go fuck yourselves? No, no, I wasn't talking about the board vibe. I was talking about the old shows. So Why are you looking up my bloomers? Court says, just post more, post more pictures of them. These listeners will pay for everything. I, I post a few of her pictures on Twitter. She's beautiful. Yeah, she's, I mean, professionally done pictures. They're nice. So, But they really don't do her justice. She's, she's still better in, 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 in person. person so, yeah. yeah. I like her in her tilted kilt outfit with glasses on. Yeah, but yeah. she can't wear that here. I have no problem. Why we can not? get her something similar. Because she's not allowed to actually. I promise. Come on, is it that hard to find a Super slutty promise. Catholic schoolgirl outfit? No, with actually, a push-up it's not. I have one. And a miniskirt? Hmm. Mm. Where, wherever will we find one? It looks like Leet actually finished moving over the old episodes. All of them? No, I think only. So we just checked before we went on oh, the air. It was one only 44 are up. Right. Okay. So Really? We're episode 1 through 44? Yeah. Like, holy crap. We have a hundred and this is what our hundred twentieth episode right now. Wow, Jesus. and that's only since we left from Wild Radio. That doesn't include all the shit. Oh prior wow, that's so. okay. Yeah, that's right. Lord. I've got archives going all the way back to two thousand three. I'm not going to put them up because most of them are games, you know, uh, game audios. So, although they're still funny and very entertaining, two women mean twice as many sandwiches as Little Rex, and more beers as Core. Well, you know what? She has experience. And you know, no vagina beers. for you, so it doesn't really matter. Right? <laughs> Jesus. 
Is she listening? You know, when you put down two women equal more sandwiches. Um, I'm more texting her, and I don't think she's she probably not. listening. Well, okay. You should get her comments. In she's now. coming in tomorrow <laughs> to fill out an application where I work. Which means she wouldn't be at the <laughs> restaurant anymore. She doesn't anymore. want to be eye candy. Wait, no, that doesn't work for me. I'm sorry, but she's got to find someone there. else. Yeah, because yeah. then she's eye candy for a bunch of drunken pilots. And for some reason, that pilots gets my up. are not drunk. I would be right. Twelve hours bottle to throttle. You cannot have alcohol. Oh, it's okay, like that never happens. Testing. I'm not supposed to drink when I drive. I've seen I the mean, movie Flight. On. I know how it works. I saw the documentary. That's not a documentary. It kind are of you is. Sure? <laughs> I, you positive? I am pretty sure that Denzel Washington does know how to fly. And he was drunk at the time. And that he's friends with John Goodman. And it's a kind of barrel roll that saved all these people. And, he did, barrel roll, and he did crack cocaine. Didn't he take out a church or something, too? He also had sex with a uh, Hispanic stewardess. Pretty hot Hispanic stewardess. She was pretty hot. Well done, Denzel. Well done. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> but then he does the honorable thing. He goes to jail instead of tarnishing her image. Is this all before what? or after That's, he's a corrupt yeah. police captain? I mean... <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I'm curious. <laughs> oh, you've you've actually never seen Flight? No. No. Oh, okay. No. I was referencing Training Day, but thanks for playing. I was <laughs> referencing Flight, actually. <laughs> I know, and I was you know referencing Training Day. Yes, I understand. It, it's not funny if you have to explain it. Really, it. I don't care yes. anymore. So uh, yes, yeah, so I we're I am looking forward to having her in here and and seeing what kind of train wreck that show is going to turn into. Hilarious uh, and awesome, man. But as for six people, Mike, no. I don't. Well, then again, you never. I, I never thought I'd see a day where we had four people, let alone six. I was surprised we had when we had three. Yeah. that I was kind of blew me away. Wow, third person. But, but you know, there do? are shows that have six or seven people on them. Uh, are, well, are, I, yes, they're called. I've listened crap. to them, and they were abysmal. Well, no, no, no. I meant like like terrestrial radio, like yeah. uh, Rovers Morning Glory has. Yeah, like they've seven got people. like seven. But then again, yeah, but those it's, people it's have all, very minor roles. Yeah, it's all yeah. different. Like yes. they they kind of sit in the back, and then you know, right? They have other jobs to do, whereas you guys just drink beer and watch the screen. It's great. Yeah. I really Dr. like Pepper. my job. I'm my not job, lie. My job real good. It's fun. My job super. <laughs> you guys should all want my job. It's great. <laughs> How I don't mean to brag, but holy shit. How's the, <laughs> my job. It's very good. Is it? Okay. Yes. I mean, I sit here, I talk, I make fun of Highlander. Every once in a while, I take a shot at you, and she brings me beer. My job's phenomenal. I have the best job on this show. But we'll have a professional beer wench with us now. Because oh, I don't think fantastic. you've ever actually waitressed in your life, right? No, never. See? Do you think she'll do like a little dance and shake when she brings my beer over? Don't uh, they have, almost, don't they have a shake? Awesome. For my friend Alexander Hamilton, she damn well better. <laughs> <laughs> actually, I think they do. They, they sell shaking drinks there where they come up to your, your table and they shake. You know, their I don't want forth. her to shake the drink. No, no, but they do because everything <laughs> oh, shakes okay. with them. That's, okay. that's actually, gotcha. it's kind of funny because if you're watching like one of their, they always have one TV that has like the swimsuit edition of oh, yeah. the Tilt a Kilt models. And they have one where it's you order a special like mixed drink and they come up and they mix it right at the table for you because everything kind of shakes with it. So Oh, and the waitress that you were um wanting me to get her number, she was walking back and forth. She was really pissy that night. Yeah, you can yep. call it whatever you want. All I know is mission not accomplished. I know. Mission not accomplished. You said I can get any waitress's number. I pick one out. Surprise, it happens to be the one bitchy one. <laughs> Shocker! <laughs> but to be fair, she did Challenge bring she is bring one onto failed. the show into the basement with uh, three no, no, other no. guys. Hold on, hold on, hold on, because she herself and you have both stated that Mia asked about the show independently. There was no coercion and no request from you no, people. I Therefore, to... she gets okay. no credit. Okay. I award you A no points. Valid point. And may God have mercy on your soul. <laughs> 
Really? Yeah, because I haven't, you know, been talking to her for weeks uh-huh. and prepping this. No, no. <laughs> Nothing. Yeah, there was a lot of Fuck deep you. background that needed to be done. Uma Moore thinks you're a flight attendant. What? I thought you were a flight attendant. Wow. You're a, you're a peanut tosser. Wow. I'm not going to lie. You're tossing something at 30,000 feet. <laughs> Wow. I- I'm Ladies sorry. and gentlemen, we're approaching our descent to the greater Cleveland area. Please put your seat back in their full upright position. Your seat will act as a flotation device. In the event that we crash into a building, you're probably going to die. Holy so shit. This is amazing. <laughs> oh, so like the people who check the tickets. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I just like the... Bible is correcting her. No, you're not a flight no, attendant. Something you're something less, less sexy, yeah. like an admin type, <laughs> <laughs> like, like a fucking person in charge or some bullshit. You know, not something cool. Like, you know, <laughs> would you like another scotch with your peanuts, sir? <laughs> we'll be landing into Denver momentarily. Would you like a towel? <laughs> oh. On the other hand, it's probably uh, for the best because I'm pretty sure people like me make airline employees. Manly staff. No, I work for a general aviation airport, and I am the assistant general fucking manager. You idiot! So you write down the memos within. Is this kind of like we're just using like? Yeah, I was gonna say. Are you just like using like business speak? Like you know, you're a garbage (laughs) man. Say sanitation engineer, executive assistant. You know, to the assistant of the assistant. Exactly. Yes. Biomedic. She's the TSA person. I'm packing heat. Gonna need a pet down. <laughs> Speaking of that, did you see that uh, now? Now you're gonna be able to bring pocket knives back onto planes. I can't now? believe Thank that God. shit either. Yeah. What? I mean, I don't really care. I never brought it on anyway. But what, you know. no, but it, that was no. My concern isn't me bringing a knife on. It's some other asshole bringing a box cutter, taking a plane, and flying it into something. So it happened last time. Did we learn nothing? Did... I'm sorry. I, I'm, I'm just uh, you know a box cutter. People couldn't take that fuckwad out. They killed somebody with a box cutter, apparently. And the other guys couldn't wait while he was sawing well, the guys in. Who, the mean, guys who crashed into Pennsylvania. Well, I don't know if they took him out, but they Well, yeah, but they waited until the, the plane. plane was taken over, and then they organized and went. Well, I think and because I'm not, they okay, thought those, it was those just, guys. Those guys, guys are the guys. heroes. Those guys right. were badass. I'm not taking away from them. I'm just saying, I don't know. I, mean, I, really, I just don't get it. Is that your first <laughs> reaction, like a normal person? I mean, if I, someone stands up on a plane with a box cutter, are you fucking kidding me? Someone stands up Not with, everyone a, with a box cutter. Nowadays? Yeah, Nowadays, I think yeah, everybody's going to attack them. But right, back, back then, then no, you're they're right. like, holy yeah. shit, oh, no, what no, the no. fuck's going I'll, on? I'll give you that. Everyone probably froze. It had never happened before, not to us. Man. But now, I have to imagine if you pull out anything, I mean, if you pull out your grandfather's pocket knife, somebody's going to choke you out. Right. You have three guys beating you down and throwing you to the ground. Manly Stuff says, how many weekend pilots do you service, Lulu? Just curiosity. So kind of says, notice that we can bring on pocket knives, but not water bottles. Government, it makes sense. Well done. A valid point. Box cutters are still banned. It's only itty-bitty pocket knives that are not allowed. Okay, you know what? How much of a blade do you think a a box cutter has? It's that big? this long. Yeah. That pocket knife's going to have a longer blade? Yeah. If I can take my Swiss Army knife, I'm officially more dangerous than the guy with the box cutter. I would like to have been in in the meeting where somebody said it's vitally important that we let people on the plane have their pocket knives. Because I can't tell you how many times I needed a pocket knife when I was flying at 35,000 feet. Damn, if only I had my Swiss Army knife on. Uh, I I think the thing of it is it's usually people that are eating on the plane. I'm trying to to remember what it was. It's it's people that want to, like, 
cut their food pretty much is what it is because it's only allowed like a little teeny thing. And people get all pissed off when they have to get their plastic fork and yeah. spork and all that bullshit. I like, swallowed a tine of one of those stupid things on an airplane once. <laughs> did you really? Yeah, because their goddamn plastic forks suck. Did you? And did, when you did break, you have you your can't. retard helmet on when you were? Because I don't <laughs> no. know about you, but I've never swallowed. No, no, a plastic no. Here, fork here's before. what happened. Here's no, what, they no, no, break. no. I was, I got, and it was very cool because. The plane was half empty, and it was when I was in the Marines, and they upgraded me, and they allowed me to sit in first class because of the whole Marine thing. Nice, nice. Which was very cool of them. Me and my three buddies, we were all flying together. It was great. I- I'm not knocking the airline for it. They did a very nice thing for uh-huh. us. Right. We sat up there, and in- so instead of eating, you know, like a three-day-old fucking bologna sandwich, right. I got to eat, like, <laughs> steak. It was nice. awesome. Or, Real no, no, food. No. You know what? It wasn't steak. It was chicken. It was like uh, it was still it better was, than Yeah, it was, it was chicken. It was good. And but the thing is, I stuck my fork in there and I cut a little piece off and I didn't pull the fork out. I just I kept the chicken on the fork. Uh-huh. I didn't notice. But one of the tines had broke and was in the chicken. Right. Oh, okay. And so oh. I just arr, chicken in my mouth, chicken down my throat. Holy fucking shit. That hurts. Ah, yeah. Yeah, that was bad. I didn't oh, there we go. Wait, and she that. has a goth friend. Wait, whoa. Yes. Roll. And get, there roll was the fuck. What is there? This? We go. Uh, these are some of Mia's photo shoots. That's um, her best friend. All right, I believe we are her name not is Nancy. For the no, no more personal information. Rex will find her. All right. Oh, well, look no at all more. this. Let's see if uh, those are swimsuits. Okay. Yeah, I mean those are swimsuits. There she is. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. No. Yeah. You need to stop. I like the one on the far right, though. That's that's nice. Okay. Well done. Yeah. Very nice. Mm-hmm. And that's very at nice. Shinto. Mm-hmm. Is that her douche boyfriend? Yeah, we're going to take him out. Yeah, he's dead. I can take him. <laughs> Sorry, dude. Easy. Sorry. Looks like a thin little piece of shit, too. We could, yeah. We could He'll never see me coming. Um, wait a minute. What? Bikini with somebody grabbing another girl's boobs all the I way on the like right? I would like you to what? open that picture, too. <laughs> I very yeah. much wow. Very wow, look much at that. Wanted. That doesn't look like grabbing. That looks like nipple tweaking. <laughs> and that's all I got. Apparently, she's a Penguins fan. Or at least she was wearing a penguin shirt. All right, then. Oh, yeah. Okay. No, this is the, see? So, you want to take that uh, fifth microphone comment back? <clears throat> no. Only if it comes with a camera. Why? Otherwise, otherwise, what's the point? I don't care about th- the list are getting to enjoy it. We get to enjoy it. Right. That's why she doesn't need yeah. a microphone. She can just stand there and dance. Right we over a, there. We have a poll. Jumping yeah. jacks. We have well, a poll. If, if, if she's going to use the poll, Lulu and I need to switch. Something. Actually, that is one thing I, I, yes. do, I do plan on asking her about is about her her resume. Yeah, her resume. Yeah, we we thought that uh, Eve had a a cool resume of places she worked at. She did get a dildo scepter. Right, she did. But uh, has I, Mia received a dildo scepter I, as a symbol of her authority? No, we'll, we'll <laughs> authority over what. The well, for Eve, it was assistant manager of a sex toy sh- of a sex toy store. Right. Um, yes. What? Mia worked at what? The Platinum. Platinum Horse. Oh well, there you go. You guys are just making this easier and easier. <laughs> this is amazing. Yes. I mean, <laughs> he's probably already got like three generations of the family tree into his fucking wall, <laughs> and you guys are just throwing him more clues. Sweet Jesus. <laughs> now, I will be honest and tell you that I've obviously never been to the Platinum Horse, but if you're in the Cleveland area, <laughs> <Shut up. laughs> anything with the, shut up. Anything with the name horse in the title means strip joint in the Cleveland area or heroin den. There's what, how many also horses? Also the word platinum. There's the, is a generally a dead the giveaway. Platinum Horse, there's the Crazy Horse, there's there's a, aren't there like oh, a bunch? There's the Diamond. 
Yes. I like the diamond. So, yeah. I mean, I've heard the, good things about the... No, wait, the I'm single. It's cool. Club. Yeah, no. yeah, I love that. I'm single, so it's okay. I've been to the diamond. Girls are nice. I believe she was a waitress. I go though. for the steak She said lunch. she was a cocktail waitress. Yeah, she was a waitress. Well, the waitress is the right ones now? you talk to. Uh, no. Okay, yeah, I, but yeah, I, I believe she was a waitress. The waitress Wink. is the ones you can take home. Right. Oh, no, you can take all of them home. Well, mm, yeah. it's easier to take the waitresses home. Speak for yourself. Actually, she oh, is texting Jesus. me right now. Oh, okay, good. Good. Nope. She's not coming on good. the show she's missed all the good. Yeah, she already missed all the shit we were talking about. Her, she's so. a wholesome human being, and I'm looking forward <laughs> to hearing A delightful young lady. <laughs> Manly stuff. No offense, Lulu. I love general aviation. I'm just forced to be a dick now that I've moved to aviation. All right. Good for her. I, I like the whole um, something less sexy. That, that yeah, no. <laughs> Sakani says, I would disagree. Waitresses have standards. Listen to this. Look at the suck up already start. The white oh, knighting. Oh, Sorry. Jesus. Black Shut knighting. How, how dare you, Black knighting. Taking a lot Where's all white women's at? All right. Not to be confused with the platinum horse. Very well. Good. Well done, Tazic. Bazinga. Yeah, nice turf phrase. <laughs> From Engadget.com. Go ahead, Vire. Oh, shit. Earn okay. your pay. You haven't done shit in two weeks. <laughs> ah, hold on. My Last segment, week, I'm working. My segment is now picking him up. So fuck you, <laughs> fuck you, fuck you. You're cool. And you, almost, you almost fucked I, that up, too, yeah, with... Oh, I just saying? got arrested. All right. Uh, bird poop and big screens. Attempting a multiplayer world record. There's no category in the Guinness World Records for the most players in a single-screen multiplayer game. However, that's likely to change soon, thanks to a group of New York University graduate students who created Splat a multiplayer game designed for the 120-foot video wall installed in the lobby of the IAC building on the west side of Manhattan. The screen is a prism laser, prism laser phosphor display and sports a whopping resolution of 11,520 by 1,080 pixels. See, if I'm ever a multi-multi-millionaire, that's how I'm going to play my games. Oh, yeah. The game was debuted at a packed showcase event last Friday night along with the work of other students from an NYU interactive telecommunications program class appropriately called Big Screens. The assignment was to create a production specific, specifically for the IAC screen to engage a live audience on the show night, said hmm. Phil Groman, one of the creators of Splat. Productions could be anything from pre-rendered video to theater to software. In Splat, a telephone wire stretches across the screen with a traffic-filled road beneath. Each player controls a bird on the wire with the objective of trying to get their bird to... Well, poop on passing vehicles. Ah, oh, I see. Highbrow games. To control the bird, the players use their smartphone's browser to connect to a web interface hosted on the game server. The team used a Node.js instance to run the game in an HTML5 Don't canvas to render on the screen and on the player's So they're phones. pooping birds. Got it. Early on in the process of developing the project, they joked about setting a world record and contacted Guinness on the off chance they'd be eligible to do so. Much to their delight, the team actually heard back from the World Records Authority. It would be awesome to get into the book, Phil said, for shitting on cars. We remember owning it as kids and hoping to one day get the chance to set our own record. Now, wait a minute. Uh, we've played Planet Side, where there's been hundreds of people in the same area duking it out. How is that not a world record? Because this says, well, I, I'm sorry, I'm jumping ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. In order to establish a category and take the record, Guinness set a few requirements. 100 or more simultaneous players needed to play for at least 30 seconds, with each player scoring at least one point. To verify the results, they had four witnesses from the gaming industry on hand to observe the gameplay and review the server logs. During their first attempt on Friday evening, they maxed out the available space on the telephone wire with 115 players, but two players were unable to score a point. 
With 113 eligible players pending certification from the officials at Guinness, that's good enough to make them the first world record holder in the newly formed category. I, I call shenanigans. I've seen battles in Agrimar that had more than that many people on screen. Uh, all right, we'll continue. I'm sorry. We feel an immense sense of relief, said Groman. <laughs> we put a huge amount of work into this project, bird shitting on cars, without ever <laughs> fully knowing if it was going to work with a big live audience on cell phones. It was literally when we saw the wire filling up and the crowd loving it that we finally knew. Creating content for the video wall is no easy task. Simply rendering a short video for it could take all day. Another group of students used the enormous screen to create an ode to Nikola Tesla, Nikola Tesla, sorry, in the form of graphical in- animation. The only thing I know about Tesla is that he Tesla had some from Red Alert. awesome, yeah, there you go, Red Alert's awesome weapons, yep. It took about five hours for a single render of the full three minute and 30 second piece, said Rupa v- I. Vasud- Vasudovan? Close enough. I'm Boring going with it. <laughs> Wog. One of the group's <laughs> members. It meant we had to be done two days before testing on the wall so we could render it overnight, check it the next day, fix any mistakes, and then render overnight again if necessary. Other groups opted to use coding environments like processing or open frameworks for on-the-fly graphics generation, which allowed for live interaction between the screen and performers or audience members. The team behind Splat was the only group to use web browser, Google Chrome, to display content on the screen. You know what, Var? I'm sorry. I'm gonna just, no, I, yeah, this I'm thing just it. keeps going on and on and on and on and on. Forever. forever. And, okay, there's an update that apparently the resolution is like 22,000. That, that's phenomenal. Okay, so the point Holy is they had 113 people scoring points with birds on a wire crapping on cars. No real games challenge that yet? But, again, I would say that this record has been broke far, you know, very many times prior to this thing ever coming up. Good to see that you know the kids at NYU have enough time in their hands to make a bird pooping game. Ah, uh, tuition. Uh, speaking of uh, <laughs> shitty, you know, phone type games, isn't the Ouya supposed to come out this month? Nice segue, Amp. Like that? <laughs> no, but no, seriously, it did when it said server based or uh, Bazinga. Uh, cell phone type games. I thought to myself, it's March. Isn't that Ouya supposed to come out this yeah. month? Yeah, yeah. I I've heard nothing out. I've seen no advertisements. I since we've covered the last story months ago, I haven't heard a thing. I would have thought there would be some kind of build-up to its launch, as everybody now goes to their iPad or phone, as the case may be, except for me, because I don't have one. Zarek wants to know when is the next Planetside Night, speaking of. Good point. We should have one. We uh, should, indeed. Next Saturday. Yeah, let's shoot for next Saturday. It's, what, the 16th? Yeah. That's my cat's birthday. Well, holy shit. <laughs> we might be throwing a party. I don't know. Might be throwing a party. I've got shit going on. Um, you might be throwing a party? It's Minerva's first birthday. Oh, if she's oh. one year old, she deserves to have a birthday party. Jesus oh, Christ. We'll invite That's all the cats in the married. neighborhood over. Yeah, Jesus. So. I know where I'm not being. You're like a 70 year old everyone in the world. You know what, asshole? There goes your invite right out the window. <laughs> Good, because that way it doesn't awesome. go right in my trash can. <laughs> no yeah, cake for I was you. Say like I, was, I have cake. No cake for you. Oh, Maybe Jesus. I will pick, pick up a piece of cake for her at the Cheesecake Factory because she loves the whipped cream. She will attack you and bite you for that whipped cream. Oh, my God. And then, as I understand it, she will then fill the house with a delightful smell because that's how cats get off. <laughs> my baby does not stink. Now, oh, all cats Mystic Mims, fat, cat. cat. Now, that cat stinks. He's yeah, 15 still- pounds. He's a little porker. Even after all this time, it still shocks me you're a cat person. I, it's amazing yeah. to me. Why? I don't know. It's just weird. I have a pit bull. I just don't have him here because I don't have a fence. I like dogs. Okay. I just, I'm more of a cat guy. I always have been. I don't know. I found an article about Ouya. Kind of gay. 
<laughs> Birthday party for my cat. Yeah, Shut up. You and Mittens can have a great time. And Shut then up. Go kiss Steve over in the corner. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It was kind of funny because. We're going to play pin the tail on the cat. Eve used to make fun of me. So I can just picture you having like, you're like the crazy old cat guy. going to get a pinata. It's going to be a no, cat yada. That's, that's my point. There are no crazy old cat guys. Nope. There are crazy cat ladies. And you have proudly joined their ranks, sir. Proudly. <laughs> Emperor was, the Crazy Cat Lady. What was Minerva's title again? I don't remember. It's, it's some long, convoluted thing. We should really you know, write that down. Defender of the Faith. Something like that. I don't know. Lord of the Litter Box or Mistress of the Litter Box. Like that. Yeah, it was really funny, though. IGN.com. And I got, oh, interesting. got a little bit of wood when I heard this. I, I think I actually emailed all you guys about wanting to actually uh, uh, audition oh, for did. the role. Yeah, but I'm did. still super uncomfortable. Spielberg yeah, I, yeah. developing Stanley Kubrick's Napoleon, which I actually knew about. He never actually got a chance to do it because he died before he had the whole thing finished. The late Stanley Kubrick's famous unrealized screenplay centered around Napoleon. We'll get another lease on life thanks to Steven Spielberg because with the whole Lincoln thing going so well for him, he's going to dip back into that well. Quote, I've been developing Stanley Kubrick's screenplay for a miniseries, not for a motion picture, about the life of Napoleon. Spielberg told the French TV network Canal Plus. Kubrick wrote the script in 1961, leaving behind an excessive amount of research on the life of the French political and military icon, as well as numerous correspondence with potential collaborators on the project. His vision ultimately grew too expensive and was canceled despite being well into pre-production. He had originally approached Oscar Werner and Audrey Hepburn to star. Now, that's weird, because nine years later, they did Waterloo with... um, uh, Roger Ste- uh, Rod Steiger and Christopher right. Plummer. That was an expensive movie, but that was phenomenal I mean, based on how many extras they had. Imagine what Stanley Cooper could have done, a much better uh, director. Spielberg and Cooper collaborated together on AI's Artificial Intelligence, released in 2001, which everybody thought was horrible and no one wanted to see. Actually, you know, it was an amazing movie. You saw that? I thought it was yeah. horrible. Yeah, it's awesome. Dog shit. Amazing. I was not a fan. I, yeah, I thought it was a, a rare Spielberg miss. So I'm looking forward to that. I, I am interested to see what Spielberg does, because everything else he touches, for the most part, goes pretty well. I mean, Saving Private Ryan was great. He had a hand in Band of Brothers. He did Lincoln, which was phenomenal. I just, I want to see good battle scenes, because I don't think you can have Napoleon without that. You know, oh, what, you can do that nowadays, because it, it'll all be CGI. But that's what I'm afraid of. Is, uh, that's one of the reasons why I liked Waterloo so much, is because they had 20,000 extras, and it actually, it was, real uh, people look good. I, I don't see that happening. I don't either, and that's the problem with with um, the CGI, is I don't want it looking too fake. The thing with Lincoln is, you could get away with not doing a whole lot of battle scenes, because he was not a commander, he was a politician. Right. Napoleon made his, his fame as a general. Well, if they're doing it as a miniseries... Sounds like they're going to pretty much put everything in there. Well, I mean, they just did a miniseries back in, what, 2008? I'll take your word for it. I don't know. Well, they, I think A&E did it. Um, okay. I forget. It was, the guy who played Napoleon was actually a French comedian. It was oh, his first okay. actual dramatic role. I don't remember what it is. I've got it. I've watched it. It wasn't bad. I, I kind of liked it. Uh, and they covered a great deal of his entire life. It was like 10 installments, two hours each. Holy crap. Yeah, it, was, it, was a, it was a pretty epic miniseries. It was very expensive, like $30 million they put into That's it. That's like a whole season of a show. Right. <laughs> So I will be, I'm entertained. I we can't wait to see what it's going to be like. So how would you go with this one, Highlander? Since you are, I think, a bigger 7th Guest fan than I am. I like Wasn't there a 7th Guest and there was a sequel? The 11th, there? Hour. 11th Hour. Right. Yeah. The 7th Guest is coming back. Get ready for another journey through the creepy Stouff Mansion in a new sequel to the classic adventure of the 7th Guest. Released in 1993, the breaking of the CD-ROM dawn, 
The Seventh Guest was a hugely successful puzzle adventure game set in the mansion of a toy maker and murderer named Henry Stealth. Dun, dun, dun. The puzzles were quite mist-like in their design and challenge. Well, they, that's the only thing I didn't like about the Seventh Guest. I mean, it was okay, but it was basically a bunch of puzzles yeah. strung together with like a really loose plot. So there really was like you'd walk in, there'd be some kind of chess puzzle. Like, what, who the hell has a chess puzzle like this in their house? It makes no sense. Uh, the puzzles were quite mist-like in their design and challenge, but the game also featured plenty of live-action video clips, voice acting, and near-photorealistic for the day backdrops. And the story was dark, to put it mildly. Yes, it was. It sold more than 2 million copies, a huge number for the time, and no less a figure than Bill Gates called it, quote, a new standard in interactive entertainment. A sequel, The 11th Hour, was released in 1995, but didn't fare nearly as well. And further sequels never saw the light of day as developer Trilobite ran into financial trouble and closed down in 1999. But in 2010, the studio was relaunched by original co-founders Graham Devine and Rob Landeros, and now they're finally getting around to making that third game. In The Seventh Guest 3, players will return to the Stolf Mansion, which has been restored as a historical museum in honor of its famed owner, whose darker deeds apparently remain unknown to the world at large. Quote, but it is still haunted, as players will soon discover, Trilobite co-founder and COO Charlie McHenry told Polygon. Quote, you will learn more about what happened on that terrible night and discover the real story and previously hidden secrets of the gaming world's most mysterious toy maker. Hmm. I don't know. McHenry said Trilobite hopes to have the game finished in 12 to 18 months and is considering a Kickstarter campaign in April. I was who, waiting for that part. Who isn't in these days? I was waiting on that. Although it may forego that plan if other funding comes through. In the meantime, Trilobite is seeking suggestions for a seventh gets three subtitle on Facebook. Oh my God! I know what we're doing. Ideas contributed thus far include the Stealth Legacy, the Stealth Ultimatum, of course. Not so nice guys always finish third, and my personal favorite, feeling lonely? Question <laughs> mark. <laughs> I think we can come up with some pretty good subtitles for. Uh, Maybe this way, our hashtag great. should have been. Although we're kind of a little late. The middle part yeah. of the show. Yeah, I. We should have had a hashtag. I did not. I'm sorry. The thing is, the bitch of it was on the way to pick you up when I was, you know, jamming out to music and everything. Uh-huh. Before I had to have talk to you, fucking pass. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually thinking about hashtags. Completely forget to mention them. We need to My write bad. some down because yeah. I, I I ran yeah. out of quick ideas because I don't want to read. The problem is I don't want to rehash shit we've already done. No, oh, of course, intended. So seventh guest first game ever played on PC. It's Kalilu. Yeah, um, she's old. What was the first game I ever played? Well, next. Well, on PC. That's the thing is, uh, we had. We had Atari computers. I mean, I, well, and then also at my school, we had uh, like we had uh, like Apple IIe's and Apple IIgs. So I used to play like Where in the USA is Carmen San Diego and Where in the World is Carmen San Diego. Speaking which, there was a game. I was watching SS Radio. I think it was on Thursday. Yeah, and he had that Oregon Trail type game. What the hell was that? Super Wagon Adventure. Super Wagon Adventure? Yeah, I downloaded it. It's that hilariously fun. That was hilarious. Fun. It, do you have, is it a free game or do you got to buy it? Nah, I paid two bucks for it. I, I might just pay it. it. Have you seen this, Highlander? No. Oh, it is and fucking I've, and hysterical. And I've been going through a lot of Let's Plays of people playing like independent games. I've well, no, this is, this is one that uh, Sinvicta does on his show. Uh-huh. He played like this because the show starts right at like eight in central time, but nine at real people time. Okay. And he... <laughs> 20 minutes before the show goes live, he'll play Super Wagon Adventure, and he'll pick out three people in the chat or listeners or whatever. And they play together? And Well, no, he'll he'll use their names as, like, the three characters or whatever. It's like Oregon Trail plus a shooter plus horrific. 
Okay. It's very fun. Like, you're driving this thing. And is it, like, like, intentionally funny? or is yes. it Oh, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah it's yeah. very funny. And, like, okay. Sinvicta will be controlling it, and he'll be doing voiceover. It's really just so a hilarious every, every week he plays the same game? Yeah. Well, Super Wagon Adventure came out. Yeah. Super Wagon Adventure. I don't know. Anyways, as you go on, there's, I, I mean, funny. weird shit will happen. Like, all of a sudden, it'll say, and then you were attacked by a flight of, what, bandits with machine guns. Or, you know, rocket launching buffaloes. Or, you know, yeah. all of a sudden somebody got the clap and you died. Like, or... while you were investigating, collecting berries, a bear came up and wanted the berries. And then you'll nice. shoot the bear and it'll be like, as it died, the bear called its friends an entire troop of rabid squirrels. And then they'll attack you. Or oh, this one is, you know, your guy gets out of the wagon and decides to grab himself a mushroom. He then must fight his inner demons, and he gets attacked by all these, you know, oh, rabbits yeah, with, like, yeah. demons attacking. Nice. It's funny. Nice. Yeah, this, this almost looks like their old-time Oregon Trail. This guy is trying real hard to be Total Biscuit. Really hard. So I'm going to go ahead and mute this so we don't have to hear him. Mega okay. G Wolf. You know, I, I keep telling you, this is stuff we need to do. I've, I've seen so many. There's, uh, there's a surgeon simulator that is hilarious to do. Uh, there's, there's one where bears are driving cars and you have to run over fish. <laughs> nice. Seeing some animals up clearing, upcoming clearing, they hurried ahead. They needed to stock up on food for the journey. So then you go around, you shoot all these yeah, turkeys and skunks. Oh, and my God. You nice. get a spreader. So, fun. so it's like Gradius right here. Okay. Yeah. And you I get a spreader it. gun. There's like <laughs> rocket launchers. It gets worse. You got like, you know, machete wielding deer and. But you can't shoot the skunk. A posse of bandits interrupted the hunt. Now, see, so here come the bandits on the Okay. So now they're horses. shooting back. So now you got to shoot them. Okay. And then you got to shoot the and the horse. You can shoot them both. Nice. I always just shoot the bandit. But it so gets, you know, then they get, they have machine guns. They so have So it just gets crazier and crazier. Oh, yeah. It's weird. Every time one of your like when your character dies, it's not just John was shot by a bandit. It's like John was shot in the heart, fell off the wagon, was trampled by buffalo, and then choked to death in a pile of his own fluids. Nice <laughs> machine gun armed bandit wagon appeared. So it's like this Gatling gun on the back of a wagon. This is like four bit graphics. It's, oh yeah, it's it's, it's it's just great. Yeah, this is like in television right. graphics. You gotta you gotta tune into Sinvictus show and watch the first. You know, like I said, it's the twenty minutes before it's his pre show. It's it's hilarious the way he does it. It's very fun. I think I, he, he used me as one of the characters too. And I guess I died pretty you, quick. You died pretty quick. Biomed one. Nicole left game. the wagon to look for wild berries. Oh, Mistakes boy. were made. So he grabbed some berries. On her way back, the wagon, uh, Nicole heard a noise in the trees. A bear wanted the berries. There's always a fucking bear, I swear. And they're all random. It doesn't, it's not always the same twice. It is her last dying breath. The bear let out a small cry for help. A swarm of rabid squirrels <laughs> comes charging. <laughs> and then they come in, and you gotta fucking try and fight off the squirrels. You unlocked hard to bear survival mode. <laughs> yeah, it's, and the whole thing's random. It's hilarious. It's very fun. Nicole goes back to the wagon. They reach the river. Oh, this is funny. Yeah, they reach the river, the river crossing. crossing. Yeah, yeah. But then you have to figure out how to get across. Brilliant idea to try to jump over the river. Always jump. A temporary. <laughs> so you can either afford it or jump, jump it. Jump. They get a running start and leapt from the top of a ledge. <laughs> <laughs> you go flying through the sky. They only made it halfway across the river. They landed in the middle of some rapids. Every time I jump, it works. Hmm. Then you got to avoid all the rocks. I see. Sometimes there's something, boulders. Something boulders. I yeah. like that. Okay. <laughs> oh, you can shoot the boulders, too. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah, it doesn't really do Oh, it doesn't do anything? No. Okay, I thought it would break up the boulders. Okay. Then you can try and get across and... Oh, get hit by a boulder. Make it. Finally, they reach the other side of the river. And this is just a let's play we're watching on YouTube because we're not actually playing it ourselves. But it, it's hilarious. And there's Indians running around there. You're on the Great, great Plains. I, I've seen one of Sinvictus where he, on the Great Plains, falls through a time portal. And then all of a sudden he's on a street and there's these strange metal horseless carriages. And he's dodging them and he gets run over. That's hilarious. Actually, I think that's how Biomed died one time. I don't remember. 
Emp died to exploding buffalo. Oh, that's right. That's how I, I forgot how I died. Okay. I'm sure, I'm sure you've died a couple times I'm, in many ways. Anyhow. He's so, dead. let's do a kick to the curb. All right. Shall we? That's always a fun one. You know, usually when, if you actually, you know, do the segment. Yeah, considering that I, I technically came up with a segment for you. Right. They just played sucked. Well, I've seen teams suck before, I but they I were the, the suckiest suck. bunch of like, sucks that ever sucked. I didn't think it was physically possible, but this boat sucks and blows. Okay, well, trying to listen to the right. song here. So we're doing Kick to the Curb, Kickstarter.com. This is where we take uh, a Kickstart campaign that is absolutely ludicrous, hilarious, or comedic in any of those. And uh, in and this we, case, all three. Yes, apply. and we just puke all over it. And this one, Highlander came across. When did you come across this one? Uh, literally yesterday. Okay. Now, for those of you who have listened to the show for a little while, you know that we had the big whole uh, brony thing. We went after the My Little Pony faggots uh, back in the summer. <laughs> wow. A lot of you people kind of got butthurt about that. No, I, I have no idea what people got butthurt about that. So there was like three. Whatever. The no excuses, people. So <laughs> when those little turds got upset about this and, you know, bitched and complained to all three people that listened to them, uh, they tried making into this big thing. Anyways, we came across at the time that there was a brony convention happening in your hometown, Highlander. That's we correct. To go to that. About 50 minutes from here yeah. back in September. I, I, I thought about driving up there because well, I was like, it's off work. You know, I'm I able to drive up. Yeah, I was like, I'm tired, so fuck it. <laughs> so there's this one, and it's called the, what was it, the Canterlot Gardens. It's called Canterlot Gardens. Now, I'm guessing Canterlot is uh, I, I'm, a I'm guessing country in there. No, maybe it's where they live, the name of the town. I, I don't know. I just assumed they were going for a fun play on words with fucking ponies and canter. Or, I, I thought it was, or, might or have been Camelot. Wasn't there Equestria oh, something or other? That's that's the name of the the country or the realm know this? or whatever. Are you a brony? <laughs> Are you sure? Yes, I'm sure. He wait, 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 no, he's wait. not. I got, yes. Okay. I'll take he your just knows it. enough about it to That's mock Absolutely. He's not a pedophile. He's just researching for a yeah. book. Exactly. I know enough to mock it. I know enough to mock it. Believe me. So you come across this one, Highlander. So yes. you, go ahead. All right. So, okay. So here's the deal. Cantaloupe Gardens, first year con about My Little Pony. They got 2,100 people to show up to this, which blew my mind. And hopefully I'll blow your mind later in my segment. But more to the point, <laughs> 2,100 people showed up to this. Jesus. Now, you would think that a 2,100-person convention done at a Holiday Inn would have gotten enough money that they would have gone over the top and they could continue it on OhioCon had 800 people at their first convention. That's and correct. somehow they made enough money to somehow put on a second one. Somehow it's still one. around. Go ahead. Exactly. So here's the deal. Cantaloupe Gardens is now under new management after one year. And they're doing a Kickstarter for $20,000 to try and raise money to run Candlelock Gardens for 2013, for this upcoming year. Now, I'm not saying that there's shenanigans involved, but there's, you know, there's, there's got to be shenanigans involved. I mean, do the math. I mean, for right now, look at, okay, right here it says badges for 2013 will start at $45. So let's just keep the math simple. Let's say it was 40 bucks last year. Okay. $80,000. $80,000. Holiday Inns do not cost $80,000. You know, it doesn't cost that much to print up some badges, get some program books, fly out a couple of the guests. That's probably the biggest expense you have is flying the people out there. Yeah, maybe, yeah. but Depending on how many guests you have. And depending on how you wanted to have the program books come out. But more to the point, eighty grand you can put on 
a pretty kick-ass convention for eighty grand. Certainly one that'll make its money back. It's I'm sorry, it's ninety-eight thousand one hundred ninety dollars. That's almost a hundred thousand dollars. But apparently, that's not enough. Apparently, they need money from you. So I will read to you the whole Kickstarter right here. Candlelock Gardens is a convention for the fans of My Little Pony. Friendship is bullshit. At the event, we plan on having... (laughs) Hold on. Hold on. I got to go back here. Come on, Kickstarter. There you go. At the event, we plan on having panels, concerts, and other events for fans of the show. If our goal is reached, $20,000, we'll be getting a bigger venue for 2013 in the September-October time frame, along with more entertainment for the attendees of the convention. Our goal this year is to be bigger and better than our first year and give a better experience to the fans. But it doesn't say what their venue is, what the, who they're shooting for. Well, okay. Uh, uh, to me, let's, that's... that's let's they're going assume... for the upgrade. Marriott. Yeah, there's... there's well, actually, there is a Marriott you could probably hold it in. They're probably going for the Holiday Inn that's in uh, Independence. Oh, that they way. That's Colossus, obviously the Colossus nicer there, of the Holiday Inn. They've had Colossus yeah, there. Yeah. OhioCon's second year was there. That's pretty, much, that's pretty much the only place you can have any kind of a largest event without starting to really bleed to death when you go into the Cleveland Convention. Like the Renaissance. <laughs> the Renaissance would be, I guess the Renaissance could, you're right. Oh, it's yeah, great. Yes, oh, you could. It. It's, it's huge. Enough. The problem it is costs you, a lot of money. That's right. It costs way too much money. Candelot Gardens had an amazing first year in 2012 with 2,182 attendees. I didn't know you could fit that many people in that Holiday Inn. There's no way. But now we need your help to get the ball rolling for 2013. Candlelock Gardens is now under new ownership and has many great plans for 2013. The money that is raised from this Kickstarter will go to securing a venue, along with getting a registration system and online store up and running. The extra money will be put to making the event even more amazing than last year. This includes securing guests, more T-shirts, posters, and swag tosses for 2013. That sounds dirty. FAQ. (laughs) There's no FAQ, so let's just get right to the nitty-gritty. Here's what your money's going to go towards. For $10 or more... You can get your name of the convention guide under the donation section. Well, how about that? For an extra five bucks for fifteen dollars or more, a commission of your OC. Wait, uh, original What's, content. Original, okay, okay. Commission of your original so, content drawn by I'm just another brony. For fifteen dollars, this cocksucker will draw whatever I tell him to. Uh, that's what apparently it says. <laughs> for fifteen dollars, we're gonna get one of those Vengeance is Magic posters for the room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That I would I'm love a, that. I'm about to buy. <laughs> for for twenty five dollars or more, you get reward number one, which is I guess your name, the convention god. Although other just could, nah, I don't know. Plus a special thank you during opening ceremony. We'd oh, like great. to thank the following people. Blah 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 blah. Wow, it, that's gonna wow. That's totally worth twenty five bucks. For fifty dollars or more, your name under the sponsor section of the convention guide. A thank you during opening and closing ceremonies. And a free T-shirt and small poster to be picked up at the con. Okay, that would annoy the piss out of me. Plus registration yeah. for 2013. So you're actually getting a bit of a deal because apparently registration for this is going to be 45. 45. So you're getting so you're, you're basically paying for your registration, and you're getting a T-shirt and a small poster, and you get your dick sucked when they <laughs> talk about you during opening closing ceremonies. That would now see if I'm a regular con goer, I'd be pissed because that's like I have to sit here. For 25 minutes at the opening and closing ceremonies to hear about these people exactly. that donated? For $75 or more, you get reward number four, which I assume is everything I just mentioned, yep. plus a large poster. So, so a basically, small and a large. So, so for 25 bucks more, you upgrade your small poster to a large poster. Interesting. For $100 or more, you get rewards number three and four. So you get everything I just mentioned before, uh, plus the commission is what I'm assuming is that the commission they draw whatever you want. Yes. 
Um, along with a badge and priority seating in the main panel room. So you get to be up close and personal with all the sweaty 400-pound losers <laughs> who jack off two horses. For $200 or more, we've, we've jumped up 100% now, registration to the event, rewards three and four, and a special dinner with the senior staff during the event. Oh, i got to tell oh, you. Wait, fuck, well, hang on. Card. I must. Jesus. I, I like this eat. idea a lot. I want to eat with these people. I'm getting a little sweaty just thinking about it. I'm not <laughs> You're the lie. con chair? Oh, wow. my God. Really? What's it like being the con chair of Canada Garden? How hard is it to run the A and V section? <laughs> Those look like complicated projectors. Where'd you come up with the idea? Well, what happens is you take the cord that's red and you plug it into the red thing on the one side. And then you put the white one. White one's got to go into the white one. And then the optional yellow That's amazing. One. I never would have thought to press exactly. play on the DVD player. Oh, God. Of course, if you want to be hip and cool, you can just fuck all that red, white, yellow shit and just go right to S-Video. <laughs> Bam! <laughs> For five hundred dollars or more, which someone, from... which someone has, no, pledged. two of them have pledged. They actually had someone pledge, and then had someone else ask if they could do it too. So they made another one. <laughs> two retards <laughs> pledged over five hundred dollars to Canterlot Gardens and read them the rewards. Yeah, Tell yeah, them what I they said... win, Johnny. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? They win registration to the event. A chance to say something on stage during closing ceremonies. Oh, goody. And rewards number three. I hope that at least Fuck one of all. these. Yeah. I hope at least one of these people is a rich troll. Now. That just goes up on stage. The says, other one. Bronies are gay. You're all gay. Fuck you guys. I'm out. Just pisses on the whole thing. Now, the, the, now in fairness, I don't Drops know if they did Trout this yet. takes a shit on the, the stage. The reason why there's two of them is because the first person gets to say something at opening ceremonies. The second person gets to say something at closing ceremony. No. Oh, you're right. Oh, I didn't no, it's this. Oh, closing yeah, yeah. and then opening. So I, I don't know if they did that on purpose or if they were just, you know, they actually found two idiots willing to. $500. Now they've, they've, they have 41 backers and they've gotten $3,776. They've only got 21 days to go and they've got to get to $20,000. I have a feeling that they're not going to get to $20,000. Uh, yeah, I don't think so. I, I still can't get over this. $500. I think we need to revisit this one. To Two say something. I, I think we should keep an eye on it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I want to see what happens. Uh, uh, Var, Actually, you were saying. Speaking of, I scroll down. All the way down. All the way down. All the way down. Oh, to the. I want to see what the, the, the fucking clay vagina lady is doing. <laughs> yes. Did she make her goal? I, yes. I don't think she made her goal. Uh, oh, that's so sad. No. <laughs> Actually, it was at the exact same amount it was when last we looked. Uh, clay vagina is just not a lot of demand in the market for those. <laughs> <laughs> Can't imagine why not. That's a uh, wait a minute. Okay, that's, yeah, that's uh, we that, just looked at that's that. What okay, we just looked at. Let's see about the. Re- hey, it's right. We never looked at the refreshingly original Valentine's cards. I blame her stupid oh, name. Oh nope. Ew, swing and a miss, guys. Yeah, they got a hundred bucks out of the nine hundred thirty-five they oh, needed. Those cards were oh, okay. amazing. God, there's so many shitty ideas on. Kickstarter. By the way, uh, this guy looks like a real winner too. If he's, you know, uh, you're right. Why does he have a giant thing of Borderlands two? Uh, I don't know when you're promoting a pony thing. I don't know, but he, yeah. yeah, I think you're right. He looks like a. Last log in March 10th, so he is he is logging in quite a bit. It looks to me like the closest thing he's ever come to human companionship is his tube sock. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Jesus Christ. Are you kidding me? I have over eight years of convention experience <laughs> in almost every department. Last year, I was co-con chair, head of security, and held various other positions in Canada. I was being a co-founder. 
<laughs> I last logged in on March 10th, 2003. I have a full profile if you would like to read it. I <laughs> and why the hell not? <laughs> that's it. That's oh, the full profile. Uh, that's funny as fuck. Oh, you know what? I, I, I will say this. I he, kinda he is want, a local. I kind of want... To find him and make fun of him? Yeah, I kind of want to bring him on. Like, here's the thing. We yes, sent an email interview. saying, we will promote, we'll give you a chance to promote your thing. You're local. We have talked to Brownies podcast. before. We would, more, we would love to have you on here. And you, you can, can promote your thing. Absolutely. And then just you, ambush the hell out of him. Yeah, them. but you have to sit there and take all the shit I'm going to get. Well, I'm not going to warn him of that. Yeah, okay. No, 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 no. Well, I then just, how are you going to get him out of your house? No, so, no, 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 no. We would do it by phone, like okay. Skype. And that's that's look, much better. One of the things I wanted to do when we were talking about doing Rival Cast Media is that I wanted to do an interview segment of the show right. where we would have somebody over Skype or a phone, something like that, where we would – it's a good way to advertise the show and the network by branching out and talking to these people so they can promote whatever they are. Right. They can tell their, their fans, hey, you can catch this interview with us on – you know, I'm not talking whatever, like a whatever. full – the full Monty like uh, Sayomara does, where he does three or four hours dedicated, and he covers everything. I was talking like a quick 15-minute interview so they can promote their shit. We get a couple questions in there. This is a guy I would love to bring in here, not because we get anything from it, because we wouldn't other than comedic value. And just say, now explain to me why a grown man who's a donut shy of a metric ton loves <laughs> female ponies on a seven-year-old's a seven-you-know-year-old cartoon show. I would like you to defend your position because, frankly, I think that's a little pedophilic to me. I'm not gonna lie; I'm not surprised that for a thousand dollars they won't bring you your own pony and ask no questions. <laughs> I feel like they'd get that back instantly with the people that have to be clicking on this. Listen, who was thinking of donating an emperor's name? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you guys are right. You guys can throw 500 bucks together. I'll go on stage. I have a couple things I'd like to say. Jesus I would Christ. To that. all the sweaty and unwashed masses out there, oh, I just want to say, you know what? Thanks. I call bullshit. I, 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 cannot see, I, I can see you wanting to do that. I oh, can't I'd see you it. actually doing that. Really? Really. Oh, I'd do it. I'd have a security think, detail with me. But <laughs> I'm not saying that. Like, you would have, Voyeur's bringing up those rain buddies with me. I'm not I'm saying that you would chicken out at the last minute. Fuck that. No. I, no, I wouldn't. Bullshit. Oh, if he's going to do it, though, no, I'm going no. with him, and he will do it. I, you're damn right I will. He will do I it, would have I will literally take no a shit on the stage. No problem doing God. We should probably do both. Yeah, I'll, and I'll, 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 friend's going to have the I'll last word. I'll for days. No. Absolutely, I would. Huh. I, don't I know. would have no problem in doing that. Jesus. Uh, oh, the space glider guy succeeded. And what's good. sad, I don't even think Candlelock Gardens is the biggest uh, pony convention. I'm it, not surprised. There's, I know there's one called BronyCon, and it's been around for a couple years. I've, yeah. I've not seen any numbers, but I, I have a feeling that's probably a bigger one. Are we looking it up? I, I'm interested because I want to see exactly how many people would go to BronyCon. BronyCon 2013. After four successful Do they have their events. numbers? BronyCon finalizes Bronypalooza. What the fuck is Bronypalooza? Two days. 12 hours. Oh, wow. 33 it's... musicians. Okay. Oh, okay. I thought when I saw two days, 12 Wait, hours. Wait, it's in it Baltimore? Like... Where in Baltimore? Go to uh, this me. This is literally the weekend after Oda, uh, Otakon. No, it's the weekend before Otakon. Or, no, 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 no. Otakon's, I thought, it was the end of July this year. No, it's in August. Okay. Speaking of which, did you hear they're doing Otakon Vegas? They've been talking about that for years. Really? January. Yeah. Good luck to them. All right, what are we looking at here? About, Facts about about might tell about. History. history. That might yeah, tell Yeah, no, us. see, they just showed it at the convention center. They are doing it there. The inaugural BrodyCon was held at the New York City Seminar and Conference Center on June the twenty fifth, two thousand eleven, 
While it was small by the standards of most recent events, with just 100 attendees. Oh, and I'm telling you, those 100 attendees are the hardest core. Of the hardcore. Of right. the hardcore. Jan- Let's That's see. January sad. 2012 for BronyCon. I'm just looking for numbers to see how many people attended. Oh, uh, 800 attendees. Okay. Uh, well, right. They moved out to the Meadowlands. Okay, and that's just, wait. That was in January hold 2012. Up, then they down. did it again in summer. Yeah. It so like six it. months later. But look at this. On June 30th, four thousand fuckers. Four thousand people at the Meadowlands. Jesus. All right. Whoa, whoa. They, whoa, whoa. Had, they, they had John Delancey show up. Is he in? Really? I didn't know he was a. The guest list was star started Lawrence right. Faust, who's the who's the creator. John right. Delancey, Tara Strong. Q uh, showed up for this thing. Yeah. Uh, is he in? My, my no, I don't think Are I've never sure? heard of that. No. The magic. John Delancey got his own panel. By the way, I've seen that guy in person. I went to a Star Trek convention when I was a kid. Uh-huh. Fucking hilarious. The guy, I mean, he, he worked blue. Hilarious. He was great. Let's see. BronyCon 2013, the Baltimore Convention Center. That, so they, they moved out no of the way. New York City area and went to Baltimore. The, look, that convention center is going to swallow them. That thing is huge. There's not, they're not going to have enough people to fill that thing. Well, they're probably not filling They're the probably Baltimore. only going to have like one floor. They're yeah. just using yeah, yeah. part of it, yeah. Jesus. No kidding. But wow, they're... That that takes some balls to go the week before Oticon, because um, you know a lot of that kind of transfers over. You know, there's there's a lot of the anime kids that like this for whatever reason, but Gays. I'm surprised yeah. that they're willing to go into. They've never seen a woman naked. By the way, their form sucks. Their form suck big time. Yeah, cosplays. What, what kind of Brony, Brony merchandise Con? would you like to see? What are you going to do first? I like to see Brony Con Yuri. <laughs> you know, Brony on Brony. <laughs> Video games, the the arts. Now, I thought that this might be like fourteen thousand eighty three posts. Is it fourteen threads and eighty three posts? Uh, yep. I think that's what it is. That's yes, exactly what it is. So this would be. I, I'm thinking. So it looks like sixty five thousand. Jesus Christ! There's a lot of introductions. It's not. It's sixty five. Yeah, top. Still four. I mean, four thousand. Well, that's God. that's a decent number. And apparently, you can't and apparently go. they're going to get more because they they're at uh, they're at a convention center, and convention centers are expensive. And it's a big convention. Their guests, uh, Heather Breckel, has been working as a freelance colorist. Colorist and been alone. Wow, I can color by the numbers too. For a few years, she's currently the colorist for on My Little Pony. Peter Panzerfaust, really? Panzerfaust, tank. What's Faust mean? Anybody? All right, Peter Tank, and number 13, as well as a number of small press projects. When she's not coloring, Which my like five-year-old my, nephew does. Right. <laughs> she's running and drawing her own comics and hanging out with her cats. Oh, then, then yep. she, she's right up she's your alley. She's right there yeah. for you. <laughs> you have something in common. Katie Cook is the writer of the wildly successful My Little Pony Friendship's Magic Comics series from IDW. She's also well-known for her work in the Star Wars universe, because that's a crossover. She has worked on licenses ranging from DC Comics, Marvel, Lord of the Rings, The Jim Henson Company, and more. She also does a weekly comic. Andy Price. Andy Price needs to get that growth off Jesus. of the right there. It looks like a, one oh, of the orcs Lord. from Lord of the Rings. Prior to his work for IDW Publishing, Price did illustrations on card sets for Rittenhouse and Marvel. On his Deviant Art page... I thought only 12-year-old girls had Deviant Art I was going to say, that's a mark of a successful man. Price calls himself a brony and notes that he is an old-school illustrator who always does his work by hand, not digitally. Hey, we can sign up to volunteer. <laughs> <laughs> Want to help make BronyCon the best convention Manly ever? Stuff yes, posted. I do. What? Manly Stuff um, in IRC says that John Delancey is indeed in My Little Pony. Oh, is Q. He? Q. Maybe As this what? is just a way to fuck it. with humanity. 
I, I didn't think there were any there were any guy parts. Panzerfaust is an anti tank weapon. Really? So Peter anti tank weapon. That must be an interesting cartoon. I wow, that's Scrubs back. Q. Yeah, I'm glad to see he actually showed up because you know three hours after the show started. Hotel. He which, was driving. Which back. hotel are they are they using the Hyatt? Hilton. The Hilton. Oh, okay. that's the one attached to it. That's right. Yeah. Wait, a reduced rate of 125 a night for the Hilton? That's not bad. That's better yeah. rates than Otakon gets. Really? What does Otakon get for the Hilton? Well, like, uh, I think it's like 150 Really? Interesting. Well, I mean, that was two years ago See, when I've, we were looking. But... I have never stayed in the Hilton. Well, I haven't either. Because but usually, it's, it's just opened up. It's been there for... Okay, exactly. Yeah, I haven't been there in a couple years. Uh, and I was always on staff. So staff always stays in the Days Inn, which is across the street. Yeah. So I always stay in the Days Inn. Yeah, we stay at, uh, well, it used to be the Wyndham. Now it's the Sheraton. And so the yeah, Sheraton's 149 yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you ever stayed at the Sheraton? I was just curious if one forty nights a, a decent. No, we, we've always um, of the ten years we've gone, nine of those years have been at the at the Sheraton. It was the window, but now it's the Sheraton. Oh, okay. So yeah, that's about right. Uh, one year we got a corner room king that was comped because we had such a horrible experience. So they have kinda... three different hotels. Yeah, because oh no, you mean the convention does? Because there are two yeah. Sheratons in the Inner Harbor. But yeah, the Marriott. Now that's a that's a walk. The Marriott's not exactly close. That's like five or six blocks away. The Radisson. They have four. How many people do they think are coming that they need five? The Fairfield? No, I guess there's more than that. Six? The Renaissance, that's a walk, too. That's the other side of the uh, food court. Seven. Holiday Inn. And that's, wow. Seven Seven. They have rates for seven hotels. And they're all about the same. They they must think it's going to be huge because you don't just call up and say, give me your room rate. Like, you have to have, like, rooms. Like, you're going to fill. You have a block. You have a right. block. Yeah, you yeah. have to fill X amount of rooms, and we'll give them to you at X now. And if you don't fill them or get pretty darn close to filling them, then you have to pay out the ass. So they went from New York to Baltimore. To Baltimore. The week before Oticon. That's. That takes some Oticon major... packs in 40,000, not four. Whew. Okay. They must think they're going to double and get, Here's like, the 8, plan. 000. Here's the plan. I'm not going you to Brony Con. I'm not, oh, yes, not you going are. to Brony Con. The you Emperor's Court is going to Brony Con because us and our listeners, we're going to get a hundred of us to volunteer for this thing oh, Jesus. and then walk now, out I can, day one. I can tell you. <laughs> we shall destroy, destroy them. Everybody left. Now, I, I will be completely honest and upfront with you. If they do this again next year, 2014, and assuming that Orlando wins the bid, and it's this kind of situation where Brony Con is a week before... Oticon. Right. I, I absolutely 100% plan on being at Oticon to promote the Worldcon bit, to promote Worldcon. Right. And if it's a week before... Then you're going to be there. It would actually make sense to be there, too, because there are people that probably would be interested in going to Worldcon. The problem is, so I would legit- a night, man. I would legitimately go... You're looking like at a thousand bucks just for your hotel room, though. Probably. Shit. I do want to go back to Oticon. I do miss it. I kind of I, not the convention. Well, much, see, but the that, that's the, but think about it. If, if if we get enough people in the room, though, then it you know it becomes man. Right now, I'm not talking about packing us in like slaves, but, uh, <laughs> but <laughs> I have I have done that once. My angry emperor Highlander is offensive. Uh, most amount of people I have ever had in a hotel room was 14, which was that is. I'd that's not, pretty slavish. I, I did not know at the time there were going to be 14 people in there. I was slightly pissed off. But, but then you again, pick I them up on the street as you went? But then again, I only paid 15 bucks for the whole weekend. So, you know, I, you got to take the good with the bad. No, um, it was when I was, it was like, this is like years and years ago. I was planning on starting up a anime convention in Las Vegas. And started doing my legwork. Found out there was another group that was interested in doing the same thing. But they were idiots and they couldn't get the ball rolling. So I was like, come on, let's do a Wonder Twin Powers Activate and uh, mm-hmm. let our powers combine kind of thing. 
So we agreed to meet at a convention in Texas. And she was like, yeah, just stay in my room. You know, it's cool. You know, and I was like, okay, that's fine. Assuming that she wasn't a serial killer or anything. And then I show up and I was like, yeah, we're, we're going to have 14 people in the room. Fuck. I was like, holy shit. And it's like, yeah, but it's only going to be like 20 bucks for the weekend. It's like, uh, okay. Oh, we were up by 20 points. We lost. <laughs> oh, and apparently Miami's using their uh, Spanish things. Spanish uniforms. El Heat. El Hito. El yeah. Hito. Highlander, do you think he's coming back? Uh, I'd say it's 50-50. <laughs> Really? You put it that high, huh? I would put it at high 50-50. Huh. It, you know, I, I will say it would depend on how well the Cavs play next year. If they still suck, probably not. But if they make the strides like they should... Look, right now I think Kyrie Irving would help him more than Dwayne Wade is. Or more than Chris Bosh. And Chris Bosh is just Chris, a... Chris Bosh is... Hey, I've got two friends! The he's minority like, player in this He's like thing. that little dog in those old uh, Looney Tunes cartoons... Come on, George. Where's the way to go? Where are we going to go, George? Come on. Can we, let's go chase some rabbits. Can we go get, let's go chase some mouse. Exactly. He like, loose over and smacks him. That's kind of how I see Chris Bosch. So, like I said, assuming uh, Orlando wins the bid and they do this BronyCon, Oticon, back-to-back nonsense, uh, I would be willing to go to BronyCon and film some stuff and uh, on the sly, you know, just saying. Did we get a video chat on Rivalcast How do you cram 14 people without them realizing you're breaking fire codes? Well, you don't tell the hotel, obviously. It's not like they knock on your door like, can we? Room inspection! Yeah, that doesn't happen. In which case you say, they're not staying here, we're just having a party. Yes. Yeah. And that doesn't happen anyway, so it doesn't doesn't really matter. You just just know the person who has the the key, that's all. That's a good question, though. Uh, We should ask Lead Hacks about that. We'll have a a video wall for the website we've been talking about it you know it, it's not a, a huge priority i would say but yeah. it, you know if we're bored and we got nothing else to do then we can throw it on there the scrub just wants to take his shirt off yeah i know i was thinking he's I, he's starting to show some homosexual tendencies here with this constant taking shirt off since it's a you know 90 percent things right that, that good point but it's a 90 percent male demographic and he really wants to take his shirt off so hey, hey don't ask don't tell i guess you know bgr.com's got this one go ahead lulu you've been quiet most of the night and been quiet. I'm but. sorry, what? <laughs> Look, the most animated you got was when people were thinking you were a stewardess. You're all pissy. Like, there's something wrong with being a stewardess. Executive assistant. Sorry. Whatever. Um, in flight. Yeah. Peanuts. Come on. He said peanuts. You're fine. Peanuts? No thanks. Whatever. Just it's bulky, but I consider it a carry on. Shut up. Someone's Jesus. ragging. You know what? What? Piss off. <laughs> Definitely ragging. Lovely. Okay, anytime you're ready. Yeah, we're waiting on you. Judge Slam. Please, go ahead. We already had to do your segment for you. Judge Slams Apple in privacy suits. Speak which, did you hear that uh, Eddie Murphy and uh, Judge Reinhold are doing, they're going forward with uh, Barry Cop. Are you serious? Yes, they're actually making the pilot episode. I mean, it's going to be Axel Foley's son. Judge Reinhold, I can see, because they're not doing the Santa Claus anymore. So that, right. That he doesn't have stuff. a career. Yeah. And Eddie Murphy doesn't have much of a career, but he's more of a career than Judge Reinhold. He's got but. fuck you money at this point with all that Shrek I money. I would say so, yeah. With the Shrek money, yeah. yeah he's but but they're doing it's a TV show, not a movie. So They're going to do Beverly Hills Cop, the TV show? Yes, it's a, yep. they're doing their pilot uh, Yeah, episode. but Eddie, Eddie Murphy's like 50 years old now. It's his son that is. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's okay. just going to be kind of like doing cameos and stuff. Got it. Okay, so can well, I Well, I wouldn't have to jump in with, it, with something to talk about if you would just read and go on with this. Judge slams Apple in privacy suit. Do you remember the part where Judge Reinhold was on Arrested Development and it was Judge Reinhold and then they had William Hung in the Hung Jury? You know, I never actually watched Arrested, Arrested Development. Development. So, did you hear they're bringing it back to Netflix? 
With all I think they're bringing episodes. yeah one more season, aren't they? Well, they're, they're bringing it back. Yeah. They're going to do twelve episodes. But I thought they were doing and, a movie. And they're doing twelve episodes and a movie. Okay, it's going to be amazing. Come on, come on, come on! It's already ten o'clock. Come to the mailbag. Judge slams Apple in privacy suit. Okay, good. Now I can go on. Says he can no longer take what company says at face value. You're really tempting us. You know that, right? Uh, yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> Apple's famous secrecy may have just gotten it into some legal trouble. Bloomberg reports that wait, that San, San Jose... It's shut a city. Shut up. Sorry. You it's kind of like struggling. a suburb of San Francisco. Although it is pretty big. That San Jose-based U.S. Magistrate Judge Paul S. Gruel, Gruel, whatever, has issued a scathing ruling in a privacy suit involving the company in which he questions Apple's integrity and says that he will no longer take what the company says and face value. Yeah, that's okay. At, mm-hmm. at issue is Apple's alleged refusal to comply with... Greewall. Greewall, thank you. Three-month-old order that the company turn over some sensitive documents that Bloomberg says could reveal inner workings that the company normally goes to great lengths to hide. Um, the plaintiffs in the privacy suit are accusing Apple of collecting customers' location data on their iPhones, even when they have their geolocation services switched off, and of giving third parties access to customers' location data without their consent. Now, I thought they were already caught. They were caught doing this. I think a mm-hmm. few months ago. This was, uh, I mean, yeah. This is a, a, a slam dunk as far as that's concerned. They pretty much admitted they were doing it, and said, so, "Okay, well, we won't record it anymore." Well, obviously, they yeah. are. Go ahead. Um, Apple has tried to withhold revealing some documents requested in the case by arguing that their release could jeopardize customer privacy. Greewall, holy ah, yeah, Greewall, however, still ordered Apple to produce the documents and became upset when the company allegedly took over three months to verify whether it had complied with his order. Um, scroll down, please. Sorry. Luckily for the plaintiffs, Apple has provided more than enough evidence itself to suggest to the court that it has not fully complied with the court's order. Greewall wrote this week, in light of Apple's performance in this case, the court cannot rely on its representations that this time it really has or will produce all responsive documents. Really? Um, according to Bloomberg, Greewall has also ordered Apple to submit a detailed account by March 8th of how it collects and evaluates the documents it's required to give the plaintiffs, and that based on its explanations, he will decide if the company has made a good faith and reasonable effort to produce the relevant documents. Uh, what it comes down to is this is, look, this is not shocking news to anybody. Everybody records everything you do. I just read an, ar- uh, an article not so long ago, a couple days ago, that ISP companies are recording every single every single thing you do while you were online. Crap. Right. And well, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Look, if people are really going to pay for your, you know, your porn tendencies, then I suppose you might get stuff in the mail. But this is not a shock to anybody. I mean, the DRM that that uh, Blizzard has put on World of Warcraft and all those—they scan your entire computer. It wasn't just for World of Warcraft; they knew everything that's going on. I mean, Facebook's been doing it. How many times has Facebook been slammed for the same kind of privacy issues? It doesn't surprise me that Apple's doing this. The fact that they continue to get away with it and people continue to buy their shitty stuff—that's I, I, what astounds me. But I think it's kind of ballsy for, and I'm not saying he's wrong, for a magistrate to come out and say, look, I don't trust you, Apple. I, I don't trust anything you sell me or say to me. I, 
I think it's very ironic and hypocritical for them to say, well, we're not going to hand over the information because it might violate the privacy of our customers. When well, that's what they're accused of doing at the beginning. That's right. Yeah. Privacy of our customers. Do as I say, not as I do type thing. I'm just checking back in an IRC here. Man, they're not talking about anything I care about. <laughs> All right, folks, we're going to take a bit of a break. Um, that could be a full one because we are getting kind of long in the tooth here as far as the night goes on. Uh, we'll make it a little shorter, break, about 10 minutes. When we come back, we'll do the mailbag. We have one more article to get to, and we have uh, Blowing Your Mind. So we'll wrap it up. So last chance, get your questions, comments, opinions in to emperor1g at cox.net. Uh, next week, I think we'll probably switch over to, what, the Rivalcast media one? We uh, Well, we'll definitely have it back up for next week. I mean, the only reason we couldn't go back is because the way Sam crashed. No, I, I meant the uh, email. Email. Oh, the e- yeah. oh, yeah, you're already online. I okay. So tonight, you're not send your it. questions, comments, because you haven't shown me how to get to it. I took a lot of time putting that together, que- setting you up an email box. Nice. Questions, comments, opinion. Did he, now, did he ever send me an email or a message in the form of somebody Stand to get it? No. Crafting your email box. <laughs> so. Knitting it in front of the fire. <laughs> in a rocking chair. Took me about 30 seconds on my phone. During yeah. the show last week. <laughs> so it's emperor1g at cox.net. This is, uh, if you have any retrospective questions, which are questions regarding, you know, kind of wait peeling away the curtain it's it's you know getting rid of the kayfabe and saying hey you know is this story true or you know is this person really an asshole is highlander really hate black people and jews and spoiler alert imp is actually a decent and generous human being it's all a character oh i'm sorry (laughs) i don't even buy that (laughs) so now's your chance we'll get into the mailbag right after the break we'll be back in about uh give us about uh, 10 minutes so keep it right here warning this show is intended for a mature audience only and may contain harsh language trans fats live nudes and derogatory comments about your mother those who are easily offended or have no sense of humor are encouraged to turn off the show now parental discretion is advised Welcome back. This is Mystic Mim, and you're listening to The Emperor's Court. You can micro-meet any day. Well, we're back here on The Emperor's Court here on First World Productions and Rival Cast Media. I'm your host, The Emperor, joined in studio by Highlander. Always a pleasure. By Varyar. You can shush me. He's still a douchebag. And... <laughs> <laughs> Lulu's upstairs playing with the baby. Mystic Mim just got home from her trip to Iowa. So she just walked in here about 10 minutes ago. It's cool. So, I bowed. And we're good. Yeah, I got to run up there and, and look at the little man. And he's got, he's got new shoes, his first pair of shoes. And apparently, he's now eating solid food out of jars. They grew cool. up so fast in six days while he was gone. So, Anyways, um, we're going to do the mailbag. We have one more article I want to get to. And then we head right into Blowing Your Mind. It's a good one. So. He was telling me about it. Oh, really? Yeah. It's, it's interesting. I don't know if you'll like it because you're not a big fan of the thing that I'm going to do the blowing your mind about. Dude, spoiler alert. Don't do it. No. Okay. Yeah. No. You tell him there's dragons in Skyrim, he's going to lose it. That's true. But if it's something I'm at least familiar with, then I, I will in- enjoy it. I'm, I'm looking at the wise Confucius meme on my phone. I love those. No, no it's I- cool. We're not doing a live broadcast or anything, dick. Right, this coming from the person who was like silent all last week. What are you doing? Working. Yeah, working on the website. You do that on your own time. We're on the air. This is the bread and butter of the whole goddamn network. I did that on my own time too, dude. By the way, haven't uh, you know we haven't really talked a lot about Rivalcast stuff except for the fact that the server almost exploded apparently earlier. Uh, 
I got to give massive, massive points to Bio and Hacks. Mm-hmm. I mean, they have done a ton of work. Like, yesterday, I was at work, right? And Bio sent me a you know a little thing on Skype saying, "Hey, can you stop in the chat for a second? I told you how busy we were at the store, and I was at work all day. But I opened IRC and hopped in the rival cast room, and they were just talking. Every ten minutes, I would try and pull my phone out. There'd be like two more pages of them just working on shit, yep. making things happen. Just getting stuff. I done. told Lee earlier. I, I said I was impressed with he, what he and Bio and, and Edge and the rest of the guys did in yeah. so little time. Taking what the basic vision I gave them, and I said right. this is what I want. And then like they read my mind and they fleshed the whole thing out. No, they've been doing a great. I mean, Edge has done great. You know, hitting the graphics up. Rex has been doing the producer job, and he's been doing a good job with that, getting everything transferred over. You know, working on the audio. Hacks and Bio have really been nailing down the server issues and the website. It's it's been very, the team we've got going has been awesome. As he said, went ahead and posted his super amazing SS Radio wagon adventure. Yeah, I think he's been posting like the results: who survived and who's died. First world British person problems. Mm-hmm. Now I did see this, which I I, I that's weird. Um, that needs to be fixed. Umamora's avatar is eating up hold half on, of the page. Who, who? Wait. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. What the hell needs, is that? We need that fixed. I don't what? know what that is. This is strange. This wasn't like this earlier when I was reading the no, site. No, something changed. All right, we'll take a look. They borked the forum. Oh, there okay. we go. Oh, no, no, I just okay. hit refresh. And, okay. Oh, okay, I was like, what the? Yeah, who this the shit Aaron? is Aaron? Fuck you. The overall design is dog shit. Functionality is good. Code seems fine. Which is the point? It's an open beta. This is website layout alpha, Aaron, with your very creative name. Look, I, I, that's fine. You're, if you don't like the design, you're entitled to your opinion. I'm well, not going to. Yeah, that's true. I think you could have, you know, phrased a little better since it's according. Uh, and one more points it out says they only launched a week ago. It's going to be dog shit. Notice the top where it says open beta. Yeah, none of the none of the main graphics are in yet. We're still working on the functionality part. We're still adding stuff to the site. We're not even supposed to be technically launch ready until April seventh. And I'm I'm hoping by and then, even then, yeah. I mean, I'm hoping by then, honestly, for functionality, not aesthetics. I'm figuring by the end of April, uh, assuming that you and I can kind of come together on a uh, on a layout for Leet and them to work with, um, that I and uh, that I can get in touch with my graphics guy and actually get him to work, which hasn't been going great. Um, Why? Because he's hard to get a hold of, and he's annoying me, so I'm going to find a new graphics guy. Okay. Um, unless Edge wants to keep doing it. He's been doing fine, but it's my understanding that he's relatively new at the graphics thing, so I don't want to put it on his plate if he doesn't want it. Um, but, yeah, I, I do have an aesthetic layout in mind. So I, I kind of like the way it is now. I wanted it basic, three tables, so it's not very confusing, where you don't have to go looking through a whole bunch of stuff. I don't want it to be confusing. I just want it to be cleaner, a little sharper, you know, a little sleeker. Okay, you know that's what I mean? fine. I, I, like I said, we'll talk off the air. We I got some stuff to put in front of you. So, all right, last time or last uh, uh, chance, get your questions, comments, opinions into emperor1g at cox.net. It is time for the mailbag. The post office delivered your hate mail to the house again. Anything worth looking at? No, just the usual death threats, letter bombs, and human feces. You always make it sound worse than it is. How do you know it's human feces? Alrighty, so the Saint. What? what are we all- you see how it says Muttfest? I read Muttfest. I'm sorry. It's uh, it's stupid. Okay, I definitely would have gone to that. I thought you were laughing at to- Final was- Cancer Update. Right. Oh, wow. There's That's fun. So too. the St. Baldrick's main event, M-A-N-E, because of the hair, main event is this Wednesday. So far, I've raised $75 online thanks to donations from the RCM community. Currently, I am at $175 total with a mix of online and cash donations. And I still have to donate mine. 
I, I it's do as well. So, so much easier if it was just using PayPal. In fact, I'll do that tonight after the show. I've, I'll whip out the credit card. But there still is time if anyone wants to donate via credit card. The link is also in the forums if anyone missed it last week for this week's show. Remember, if you reside in the U.S. and pay taxes, the online credit donation can be used as a tax write-off. All right? The amount of money I'm going to put is like 25 30 bucks. Yeah. It's not going to be worth it. Tax write-offs are good uh, from what I've been told. Actually, I thought they did away with uh, charitable donations as a tax write-off. I thought no, that was that one of the things I wanted to do. No, 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 no. I thought Obama did, no, or no. Was, that was one of his plans was to remove that. No. Only by using a credit card can you get the benefit of a write-off. There is no PayPal option, unfortunately. One more, that's something you guys really need to fix. As I've mentioned earlier, I will be cutting my hair in the event at the event in support for children's cancer. There's a good 12 to 14 inches available. I won't be shaving my head fully, thank God. However, I'll make sure to take pictures and tag them on the EC Facebook, too. P.S. St. Baldrick's is a playoff St. Patrick's since the very first event was held on St. Patrick's Day around 7 to 10 years ago. Bald, Patrick, Baldrick. Yeah, I picked up on that. So it's St. Baldrick, S-T-B-A-L-D-R-I-C-K-S dot org. I didn't pick up on that. I assumed it was one of your really obscure Catholic saints. I don't know how many you have. Catholic saint of cancer. Yeah, seriously. Chemo (laughs) bullshit. The saint of (laughs) patron saint of cancer. Dear St. Baldrick. I'd like my neighbor to get cancer. <laughs> Hello, basement dwelling hosts. Sadly accurate. Considering how often you get into politics, and if you'll indulge me and feel comfortable going into this, I'll ask this. You've often accused Highlander of being very leftist in the political spectrum. How much is he really? Like anarcho-socialism, Marxist, or moderate socialist? What would be best describe his leftism? For that matter, how would you describe your right-wingedness? Answer or not, thanks for the great show. Keep it up. Manly stuff. So where does Lenin fall? Because slightly to the left, I feel. Lenin is pretty left. Right. <laughs> so, and slightly to the left of that is your communist ass. So, Highlander, where do you fall in the spectrum for, you know, liberalism? Pretty far to the left. So slightly left of Lenin. Um, are, are we going to peel back the fourth wall here? Yes, that's what the idea is. Um, I have attended meetings of the Communist Party before. Holy shit, where's goddamn McCarthy when you need him? Um, I didn't I've, even know I'm not a member, I've not joined. Uh, but You've I did. To them. I've talked. Oh yeah, I've talked yeah, I've talked quite a bit. There's a there's a particular website I go to. Uh, I think it's Rev Left. It's uh it's a forum. I go to the People's Cube. You go to the People's Cube? I go to Rev Left. Okay. So pretty cool far to the left. you guys continue. I have uh I'm, I don't have my nook with me otherwise I'd show you. I have quite a few uh Quite a few books on Marx. And I'm just like that on there. interested that you continue to follow uh, something that has failed throughout history at every turn. There's not been one successful version of communism ever. I haven't seen what well, I've neither. Of, I don't think communism never really been. Im- I couldn't think of word implemented. It's not the philosophy. It's not it's the people. Implemented. Well, yeah. the problem is it, it's predicated I on mean, the fact could, that it's a utopian people that are doing this, and that is we could get into the whole thing of it. But I, I don't think it's ever really been implemented. Uh, I mean, Lenin tried, and then he had, like, three strokes, and then he died. And then Stalin took over and really fucked everything up and said, I'm going to run everything and kill everyone. So, you know, thanks for putting a nice, good mark on uh, the name of communism by killing all your own people. Yeah, and then it was tried in Vietnam, and it killed everyone there, and North Korea, and it turned into a cult of personality and killed everyone there. And Actually, North China, Korea is, and everyone sucked. North Korea is not communist anymore. No, now they're just a cult of creepy it's, personality. Uh, well, that's how it, it started. Juchi, I think is what they call it. It's supposed to be self-reliance. 
That's how. That's they how they actually made up a name for holy shit. Gucci. The Kim family will be our gods, and yeah, they were born under much. double rainbows. Pretty much. I didn't know there was a technical term for crazy for an entire. By the country. way, have they come up with the with the uh, mythos for the current? Spirit- President, like he was born, or like three no. Rainbows, although or? he is uh, Dennis Rodman's best friend. If you heard, yeah, about oh yeah, my yeah, god, yeah, yeah. I saw isn't that crazy? Yeah. Why is Dennis Rodman a still breathing, and b why do I care about his opinion on world politics? Even you have to agree with me there. Oh, I think that's. I, I think it's. I think it's weird. Like, yeah, like, well, like, how did that happen? He's sitting, he's sitting there next to Stephanopoulos with a fucking nose ring in and like gauges in his ears. He's wearing he's sunglasses like, in I the think studios. Kim a pretty cool guy. Uh, I can't speak to the prison camps, but he's a cool dude and he likes basketball. I can so sit along great. Yeah. Well, he apparently is a big Bulls fan. This this guy. But oh, apparently, it's an HBO cool. special that, and they sent Rodman over there. I, I forget what the hell the whole thing is about. But HBO went, sent Dennis Rodman yes, to North it's, Korea. Yes, because they were they were filming. He was over there for some HBO uh, like reality show that Rodman's in, and he went over there with the Globetrotters. Oh God! Like three of the retired Globetrotters. Oh and they wow! Had, okay, like Meadowlark Lemon and all that. Yeah, thing? something like that. Okay. It was like they put two Americans on each team, and then they had an exhibition. It was like 110 to 110, and then they wine and dine, and Kim Jong Un got them all drunk. And then he tells Robin to go back and tell Obama, said, hey, have Obama call me about basketball. Maybe that'll be our, the trigger to start our, our talking. Yeah. Horrific and, tyrant, but you know what? Decent guy. He can do a nice layup. What the fuck? So then the White House says, really no, strange. we're not going to talk to him about basketball. And then they threaten to nuke us the next week. Good. Apparently, Great. that's what they said within six days as of Tuesday, Wednesday. What they're going to? They said they have revoked the treaty, and we're back at it. Explain to me because the somebody, sanctions we just signed. I never knew that we never weren't. Me, well, yeah, it's been. It, there's never been, an been, armistice. Armistice. There's been an armistice. There's an armistice, right? Yeah. But the armistice goes out the window. We're back at war. Explain to me why we don't just bomb them back. Well, what are you going to bomb? The stone what are you going to bomb? I don't know. The Paleolithic. Why? Let's go blow. Let's go blow up the rest of the facades. Why waste? Yeah. The, yeah why, why waste our time? Uh, no, you know what? No, I'm talking. I'm not talking about blow up their telecommunications, which consists. No, I understand. You're talking about just. I'm talking about waste them. It's over. Every and not the people. I'm just talking about every government building because we have that capability. We have the ability to hit these people because we'll have a million people on the wall of Washington protesting, saying we're not blood bomb for them whatever. too. I don't give a no shit. no blood for rice. You know, so. that's how far right I am. Bomb them too. <laughs> All right, so we know we're out. So how how far do you think you go to the right? I would say when it comes to social views, I would say I'm more moderate mm-hmm. as opposed to right wing. Um, much like Voyeur, when it comes to like gay marriage and stuff, I'm indifferent. I okay. I don't necessarily approve of it, but it's not really a concern of mine. What are you talking I about don't, gay yeah. rights. Is that what we're talking yeah. about? Yeah, oh, like I, I don't personally approve of abortion, but I don't I'm ag- now, care that I, I'm against. See, yeah, I now, don't. Are, are you against abortion for every like like blankets, no abortion whatsoever? The only thing that or I like a rape incest health of the mother thing. My point of view is that it's not the child's fault for what the situation is for why it's being born. And throughout history, you've had people that came into this world under, you know, not the best of situations and made themselves a decent life. And I think uh, just because the situation that brings them into this world wasn't the best, they deserve that chance. Now, the only exception I make is if it's in the if it's against the health of the mother, if it puts her life in danger, then I believe the choice should be up to the mother whether or not she decides to have it or not. Okay, fair enough. That's that's where I stand. So I'm very much against abortion, gay marriage and gay rights. I don't give a shit. It's not a concern of mine. Go nuts. I don't care. Um. I, my preference would be that they call it something other than marriage. And I think that's where a lot of people get kind of uh, screwed up is because of the terminology. I, I think if you so call too. it like civil unions or something like that, I my, think you can make the difference. To me, that just kind of that, that, 
Here's here's the thing. Nah, I, I can't go down. Here, here's that. the thing. I don't care what they call it. Well, marriage my, is a religious right. institution. That's that's my problem. Because there, you can't have it though. Because I don't care if they have the civil rights. I don't care if they get the benefits. I don't care if that's who you want to fuck dudes. Fuck dudes. I, I don't really give a shit. I mean, it's not my cup of tea. I'd rather not watch it. All right, do what you want though. Well, that's but that's however, okay. however, if if you use. The institution of marriage and you claim equal rights and you force the Catholic Church to perform it. That's that's my concern. My only concern is if you call it marriage. No, I've, all of a sudden I've they not, might demand. No, people have demanded. I'm, that I'm the church, sure there are people that have demanded yes. that the cap. When when I say that marriage should be defined just as marriage, I'm talking more like like civil marriage. See, I don't care about like that. like going down to the city hall. Yeah, that's fine. Go do it. Yeah, yeah. I'm not talking about forcing a, a Catholic. Yeah. Bishop but that's what a lot of people want to do. Well, no, I'm yeah, sure a lot of them do. I I would say that that would be a religious thing. They force the chaplains of the service to do it now. Now, there are some religions that allow you to you know, and, marry and that's that. fantastic. And that's fine, too. Yeah. If, if the Catholic Church doesn't want to do it, I think they should have the right to do it. Or most Protestant churches don't allow that's it That's the thing. Most, a lot of religions don't want to perform that service, and I think that that's their right. My only concern with gay marriage, look, if you and Steve want to make out, if you want to be fucking butt buddies with your roommate from college for the rest of your life, I don't care. If it makes you happy, good for you. I, I, hope, you know, I hope it works out. I personally don't care. Do whatever you want. But. I'm with them. You can't make churches do something against their personal and again, views, and, I, and we see that line being pushed. Yes. That's the concern. Like I said, they're already forcing chaplains in the service to go against their religion and, yep. and marry the guys in the service. I'm very much against that. They should not force somebody to compromise their religious views for what can be done by somebody else, a mayor, uh, you know, whomever, if they're in a state that recognizes it, because it's not federally recognized. Now, when it comes to foreign policy— when it comes to fiscal uh, policy, when it comes to a lot of these social um, uh, undertakings like welfare and things of that nature, I am very conservative. Right. I have a very low – I'm very to the right. I have a very low opinion of a lot of uh, nations in the world because of the way they view us, the way they conduct their own business, and the way they, how they conduct with us. I am very much against wasteful spending, which I think we do on a ridiculous scale. You know, this whole sequestration thing, look, there has to be cuts to the government somewhere. I don't like the fact that it's coming at, at, our, at the expense of our defense, but there's so much political, you know, goalpost moving in this bullshit. Unfortunately, it's going to happen. So when it comes to fiscal, when it comes to foreign policy, and a lot of the, and when I say social, I'm not, I make the differentiation between like gay marriage and like say everybody and their mothers on welfare. We have more people right now claiming welfare and disability than any other time in the in the history of the nation. Over 50 million people now are getting food stamps or are on disability. It's ridiculous. I have a real problem for that. I'm of the opinion that grab yourself by your bootstraps, pull yourself up, and make a life for yourself. Work for it. Not everybody gets to be an astronaut, but that doesn't mean you can't have you know, kind of some kind of success. Oh, I'm sorry. You only got to have a house and two cars and a family. You didn't get your mansion. Work harder. Get another job. Come up with a great idea. Something. In the words of Judge Smales, the world needs ditch diggers, too. It's very true. Very true. Someone's got to, you know, Wise flip those fries. Wise advice from Caddyshack. Who would have thought it? <laughs> yeah. So the political views you get from us aren't that far <laughs> off the mark from what we really are. Hail Emperor, head of the glorious Imperial Legions and Empire of Cyrodiil? Whatever. Cyrodiil. Cyrodiil? That's from Elder Scrolls? You don't. don't play Elder Scrolls. Highlander, the Agronian Bard, Vyar, the Argonian. Drunken Nord Warrior, whatever, and Lulu, the... Dunmer Bandit. Why do you go, like, Morrowind for this? 
Got me. I don't know. So this weekend when I was listening to an older show, I heard the question, where is Voyar and Lulu in the Balance Break comic? Well, I have the answer for Shriggs. Voyar was late to the show when the internet exploded and gotten fuzzed with his car. I'm fused with fused. his Fused, F-U-Z. Fused with his car. When we find him in the comic, he's nothing but a talking stereo. This is due to his crashing from the what-the-fuck reaction of becoming a car and the donut finally blowing out. <laughs> He was then stripped for parts while he was unconscious, and while they could collect the parts from everywhere and restore him to, save for the donut, his pre-crash goodness. But like freeing Highlander from the rape dungeon, it's too much work, and it's easier just to look at him, uh, hook him into any working vehicle they find. So I'm a Transformer? 80% of the time, this is a scooter. You're a scooter. I demand to be called Optimus Prime from now on. (laughs) Lulu was chasing Emperor's cat uh, when the event happened. She found herself turned into a cat girl and now looks like a red-headed, blackfurred version of Felicia from Darkstalkers. I like where this is going. After the, <laughs> after the even, after the even, I'm, she was grabbed by a dragon I and think dropped. Think you the, meant event? Yes, and dropped on what has become Whore Island. Lovely. It's called this by sailors who try landing there because of a number of women, of number of women that lie on the shore <laughs> trying to get saved until the dragon shows up and eats the sailors. Kind of like sirens, I guess. Yeah, that's kind of what. Little I Rex was turned into a dragon when the internet went bonkers. At first, he was all excited, till he found out that he's been downsized in one part. His dragons have a cock smaller than a baby's arm. Maybe that's why he's angry. He needs to, to make everyone else suffer. He opted to start being a dragon, kidnapping random females and dropping them on his own island and eating any one of them he may try to save. It's also rumored that he's been stealing a large amount of both technology and gold. Much like the average Jew. Hopes that, <laughs> hope this saves Shrake some time coming up with the content for the story and gets the other hosts and maybe some more fans involved. Samuel Mead. So I didn't follow any of that at all. I, I, no. I tried. I, the it's plot kind of evening. Very, it kind yeah. of lost. Hail Imp and all that usual bullshit. So about SimCity. I bought it on a release, and yes, I had a few rough moments on the first day of the European release, but I could still play it, and I did play it for several hours. During the rest of the weekend, there has been smooth sailing for me. Not that I'm defending EA here, but there has been a lot of people on the internet hate bandwagon. And EA has, found, has not been the worst culprit when it comes to this. Blizzard has had more problems last year with the Yellow 3 launch than they did, and they, did not, they also did not offer any refunds. Best regards, Tech Priest. My only... Well, I, I mean, obviously there are people playing the game. The if problem is, yeah, you're the ones taking up the servers, dickwad. Exactly. Get off and let someone else try it. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, no, no one's claiming that no one is playing the game at all. But there are enough people that aren't being able to connect that make it, you know, really bad, right. For everyone else, it makes EA look stupid, which is very easy. for Look, you, to do. you know what? And you're right. Where people like to jump on the hate bandwagon, but you know, Penny Arcade is pretty much on the level. They're not ones to raise a holy crusade against somebody unless they really have cause to. And they've got a half a dozen articles on this. Everybody, Forbes has this talking about it. EA's taking a shot to the guts. This isn't just a small thing where like five people couldn't get online and therefore they're raising hell. There were at least two, three articles where they they called it the worst gaming launch in history. Have you noticed that That's Forbes does surprisingly good video game? They have a, whole, a lot. They have a couple of video game yes. art of yeah. the people that only do video games. I've noticed. That's it's impressive. Yeah, and uh, out of Forbes, must be all that money in the industry. No, I just think there's someone out there in Forbes who really likes video games. Yeah, maybe. Sammy says, Var- Vartar. Vartar's a radio, Lulu's a cat girl. Um, so You're a Vartar. Craig said this one is, uh, this is from Kotaku. Wow, someone basically invented Mass Effect's Metagel. Without, a, without Metagels, the life-saving healing solves in Mass Effect, our Commander Shepherds would be toast. 
Out in the real world, though, we can't just apply Metagel to our injuries. It doesn't exist. Or, well, it didn't. Not like this. Not until recently. According to Mother Nature Network, Joe Landolina, a college student at NYU, has invented something called Vetagel. Apparently, it speeds up the clotting and healing process enough that even wounds to internal organs or major arteries are able to close up instantaneously. Bullshit. Look at this video to see it in action. Unless you're squeamish, there's a ton of blood. It's insane. Quote, I've seen Vetagel close any, close any size wound that it's applied to, Landolina says. As long as you can cover it, it can close it. Of course, they're probably already dead by that point, but... The article has more claims about Vetagel's incredible properties, including the ability to heal second-degree burns in a day. Bullshit. Even more uncanny is the fact that they sometimes do call Vetagel Metagel. Awesome. If you're curious, this is what Metagel uh, this is what Metagels do, according to the Mass Effect Wiki. Don't care. By contrast, Vetagel does something else. Vetagel still has to go through the FDA, but even so, damn. Every day we come a little bit closer to the future uh, depicted in sci-fi like Mass Effect. Well, then I want the Normandy. I want to Make see the... No, no, no. Close the tab. I want to see the... Ah. Oh, darn. I want to see the video. So do I, actually. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Well, well, we can watch it after. Okay. Uh, da, 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 da. Where's... You nope, deleted nope, it. You deleted it. No, I don't think I... Um, yes, I did. did. I, yeah, I'm in the trash. I, I, don't, I don't see it. Then bitch. maybe you didn't delete it. Maybe it's just in the inbox, but uh, tab is... Let me check. Right. Make sure it didn't hop into spam. No, it didn't. Okay. No, oh, look at that. Why the hell? That's fine. We can watch it after. Yeah, whatever, man. It's cool, dude. It's, it's all it's cool. It's an article for the show. Brandon article Craig. for the show? Is that it? Brendan Craigie was the guy who sent it in, yes. so unless he sent two that you deleted. Yeah. There it is. There it is. Someone invented Metagel. How about that? Metagel. Make right. it happen. Oh. What? Okay. Bookmark. Now I'm trying to get my hands not working as well as it was. Well, maybe if you didn't ago. have your twitchy mouse. Seriously, if you weren't just this a is, broken uh, this bitch. Isn't, you notice this, is not, this is not my razor. <laughs> God. This is not the Razor game. Be Birthdays. Hail Court. First time emailer. Long time everything else. Since Amp and Highlander just had birthdays, I would like to... By the way, uh, happy birthday. Highlander years was yesterday. It was indeed. Oh, happy yes. birthday, Highlander's son. Day. Yeah. Happy birthday. Since Evan Highlander just had birthdays, I would like to congratulate both and ask if you got any nice presents. No. Maybe you've talked about it, but you my liar. memory is closed at the... is clouded at the moment. What? No, I didn't get any. I got a nice night out, and I got um, a mixing program. Whoa, whoa, you're forgetting something. I got you a payday bar. You are welcome. It was Baby Ruth. <laughs> baby Ruth. Whatever. Baby Ruth. No, same thing. <laughs> uh, my father made his pepper steak, which is the most amazing pepper steak ever. And I got an ice cream cake from Dairy Queen, which I love ice cream cake. So win-win all around, I guess. Absolutely. In fact, that's what I'll, that's what I'll be eating for dinner. The pepper steak, I mean, not the ice cream cake. I mean, when I go home tonight. I would eat the ice cream cake for dinner. Well, I, I'll have that for dessert when I go home. <laughs> Birthdays get less fun as you get older. Yes, you know, it's, it's, yes they do. It's, it's well, not listen, that they get less we fun. We don't all have your extreme resume of birthdays to it's, fall back on, okay? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, it's it's two things. Uh, I, I, for those of you who are younger, you'll, you'll probably find this as you get older. One, as, as your tastes get more refined, the things you want cost more money. You know, when you're five years old, you can get, you know, 11 billion presents because you just want to see the flashy color thing and it costs five bucks at Walmart. Right. But now, you know, like for me, if I wanted stuff, I'd want like, you know, a new computer or a PlayStation or, you know, things that cost hundreds and hundreds of dollars. So obviously you're not going to get as much as you do when you're little. The other thing is when, when I, the older I get, 
the less I really seem to care about birthdays at all. I don't really yeah. celebrate it. I don't really give a shit that, you know, like, come on, let's have a big giant party. Yep. And, uh, it's it's just, just not the kind of thing. It's, for me, it's just another day. As long as I get a hand, I mean, I'm it's, good. It's, 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 <laughs> it's nice. I mean, it was... It was it was How do you nice wrap up that present? <laughs> exactly. Here you go, fire. Gotcha handy. <laughs> it's my dick in the box. My dick in the box. <laughs> I love that song. That song's so amazing. Um, you know he actually performs that song in concerts? Really? really? He performs really? it in concerts. I've seen the shaky cam phone thing from some girl at a concert. He performs it. Um, yeah, I mean, the, I mean it's, it's nice when like I see a bunch of people that are on Facebook. That, oh, by the way, happy birthday. And it's nice that, you know, the parents remember they get you like a little cake or something. But that's that's it. I don't need a lot of stuff. I'm a simple guy. I don't, I don't, I don't, need, people, I, I don't need people to shower me with crap. I'm just going to probably look at for a week and then throw away or put it in the attic and not even remember. So Right. Maybe just a nice book on Karl Marx and, you know, you're good for the year. <laughs> I could lend you a couple of those. If you I want. don't want them. Are you sure? I refuse to contaminate my household with those. I will remain pure. They're pretty good. Hail the glorious emperor, raises Highlander, the drunk formerly known as Vayar, and Lulu. Formerly known. Here are some. (laughs) Here are some questions for the retrospective. What has been the biggest challenge to having a successful show every week? Writing all the segments. I would say that kicks my ass sometimes because I'm a busy guy. Yeah. Like for example, this week I was like literally scrambling to get this all done, and I still technically didn't get it all done because I didn't do around the gaming world. So between working forty hours a week and running the bid for Worldcon and Having all this rival cast stuff going on. And, oh, by the way, you've got to be witty every week and come up with segments and write shit. You're basically writing like a paper every week. Hey, hey, you see this? It's the world's smallest violin. Right over here, buddy. It's for you. <laughs> really? I got some for you right here, too. Got on sale at Target. Yeah, how about that? Obviously, the biggest challenge every week is getting, the, getting my schedule to allow me to do it and, and getting everybody else here at the same time because I've got you know a little kid. I've got the family thing going on. I, it's... You know, especially on Sundays when you got holidays or birthdays coming up, it's hard to juggle everything to clear my schedule to make sure we're able to do this every single week. That's been the biggest challenge for me. For me, it's not getting arrested. That's, yeah, that's all I got. Yeah, that is a big challenge for you. Mine's just hey, the hour drive. Monday no proves problem. it can happen anywhere. And that's why I'm always terrified of getting arrested. I drive here very fast and I drive home somewhat drunk. So and very fast. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's juggling. You know, I'm not. Time I'm not Mister Advice, but if I was, <laughs> I'd say maybe drive slower and not fucking have twelve beers before you go out on the road. <laughs> nah, but, it's but then not again, but then again, what the fuck do I know? I'm just. You, know. you talk like I have options. <laughs> <laughs> what has been the biggest disappointment in regards to the show? Yeah. Um, not being able to do as many segments as I want. I've I've had ideas for doing like really cool segments. Um. I'll just give you one example of one I thought of. I even pitched it to them. They thought it was a good idea. I had an idea for a segment I wanted to do called If Highlander Was There. And the, mm-hmm. one, and the one that I pitched to them was what it, what would it be? Would it be me in like a particular game world interacting with it and me just being like a crazy asshole? And the one that I... Wait, hold the, on. The, the, the promo that... I told you about this. The yeah, promo oh, that no, I had yeah. come up with was Skyrim. Uh, it was going to be... It was when Dawn Guard came out. So the premise was going to be I was going to have to take all the sound files and everything, which is why I haven't done it. Because it fucking takes forever to do. But I'd take like, the sound file, so it would be me like, oh, man. Like, it would be me like, after like, beating the game and getting everything done. Like, oh, man, I just want to sit down for five minutes. I am fucking pooped. And then like, you'd, see, like, you'd have like, a sound thing come in. Like, oh, I've heard about the Dawn Guard. Maybe you should join up. And then I would just go off like, are you fucking kidding me? 
You know what I've just been fucking doing? I'm the archmage of fucking, you know, the the magic place, and I've I've done all this stuff. I'm the champion of Cyrodiil. I fucking am the leader of the Dark Brotherhood of Assassins. I fucking kill the Emperor of Tamriel, for Christ's sake. And then it'd be like a big pause, and I'd be like, shit, wait a minute. You know, like, shit, I shouldn't have said that out loud. And then basically it would just kind of continue on from there. Like, I would have done one for Mass Effect 3. I would have done one for, you know, anything like that. Which I, I would I would have loved to have done, but the, the amount of work that takes to, to rip all those sound files, find the appropriate ones, record myself, you know, writing the script, recording all that. You know, I'm going to do that every week on top of everything else. That's several hours worth that's, of you know, work there that's for several hours a small for segment. A yeah. very small segment that would only take a couple of minutes. But that's been the, not that particular segment, but the biggest disappointment was that I've, I've had ideas for segments that I know would be killer. But I, I know that I only have 24 hours in a day, and I can't get all those done. Sleep is for the week. Exactly. You can sleep I'm, when you're dead. I'm, I'm operating at about uh, four hours of sleep right now. Nice. I am about yeah. two because my back. Fire, what's been your biggest disappointment of the show? <laughs> mm. <laughs> Not having enough beer to drink? I guess. Running out every once in a while? I, yeah. I show up, and this is the way I look at it, and... We, you guys have done a lot of work in getting us a bunch of listeners, which is awesome. Um, I, I get to come up here on Sundays and hang out with you guys, and we talk about shit that we all find funny and interesting, and I drink beer. I, I don't really have What's a the, lot Where's of, the disappointment? Right, and now we're launching a new network, which is awesome. awesome. I'm, I mean, my biggest disappointment is GoDaddy charges so much for hosting, I guess. I, I don't know. I mean, where am I supposed to go there? I, it's Well, personally, I went with one and one for... Uh, our website, so that's uh, yeah. But uh, I mean, VPS wise, when I talk to everyone, the options, uh, you know, the amount that they let you have. I mean, GoDaddy gave me twice as much bandwidth for the same cost as their closest competitor. Huh, okay. So I mean, at the end of the day, it was kind of a no brainer once I talked to them and they gave me the discount and everything. But uh, I don't really have a disappointment. I have high expectations for the future. I mean, if if Rivalcast Media fails. For some reason, I, I I have I don't think it will. If I thought Rivalcast was going to fail, I would not have invested money. I would not have right. paid for a bunch. You know, I, I mean, it's I see nothing. I, I don't see a way for us to fail. But I guess if that failed, I'd have a disappointment. But I honestly don't have one right now. I get to hang out with you guys and talk gaming and drink beer. Lulu, how about you? You haven't been with the show very long, but do you have a biggest disappointment in regards to the show? No, not really. I'm I'm pretty much in the same you know. Same vein as Varyar, I get to come here and hang out and have fun and participate in something that I never thought I would, and I have a great time doing it, so no disappointment. I guess the greatest disappointment with me uh, was in regards to our one of our old co-hosts, which was Eve, um, especially. I had a very good uh, friendship with her, and you know we, she enjoyed doing the show. What ended up happening was that her Tell husband... Bad husband. Yeah. <laughs> her husband did not like the fact that she was going on Sundays, coming to my house, do the show with three other guys. Specifically, he did not like her doing the <laughs> show because of... They weighed less than him. Right. <laughs> 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 he is specifically did not like her hanging around me. Um, for whatever reason. I, I never... That was very funny and very true of our... But, you know, it, she abruptly had to leave the show because it was a fight she... Didn't want to continue to have with him, and I can understand that. And it very slowly degraded my friendship with her to the point where we just don't talk anymore, and that's a great regret of mine. Um, that's a very big disappointment. Unfortunately, there wasn't anything I could do about it. 
So, you know, it's kind of hard for me to say, hey, tell your husband to go fuck himself. You're having fun on Sunday. He's drinking beer and, and shooting the shit. She really did legitimately enjoy doing the show. But he had concerns because apparently, you know, I was throwing her up on the table in front of the two other people and my wife who were in the room with us and having my way with her while we were on the air. I, I had the know. camera. So, um, I would have paid to see that. Cash money. Ah. I'd prefer to leave. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Shit just got weird. <laughs> yeah, that, was, that was the point. Sir. Awkward. So that Jesus. was that was yeah. my biggest disappointment. Um, and really, what do you do about it? There's nothing you can. It just it's one of those things that happens. So, you know, who in your listenership has impressed you the most and least? Now that's kind of an odd question. That is very odd. Yeah. It is. Two odd questions. I will say that I'll take it collectively. I mean, I could pick out, you know, uh, the various. I don't know that I want right, to pick out. People. I don't either. I mean, I, yeah, that's... we have we have our regulars. We have I our like hardcore. All of you. Yeah. We have the you know the cultists, and we have your casual fans. I will say that the fan base in general has impressed me more so than pretty much any other. You know, I've been doing internet radio in one form or another since two thousand three. And you know, basically from the very get-go, where it comes to, it wasn't even called podcasting at the time. And I've seen a lot of communities, not just my own, but also other shows. And, you know, hands down, with all the ones I've been, you know, party to, with the exception of maybe Total Biscuit, I, I have seen no more loyal rabbit fan base than the ones we've got. Which is awesome. I, I find that to be probably the most impressive thing, because if you think about it, the Internet's a very cynical place. You know, that's just the way it is. Uh, yeah, I know it's not a big revelation, but if you think about it, <laughs> what, was, what was that? That was my shocked face. Just whoa! <laughs> People on the internet spend more time tearing things down than they do buildings things up. So well, it's easier to do. Exactly, it's a lot easier just to make fun of something than to actually stand for something and, and generally know, believe in it. And yet yeah, we exactly. have a, a, a large and ever increasing fan base, and they are rabid. Yes, they are. And well, they take up for. A- in, in fairness, we have you know built them up to that too. So we sort of created our own monster. In, in a way. Which was kind of by design. Oh, I'm, I'm not saying it was, but I'm saying. How do, that, how do you pronounce on. it there? Esprit de corps. How do you pronounce Esprit it? Esprit de corps. Thank you. It's. It, what it's, did you just call it? Esprit. The, I, I can't do French. Spirit of the corps. Yeah, isn't that? I, I don't do French. <laughs> isn't it? it Esprit. You, you know that's C-Y-P-S? that's one thing I have never understood. I, I understand why you hate <laughs> France, and that's that's you know whatever. But the fact that you're such a huge Napoleon buff. Who was not French? That you don't are, are know you having some sort really of any French at all. I would. Think oh, I know. I would... can tell you exactly what what it is. I just can't pronounce it. There's a difference. Okay. I would just think that you would, <laughs> you know, endeavor to learn at least some French. I, I had no interest in learning French, but I know what it is. And the idea is that it's it's building up a. It's he it, spoke it, French. What's that? He, well, he was like he's Corsican. Like I know he's Corsican, but he no, spoke he didn't French. speak French until well after he'd come I'm, to he mainland. Spoke he spoke French. Italian. Eventually, he did. Yes. yes. But he was ridiculed and, and made fun of terribly because he didn't speak it when he came to France. Yeah, right. they still made him fucking king because he was... Well, they didn't, yeah. well, he made himself. Or, yeah, yeah. Well, you after look, he beat the shit out of everybody else. You looked like you were about to have a stroke. The point <laughs> is that that is one thing that impresses me the most, is the fact that through pretty much everything, you guys have, have stuck around, you've been here, it, it gets bigger and better every single week. And if it was shrinking, that'd be the one thing that impresses me the least. But it... It doesn't. It's only getting collectively bigger. Look, bottom line here. Go to the VTW channel right now. What do you see? Nothing. We've been in here since the show started, all right? There's been, what, three or four sentences written by people in here over the last three hours. Everything else has been people coming in or leaving the uh, channel and then you know the bot saying whatever song we're playing. 
Then you go to Rivalcast, and although we've lost about 20 people over the last hour because it's getting kind of late, there's, you know, 80 people here. So France owns Corsica. It did, but in the... It was actually... Whatever, we don't have to get yeah, into the... Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. The, right. It was a swap, and you don't have to... Sorry. So, uh, I don't know, what, do you, what about you guys? I, I, what, in, in the listenership? Yeah, listenership has impressed you least and most. Uh, uh, scrub Puppy. Well, and the fact that he Most came here... The fact, A, that he came here, yes. and, and B, that... Um, Obviously, we we differed on a lot of things, but I found that we uh, agreed on more things than I thought that we would agree on. Ah, uh, Denny's. I found common it ground. to be. I found <laughs> yes, we found more common ground than probably he and I both thought we would have common ground on. So, I would say that. The, I mean, and not just that, but the fact that he actually showed up, yeah. from South Carolina and, to come here, and he did a good job. Yeah, he did. I thought he did a very good. Yeah, job. I'd put I him on the mic any time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, if he ever comes to so this, so right as far as of you know, impressed. That's what would be impressed. At least I, I'm not going to pick any least. You know, how do you not, pick a least? Yeah, yeah, how do you pick they, a least? I, I mean, mean someone who just listens but doesn't show up to the. I, mean, I don't know. There's, actively got, trolls us. Maybe we've got but we thousands have that. and thousands yeah. of listeners. I, I, mean, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, the only pick the least Dr. Moriarty for starting shit, but fuck I that. Guess. He shows up once every six months know. to start shit. Right? How do you pick a listener that's least impressive? I mean, they're listeners. Lulu, anything? Uh, just I was going to say scrub because he did show up and he did a great job. Had a lot of fun. What show is your closest competitor in general? Not none. just VTW. That's from Sean Caster. I mean, that's obviously none. We are the best. Uh, I don't really. I mean, the, that's the thing with podcasts, and there are so many podcasts out there. I mean, I, I can I can personally vouch for that because I've been listening to a lot of podcasts recently. Um, yeah, a lot of podcasts. A lot of bad. Um, some of them, yeah. Some of them are just you know guys in a basement, and they don't really care who listens. They just want to hang out. Um, other people, you know, put some effort into it. Uh, I don't really want to say because I don't, you know, I don't know. I really I, don't know. I mean, the the glib answer to say nobody because we're so fucking. You awesome. know what? I would say this. And I understand that some people may think that it's it's hubris or that we're that I'm uh, making more out of ourselves than we are. I would put this show against anybody in the terrestrial radio market, with few exceptions. You put I would, it, I, would so. I would go against anybody in the Cleveland market because that's most of my experience is either that yeah. or national syndication like Glenn Beck or Rush Limbaugh. I'm not going to put us on that level. But I would say against anybody else in the Cleveland market, I would say you put us in a studio with all the professional gear they've got. Just a good show. I, th- you, I think that if, if we did this show on Terrestrial Radio, we would we would get a following. I, I, oh, I do know. And we would get enough listened? of a following that it would be commercially viable for oh, them to put hold us on. on. Yes. Have you ever listened to 92.3 The Fan? Yes. Oh, yes. Horrific. Yes. It is. Just, How oh. are they real? 850 AM is terrible. Station. WKNR is just as bad. Oh, they're bad. Yes. I th- they're I think so they're bad. Worse. I, I think I think KNR is much worse than Jeez. 92.3. Oh, I'll give you that. But, I mean, both of them are so... Shockingly bad, and they're still on. I mean, yeah. find the yeah. two yeah, homeless but they're guys. Money. Yeah, they're not. Oh yeah, they're not turning a profit. Well, that's why they switch formats every six months. Yes. I mean, find the two homeless guys fighting behind Target. Put them on a microphone. <laughs> you got ninety two three. You mean you don't like the fact that they brought in a guy from New York? To, I hate. Uh, oh, they're so yeah. Because they don't so much about Cleveland. They're yeah, so dog shit. But my my point being that. Uh, from a, a, a talent perspective, from the content that we do, the material we do, the segments, 
This is, I guess, about as close as you're going to get to a terrestrial radio show on the internet as you're going to find, for the most part. Well, we are pretty awesome. I um, look, and you know what? A lot of hard work kind of goes into that. I'm it's not to just think, um, Joe Rogan's podcast. I think is really good. It's, it's really, really good. Um, but obviously, he talks about different stuff. I can say that's a whole different. It's a whole animal. different. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to think yeah, of ones that like sound professional because I, like I like Bill Burr. Doing. I like Bill oh, Burr's he, podcast. Yeah, he's hilarious. hilarious. But it's a whole different content. Yeah, yeah it's a whole different right. So. Yeah, Courts is the only two podcasts who ever held my attention to been this show, Empress Court, and Joe Rogan's Yeah, experience. like I said, Joe Rogan does a fantastic job. I like really. Scrub Puppies. Yeah, comedy. it's the only podcast that patrol times were In shifted. In a war zone. So, so a, squad a squad could, could listen. <laughs> now, is that for the squad or for you because it was your squad? Because it's much cooler if it's ten people that want to listen, so. Well, you heard what he said when he was here, that they would all get depressed when there wasn't a show. But you know what? I think that was more of along the lines of not just that we we're a great show as so much as it was a reminder of home. Right. I think they would have latched on yeah. to another podcast if not ours. I, I, I'm i glad it was us, but... But for the record, the things that people are saying in the IRC, that's why the listeners are so awesome. I yeah. mean, to go back to that question, I mean, they're saying pretty awesome shit about the show. Right. And they tell it to people, and that's, that's right. another thing, too. Look, it's one thing to enjoy something. It's when you go out of your way to actually engage a friend or a family and say, hey... And you, you know, relate something to them or something that you found was funny or intriguing or philosophical or whatever. When you tell somebody else, that to me is the height of, of fandom because now right. you're trying to share your experience with someone else because you think it is worth their time. If it's something that you didn't you know, particularly like or you only casually enjoyed, chances are you're probably not going to go out of your way to tell somebody about it. So two very big you know, differentials there. This is from actually a couple weeks ago. I, I forgot it's been in the mailbag. I did not get a chance to read it, so... My apology if it's dated. Dearest Emp and the others, you guys are literally worse than Hitler. I was under the impression you guys were leaving forever. I thought back in the good times was sad to see the end. What podcast would I use to slowly and gently serenade me to sleep? Many a night was spent uh, dreading the departure of the Emperor's Court until you guys pulled this stunt. Highlander, you absolutely need to bring back oh. the fan fiction segment in some nope. form. That yes. will never Please die. No. Because it was tough. awesome. That shit was some top quality listening, even though I'll never look at Harry Potter the same way. It was totally worth it. <laughs> well, needless to say, I'm pleased. So much so that you've earned another complimentary dead baby joke. Oh, good God. What's 18 inches long and makes women scream all night? Crib death. Oh. Thanks for sticking around, Perosis. Wow. That is Christ. awful. No wonder he likes the fan fiction segment. Okay. My people. <laughs> <laughs> I think there might have been one more. I just want to make sure I got that in there. I didn't. Uh, Maybe I'll do the uh, fan fiction segment for Dead Air. Yeah, there that, you go. How, no. how would you be able to, that, that doesn't really fit. I, no, it doesn't fit. Don't but. care as long as it's not here. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Anywhere but here. Speaking of which, has there been We're, any, any uh, progress I, on that? I have tried uh, talking to Baron a couple times like, hey, I have blah, blah, blah off. Let's make this happen. Uh, nothing. He hasn't gotten back to you? He has not gotten back to me. And unfortunately, that's his modus operandi. Uh, I, I, will, I, am, I am willing to meet him wherever to, you know. Get... I will call him probably tomorrow. Okay. Um, and find out what the hell is going on with him. I have not seen or heard from him in a week either. So there was, in fact, the, the last time he called me was purely accidental because of my name. I'm the first in his contact list. Oh, and okay. I got butt dialed. So I was like, "Oh, thank God, he's finally calling me back, so we can find out when we're going to do this." Yeah, no, nope, we're, we're running out of time here. He was and just I, accidentally calling yeah, me. I, I will, and unfortunately, that that is that is very typical of him. He's he's notorious for not getting back to people. It's very annoying. 
Um, I will personally call him this week and find out what the hell is, what is going on because he was all gung ho about this. Yeah, and right. then didn't hear anything for a he, week. He so. told me like when when he accidentally called me, we did obviously talk about it for a few minutes. He says he has like ten or eleven ideas for the show. Now he didn't specify what they were. I was like, okay, that's cool. Uh, I have a couple ideas too, uh, but we have to sit down and hash out exactly how we want to do it. Uh, the the big thing he said was he didn't want it to be like another version of Emperor's Court. Like he didn't want it to be like Emperor's Court Junior. And so that's fine. I never assumed they would. But, no, I didn't think he would either. But he didn't want it to be. I think he wanted to try and keep it like really on topic, and not just sort of let it kind of meander into, you know, whatever we want to talk about kind of thing. So I don't know. I have to sit down with him. I have to find out what he wants to do. All right, that's the mailbag. Let's quickly. I'm going to knock this one out because I thought this was interesting. Uh, this is from IGN.com. Ultima Creators' next game, Shroud of the Avatar. Now, I find this interesting because I thought uh, Ultima is actually trademarked and owned by Origins slash EA. I thought Richard Garriott gave it up. Uh, let's see. Well, Richard, yeah. yeah, Richard Garriott, a.k.a. Ultima's creator, Lord British, uh, comes across as a bit of a braggart at first. No shit. When he arrived at IGN to show his next game, Lord British's Shroud of the Avatar, he st- uh, started with a history lesson about himself. The expected eye rolls instead became enthralled interest as Garriott uh, d- detailed how he got involved in development and what he's accomplished. The first boxed version of the game? Garriott. The idea of collector's edition style swag like cloth maps? Garriott. Okay, that's true. The reason we use the word avatar to talk about video game characters as opposed to its original meaning, which is related to Hinduism? Yeah, that's him too. Suffice to say, he's contributed a lot of the, to the language and culture that all of us enjoy, and, well, he's earned the right to brag a little. But the boasting Garriott does isn't merely self-serving. It's an attempt to make a whole new generation of gamers, many of whom likely aren't familiar with this pop, uh, popular Ultima franchise, listen when he says he's making Shroud of the Avatar and wants our help to fund it via Kickstarter. Mr. Bim has now come down and joined us. What is up, Mystic Bim? Late Emperor's Day present from the in-laws. A late Emperor's Day present from the in-laws. Mm-hmm. Wow, a styrofoam box. Nice. Very I think nice it's a plate. It's classy. It is very classy. I mean, well, you, can sh- do, you can do so many things with a styrofoam box. <laughs> you can put things in it. Well, it's we, got French. Yeah, Holy we're shit. wrapping up the uh, show here, so what do we got here? All right. Classy. I like opening it. It's a nice on there. The Le Petrimoine de Lafayette. De Ariu Limoges, France. I don't I again I can't pronounce French. Oh dear lord. So the Petrimony of Lafayette. And it's a plate. Mm -hmm. Is that the Marquis de Lafayette? Yes, the Marquis de Lafayette. In December of seventeen seventy six signs the Secretary of Engagement of the Army of the Insurgents. So it's when he joined up with the yeah, American in Revolution. In presence of Celestian, the agent of Americans. So, I can, yeah, I can read the French. I just can't pronounce any of it. Oh, uh, okay. okay. Yeah, this is when he must have signed out with the Colonials. That is fantastic. So where did you, where did you find that, uh, Mystic Man? The story of plate number one, Lafayette's legendary collection. The Marquis de Lafayette in December. Yeah, it's okay. It's in English. In December of 1776, signed secretly his enlistment into the Army of the Insurgents. The presence of Celestian, the American agent. See? Uh I can can read French. Wow. That's how many what? There's only 85 plates like that? No, I know it's that that one has a certificate underneath that little. Okay. Okay. It's a collective plate. That is very nice. That's thank them for me. Actually, I will thank them. I've got them on Facebook. That's very nice. Yeah. I don't know where they got it. I'm not sure where they would have gotten it either, because I, I would think those are kind of hard to find. Um, Maybe an antique store? I don't know. Possibly. 
So, anyways, let me wrap this up here so we can get to blowing our mind and get out. It's 11 o'clock already. We did start late, so. Yeah. All right. Uh, he wants you to make decisions not based on a visible morality system, but because you are so engrossed in the world, you're acting as if in well, you would in real life. Out with the new. Uh, the first modern RPG trope Gary uh, wants to toss out is the initial class creation. Shroud won't ask you to read a small description and then pick a class without trying it, but instead allows you to solely tailor your character for your play style. Okay, well, Ultimate Line did that already. He's done that. Where you have a list of skills, you can pick and choose what skills you want. For instance, if you're hours into the game and you want to try alchemy, simply collect ingredients and start making potions to become an alchemist. Want to be something like a traditional ranger? Pick up a bow and fling some arrows until it's mastered. Gary was quick to state that you won't be able to become proficient at everything and that there will be some sort of limits, uh, limit ability to redo your skill investments. Again, this is just like Ultima Online. You had a, a total of 700 skill points to spend any way you liked. This is a bit closer to something like Skyrim, where you can make some in, uh, initial choices about your character but then tailor your abilities over time using skills you like. Okay, this, this is pretty long. Yeah, this goes on and on and on and on. And on. Okay. Uh, the point is he's now building a new Ultima game. I am intrigued because I always liked the Ultima series. Time for blowing your mind. I play the sounder. I know. Where the fuck is it? You tell me it's your computer. Go back. There it is. And now it's time for blowing your mind with Highland. You just blew my mind. I have seen shit that'll turn you white. Oh, Tom Bum. Figure so disliked by fans of the Lord of the Rings book series that few objected to his absence from Peter Jackson's film adaptation. And yet, Tom Bombadil is the prevailing mystery in Tolkien's work. While almost every other aspect of Middle-earth is described for us in exacting and for some excruciating detail, Tom is an enigma. We have almost no clue of his origin or his fate, his purpose, or even what kind of being he is. It is no surprise that none of Tolkien's characters have attracted more in serious discussion. But there is another way of looking at Bombadil based only on what appears in the book itself, that paints a very different picture of this figure of fun. What do we know about Tom Bombadil? He's fat, jolly, and smiles all the time. He's friendly and gregarious and always ready to help travelers in distress, except that none of that can possibly be true. Consider, by his own account and by Elrond's surprisingly sketchy knowledge, Bombadil has lived in the old forest since before the hobbits came to the Shire, since before Elrond was born. Since the earliest days of the very first age, and yet no hobbit has ever heard of him. The guise in which Bombadil appears to Frodo and his companions is much like a hobbit writ large. He loves food and song and nonsense rhymes and drink and company. Any hobbit who saw such a person would tell tales of him. Any hobbit who was rescued by Tom would sing songs about him and tell everyone else. Yet Mary, who knows all the history of Buckland and has ventured into the old forest many times himself, has never heard of Tom Bombadil. Frodo and Sam, avid readers of old Bilbo Baggins lore, have no idea that any such being exists until he appears to them. All of the hobbits of the Shire think of the Old Forest as a place of horror, not as the abode of a jolly fat man who is surprisingly generous with his food. If Bombadil has indeed lived in the Old Forest all this time, in a house less than 20 miles from Buckland, then it stands to reason that he has never appeared to a single hobbit traveler before, and certainly never rescued one from death. In the 1,400 years since the Shire was settled, what do we know about Tom Bombadil? He is not what he seems. Elrond, the greatest lore master of the Third Age, has never heard of Tom Bombadil. Elrond's only vaguely aware that there was once someone called Iarwen Ben-Adar, which is oldest and fatherless in the Tolkien language, 
who might be the same as Bombadil. And yet the main road between Rivendell and the Grey Havens passes not 20 miles from Bombadil's house, which stands beside the most ancient forest in Middle-earth. Has no elf ever wandered into the old forest or encountered Bombadil in all these thousands of years? Apparently not. Gandalf seems to know more, but he keeps his knowledge to himself. At the Council of Elrond, the Fellowship of the Ring, when people suggest sending the ring to Bombadil, Gandalf comes up with a surprisingly varied list of reasons why that should not be done. It's not clear that any of these reasons that he gives are the true one. Now, in his conversation with Frodo, Bombadil implies, but avoids directly stating, that he had heard of their coming from Farmer Maggot and from Gildor's elves, both of whom Frodo had recently described. But that also makes no sense. Farmer Maggot lives west of the Brandywine, remained there where Frodo left, and never even knew that Frodo would be leaving the Shire in the first place. And if Elrond knows nothing of Bombadil, how can he be a friend of Gildor's? What do we know about Tom Bombadil? He apparently lies. Now, here's a question. What is the most dangerous place in Middle-earth? First place goes to the Mines of Moria, home of the Balrog. But what is the second most dangerous place? Tom Bombadil's country. Not Mordor? By comparison, Mordor is a safe and well-run land where two apparently lightly armed hobbits can wander for days without meeting anyone more dangerous than themselves. Yet the old forest and the Barrow Downs, all part of Tom's country, are filled with perils that would tax anyone in the Fellowship except perhaps for Gandalf. Now, it's canonical that Tolkien, the powerful magical beings, imprint their nature on their homes. Lorien under Galadriel is a place of peace and light. Moria, after the Balrog awoke, was a place of terror to which lesser evil creatures were drawn. Likewise, when Sauron lived in Mirkwood, it became blighted with evil and a home for monsters. And then there's Tom Bombadil's country. The hobbits can sense the hatred within all the trees in the old forest. Every tree in that place is a malevolent Huorn, hating humankind, every single tree. And the barrows of the ancient kings that lie nearby are defiled and inhabited by Barrowites. Bombadil has the power to control or banish all these creatures, but he does not do so. Instead, he provides a refuge for them against men and other powers. Evil things, and only evil things, apparently flourish in his domain. Tom Bombadil is the master, says Goldberry, his wife. And his subjects are Black Huorns and Barrowites. What do we know about Tom Bombadil? He is not the beloved figure that he pretends to be. Tom appears to Frodo, the ring bearer, in a friendly happy guise to question and to test him and to give him and his companions swords that can kill the servants of another evil power. But his motives are his own. Consider it is said more than once that the willows are the most powerful and evil trees in the forest. Yet the rhyme that Bombadil teaches the hobbits to use in conjuring up Bombadil himself includes the line, by the reed and willow. The willows are a part of Bombadil's power and a means of calling on him. They draw their strength from the cursed river Withywindle, the center of all evil in the forest. And the springs of the Withywindle are white next to Tom Bombadil's house. So if this is all true, then why does Bombadil save and help the ring bearer and his companions? Because they can bring about the downfall of Sauron, the current Dark Lord of Middle-earth. When Sauron falls, the other rings will fail, and the wizards and elves will leave Middle-earth, and the only great power that is left will be Bombadil. Ah. There is a boundary around Bombadil's country that he cannot or will not pass, something that confines him to a narrow space. And in return, no wizard or elf comes into his country to see who rules it or to disturb the evil creatures that gather under his protection. When the hobbits return to the Shire after the journey to Mordor, Gandalf leaves them close to Bree and goes toward Bombadil's country to have words with him. Now, we don't know what they say, but Gandalf was sent to Middle-earth to contend against Sauron, and now he must depart. He has been given no mission to confront Bombadil, and he must soon leave Middle-earth to powerless men and hobbits, while Bombadil remains waiting to fulfill his purpose. The spell that binds Bombadil to his narrow and cursed country was put in place centuries ago by the Valar to protect men and elves. It may last a few decades more, perhaps a few generations of hobbit lives. 
But when the last elf is gone from the havens and the last spells of rings and wizard unravel, then it'll be gone. And Yaren ben Andar, oldest and fatherless, who was ruler of the darkness in Middle-earth before Sauron was, before Sauron's master ever fought there, before the rising of the sun will come into his inheritance again. And one dark night, the old trees will march westward into the Shire to feed their ancient hatred. And Bombadil will dance down amongst them, clad in his true shape at last, singing his incomprehensible rhymes as the trees mutter their curses and the black and terrible Barrowites dance and gibber around him. And he will be smiling. And then there was silence. Yes. <laughs> now, it's interesting because I don't remember. I know that Tom Abadil wasn't in the movies. No, he wasn't in the movies. But I don't remember why they cut him out. I mean, other because than, it doesn't really, it doesn't really do add it. anything to it. It doesn't yeah. do anything. What happens is when they, when they finally leave, they, um, what happens? The four hobbits. Right. They decide to go through the old forest right. because the ring wraiths are chasing them. And they're like, well, they're not going to chase us into the forest. We can lose them in the forest. And all the other hobbits kind of like freaked out about it. But Mary has been in the old forest a couple times. Like, I know how to kind of get through things. And what happens is they end up getting lost. And a bunch of crazy stuff happens. And then Tom Bombadil comes in out of nowhere and saves them. And the Tom Bombadil's like, let's go to my house. So they go to his house. They hang out. Uh, and then Tom Bombadil shows them out of the country and says, go to Bree. So they go to Bree. And that's pretty much what happens. So, like, nothing, nothing bad happens to them. There's no moving forward of the story. It's just sort of like a, like a waypoint. Like, the story kind of stops. You hang out with Tom Bombadil, mm-hmm. and then you leave. And that's it. So that's why he wasn't in the movie. I mean, I, I agree that he shouldn't have been in the movie because it doesn't, it, it doesn't add right. anything to the story. Yeah. It just makes more questions. Because then you start wondering, what the hell is Tom Bombadil, you know? So Kanye says, I would say my mind was blown, but to be honest, I just didn't give a fuck about anything that was said in the last five minutes. Well, that's because Sonny's a black what man who doesn't read uh, literature. So, yeah. That's his problem. <laughs> nice. Tyler's pretty much on point. Well, he, he normally is. Now, here's a, I, I love Tolkien, so that's why I decided. There is one thing I wanted to bring up um, that happened earlier this week, and I forgot to, to mention. This is kind of interesting. You know the new Wizard of Oz movie came out this weekend. Oz the Great and yeah, Powerful. Yeah, right. Uh, a buddy of mine I went to school with at Cleveland State, um, his father runs a, a bookstore, uh, collects like old books and, and kind of hunts them down. And some years ago, and this is years back when I was on there, they were just starting to build their website, and he was trying to get people to sign up for like a, a newsletter of, of, of books that come out that I might be interested on. I just I signed up for it because he was really desperate to show his dad that he can get some names, so I signed up for it, what have you. Um, I got an email from him. I don't look at him very periodically, uh, and I got one from him on Wednesday. They had an 1899 first edition, first state copy of The Wonderful Wizard of Oz in near mint condition. Wow. Starting bid was $55,000. That could believe Jesus. it. You know the story of The Wizard of Oz, right? Yes. That it's actually an allegory for... No, it's not. They've, they've proven that, that there's never been one single shred of evidence to say sure? that Frank Baum ever had any kind of populist views or that it had anything to do with the gold and silver standard. I thought that they had There was one guy, some professional in the 70s, who wrote up this, this big, long conspiracy theory that it was him trying to compare the gold versus the silver standard. And historians have, have derided this as being nonsense because there's never been one shred of evidence to show that Frank Baum ever gave a shit about any of that. Hmm. Okay. But 
I did not. You just I, got work, son. Apparently so. <laughs> well, I, I know where he was going because somebody I, schooled me on the Wizard of Oz. Shit. It is something that I've I've always liked the Wizard of Oz mainly through the movie. I've never read the books, and I did not know that there were fourteen original novels. I've I've only read I've I've read the Wonderful Wizard of Oz. Um, I've not read any of the other ones, but uh, HBO like way back in like the early nineties, late eighties. They had like a, like an animated series that just kind of continued on, and it was based on the books. So while I've while I've not read the books, I, I do know something of the continued history of, of Wizard of Oz. So I, I, Wizard of Oz was not a cool guy, by the way. He was he was no, he was an asshole. He was a dick. He was yeah. a big yeah. dick. He was a big dick. So I, I've I've did a little bit of research on Wizard of Oz, kind of digging into it a little more than just hey, I like the movie and you know what have you. There was 14 original books, and then they kept writing them after he died. They had somebody else. They just hired a couple of their authors, and they kept on. You yeah, know, it's like a V.C. Andrews. Kind right. Of thing. They kept on crapping out other books. They weren't never as popular. And then fast forward to the you know contemporary times, and they've got you know Wicked, and then there's another there's another group of books that some other author wrote that the Obama estate has recognized as being uh, canonical or hmm, you know, they're okay. part of the canon. So. I actually went, because uh, I'm not going to bid on this book, I, I texted <laughs> Mystic Mim and said, hey, do you want to put a bid in on this book? It's only 55000 starting. No, um, it's an investment for the She future. said, I, I could. I would be single, but I could. Okay. <laughs> well, how much do you really love? The not that much. Anyways, okay. so I, I, I was in the bookstore this week, and I saw that they were re- re-releasing all of the books in volumes. It would be five volumes of three books each. So it be the first 14 books, and then they're going to include... The first book of the second series written by some other person. So I figured, what the hell? I, I bought the first volume. I'm going to read through it. I, I know they're for kids, but you know, I always liked The Elves in Wonderlands and The Chronicles of Narnia, The Wizard of Oz. And I've never actually read The Wonderful Wizard of Oz. I know it's different than the movie. It's very different, yeah. Um, it, it, they're kind of, there's a lot more going on. And I do know that they kind of you know, put some characters together. Now, having done some research, I realized that you know, they put a couple, you know, characters into, like, Glinda was supposed yes. to be two witch instead of one. That's and, true, yes. You know, the Silver Slipper instead of Ruby and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So I'm going to read through that. That's very interesting. But the one thing that I've always heard about, and I, I kind of mentioned this the other day, is this this whole Dark Side of the Moon from Pink Floyd matching up with Wizard of Oz as, as an right. alternate sound. Yeah, you've never heard that before? I heard it, but I never read into it. It's, I've, I've heard people say, yeah, 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 if you get really stoned and high, it, it kind of adds up. They sync uh-huh. up. Well, I've done some of the research and done some of the writing of all the coincidences that happen, and it seems like there's an awful lot of them. Has anybody ever actually tried this? Does it work at uh, all? No, it I, have, I have seen, when, when I was going to the University of Akron, there was a local theater that was putting it on in the actual theater. They See, call I would have liked to have they, seen that. They call it Dark Side of Oz. No, I've, Dark I've, Side of the Rainbow, that's what I've heard. I've, I've yeah. heard enough of it to think that there's probably something. Now, I'm not saying that Pink Floyd deliberately did, did that, that they synced up their their Dark Side of the Moon album to coincide with The Wizard of Oz. But I've, I've, I've seen enough people talk about it, and like I said, I saw that theater show it, that there's got to be something to it that it, you know, it, it's probably just an amazing coincidence, but things... You know, That's an out. awful lot of coincidence from what I'm saying. And, and it's no, I, like, I've not seen it, so I don't want to say, yes, right. it's obviously true, but there's, you know, there's been enough people talking about it, and like I said, I've seen you know, things advertised like, come see this, that you know, there's got to be something to it. Uh, of course, as I tweeted you last week regarding Dark Side of the Rainbow, I, I've you know I'm sorry I've seen a Dark Side of the I've seen him named both. A coworker of mine has tried it and says it's legit. I know Kalilu mentioned the other day that she thought it was legit too. 
There's supposed to be like some kind of like part where you like sync it up. Like it's not exactly right when the movie starts, but you started. I think it's point. after the third lion's roar in then... something. Like <laughs> that. But one thing I didn't understand is the soundtrack. I mean, the album is only 42 minutes long. Well, it doesn't movies, go for the whole. Yeah, it doesn't go for the whole. Movie. Actually, it does. From what it I've does? read, is that yeah, it if you keep going, it just if you start it back over again, it still keeps syncing up. Like huh. after brain damage is done or whatever is done, then it starts the heartbeat again at the end of the album. And then it, when you start the album over, there's another heartbeat, and it's the same time that she's listening to the Tin Man's chest. Hmm. And then it kind of goes from there. Okay. So uh, TNT actually had it. I read that they, they did that about 10 years did ago they? or so, okay. yeah. And maybe when I get home, I'll look it up on YouTube and see if I can actually watch it. They've got it, but the problem is I've read that watching the ones on YouTube is of poor quality or they didn't do it right or, hmm. okay. or some such. I actually have the album. I just oh, don't I have, have the, album the movie. Too. And I wonder if I shouldn't do that sometime just to see what you know. What the hell? Yeah, if you want, people can tell. Oh, you got to be high as a kite for it to work. No, I'm like, no, no, I'm not doing that. So, I mean, you you can buy the Wizard of Oz. I, I got to think it's pretty cheap now. You, know, you don't have. They to got a like, collector's edition. Oh, for like I'm sure they have sixty tons. bucks. Has got all kinds of shit. Probably on, have yeah. tons of collector's editions. Clueless says the second lion's roar. No, you're wrong. It's the third. It's second <laughs> if you're if you're using the LP and you're using a VHS. But you know, I live in the present era, so. <laughs> Okay. I don't know. I, I think in... I don't know. It, Pink it, it, Floyd has denied it upside, up one side, down the other. All of them have, and they always have. I think it'd be kind of cool that, you know, at the end of their lives when they're dead, that comes out that, oh, yeah, it was deliberate. I think that'd be a great swerve. That would be just I mean, be it would cool be a swerve, thing. but it really, I, I would think that if they intended to do that that, that they, they would have marketed that they would have marketed that way because then that would make that album infinitely more amazing. Like, No, you, you can't like, because the tr- you no, can't... You, you could. I mean, you, you can't you market it saying like, well, no, you, you can say that it was inspired by The Wizard of Oz and that, you know, the songs are put in a particular way. So as, you know, if you yourself choose to sync it up to The Wizard of Oz, then it'll happen. I mean, they, I know I understand what you're trying to say. Mm-hmm. What I'm trying to say is that I think it would make it infinitely more amazing that Pink Floyd would say, yes, we were inspired by The Wizard of Oz. And when we wrote the songs and put the whole album together... We did it in such a way that it, it would sync up to the movie, you know, if you chose if you chose to do that. I guess what, what's strange to me is who thought this up originally. I think it was some DJ. I, I, who just sits on like, you know what? I'm gonna listen to Dark Side of the Moon while I'm watching The Wizard of the Oz. Wizard of Oz. Yeah. Holy shit, it works! What lions roar? Okay, uh, Wizard of Oz was distributed by MGM, and MGM's logo is a lion who roars. I think like three times. Yes. So that that's the lions roar that you would sync it up. To. The thing is, when you replay it. When you start it over again, because at the end of the album, there's the heartbeat, and then she's listening to the Tin Man. Right. When you when it automatically starts over again, it's the cowardly line who's doing his roar, and it's kind of. So you have to wait a little bit to. Well, okay. no, it happens right away. As soon as you, it, as soon as you play, because there's a part where I mean I haven't seen the movie in forever. Right. But the 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 Tin Man part where they she listens to the chest and then they do the little song. Yeah. And then if I remember correctly, the the Wicked Witch of the West shows up. And throws fire at them, and the, the Tin Man kind of saves them. And then they go into the, the dark part of the woods, and then they're kind of freaking out. And that's the lions and tigers and bears. Oh my part! And then the cowardly lion shows up. So there's, there's kind of like a bit of a gap there. It's they, it's not just you know Tin Man immediately go to you know cowardly lion shows up. So I I, I don't I, know. Like I said, I've never seen it. I'm I don't intrigued. know. I think I, I shall try this sometime. Um, I probably have to get another. Because I've got a DVD player. I could probably play it on the computer. I could figure this out. Yeah, I'd, I'd be interested to see how that works. At any rate, uh, that brings the end to this show, um, I think. I That's, think so, yeah. too. 
Uh, I will say this, and I apologize for the earlier issues we had with the Shoutcast server. Apparently, they were more serious than we were led to believe. From Biomed said, we were about uh, a minute away from losing the Shoutcast server for the rest of the evening. Uh, we don't know what caused it. We don't think it was on our end. It was just something wrong with the box. He said he's going through the logs and he's actually checking to see exactly what happened, but it looks like it had nothing to do with the RCM or even the VCW instances. It was a cascading failure from something else. Like hardware failure? Uh, no, he said it was software, but it we'll wasn't. It wasn't something we were running on the box. It was something that else that was running on the box that something went squirrel. What's in the we'll, box? We've, we've got a week to figure it out, so we'll we'll have it ready for next week's show. What's in the box? But for the you know the first hour that people got to listen, apparently listening to stereo uh, on RCM was people thought it was much cleaner, which much was much nicer. Uh, VW broadcast in mono. So there you go. Winning. <laughs> Bioman says he knows what caused it. It's plugged. So I guess it's been fixed. Okay. There you go. All right. So what we learn. What did week. we learn? Yes. Actually, I could hang on. I can go to the website. Find out what we learned. That would be awesome. Uh, we learned about how SimCity is the worst game launch in history. By the way. That took up like an hour and a half of time. Yep. It did. Uh, by the way, uh, Biomed, if the server is fixed, we can go ahead and put it back online and listen to music. Um, it's not playing at the moment, so. Oops. That's a sticky. Uh, all right. Okay. What else we learned? Hang on. Uh, let's see. Uh, we did all this some city stuff. Uh, bird, let's say, the bird poop and big screens. Uh, apparently some people at NYU made a bird pooping game where they're trying to break the multiplayer uh, world record. One second, let's put this on. We also learned they're bringing the seventh guest back for a third time and taking title suggestions on Facebook, which is just a bold move. Because you know what? When, when you ask the internet for suggestions on names, it you get, you get wholesome quality. We've certainly had that experience. <laughs> Steven Spielberg is developing Stanley Kubrick's Napoleon script. Anybody else? I mean, they're right here. I mean, I'm, I'm not trying to. I assume we were there. going in rotation. Lulu. Uh, we have Super Amazing Wagon Adventure. That's um, that Oregon trip. You don't remember yeah. that? Funny. Yeah, it was hilarious. We also talked in a very special Highlander edition of Kick to the Curb about the <laughs> brony community's shitty, 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 shitty Kickstarter Canterlot <laughs> Gardens. Shitty, shitty bang bang. Judge slams Apple in, pirate in the privacy suit, saying he doesn't believe anything they're telling him. And supposedly someone has actually invented Mass Effect metagel in real life. I want to see the video for that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Don't forget that. And then we talked about Ultima Creator's next game, The Shroud of the Avatar. And that he may need a Kickstarter to actually fund it. And finally, we talked about something stoners have been talking about for generations. How you can synchronize Dark Side of the Moon with The Wizard of Oz. See, and that's what I'm concerned is the fact that since I don't do that kind of thing, that it's not going to work for me because I'm not high as a kite. So, there we'll is that. we just have to try it. I please. encourage all of you to please go to RivalCastBD.com. Get yourself signed up on our forums. As you can see, the activity in the forums has actually been pretty robust since uh, we uh, made the move. Yeah, I've only been on there a couple days. Right. So, it's been up for a week, and we've got quite a few people on there already. Actually, I kind of hate to say it because um, I try to be a nice guy about this, but we're showing far more activity on these forums in a week than the combined forums of BTW in the last three. Uh, pointing out something there, ladies and gentlemen, mainly that being that you guys have been keeping them afloat for a while. 
I want to thank their sponsors, uh, Audible Audiobooks, as well as Typefrag Ventrilo Servers. Uh, I want to thank our show contributor and IRC bitch, Kalilu. I want to thank the Imperial Archives Little Rex for going ahead and editing our shows, and good luck having you know, to edit this one tonight. <laughs> I want to thank you, the listener, for tuning in. Folks, if it was not for you, we would not be doing this. We appreciate all the support you always give us. Make sure you go to RivalCastMedia.com and sign up there in the forums. Also, follow us on Twitter, Empress Court, and RivalCast Media, and follow us on Facebook, Empress Court, and RivalCast Media. Don't forget all the other cool shows we have on the network, Randall Podcast, SS Radio, which you can hear live Tuesdays and Thursdays, and BGM with Sakani. So, Emperor, just break a toe and get some morphine before you watch it. Morphine, morphine does doesn't work morph. on me. Sometimes it just happens. Court says eat a brownie you put <laughs> I don't like chocolate. No, he doesn't like chocolate. Yeah, I, I don't understand that. I don't have never had with it. I'm a vanilla guy. Yeah. What are you going to do? Vanilla brownie, maybe? I have racist taste buds. I think that I would have to put something in that brownie for that to work. Got 300 views already in the site suggestions. This place has been up for a week. Site suggestions. Jesus well Christ. Done. Yeah. So, uh, da, 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 da. I, I think we've covered everything. Uh, programming note, we will be here for next week for St. Patrick's Day. We will be here the 24th. We will not be here the 31st. That is Easter. We're going to keep going until April 7th. That'll be our last broadcast for Versa World Productions. Uh, at that point, Rivalcast Media goes officially live with whatever we've got on it. Uh, we are still trying to add a few more shows to the lineup. We have a few things in the works. If you have a podcast out there, you know of one you listen to that you actually like. It's not affiliated with anybody. Shoot us an email. You know, Give us a link. If you, there's something out there you like, let us know. We're also looking for article writers. We're looking for a whole bunch of things, folks. Uh... The sky's limit, really, with this, and we're off to a very good start. Check the uh, website this week. Um, I am looking to, I think we're going to be putting up some things that we're looking for on the volunteers page. Um, so definitely, if you're interested in contributing, please keep checking back once a day or so. Hopefully, I'll have a list up uh, by the middle of the week. So we're expanding, ladies and gentlemen. Like I said, the sky's the limit. It's just a matter of... There we go. Problems was I, I think it's because I needed a Java update now that I've got it actually works. So there we go. Um, is there anything else I'm missing? Or anything I'm forgetting? Oh, uh, Mia will be in with us. We gotta get her a, a different name. Just, yeah. We'll come up with some. We'll come yep. up with some. I don't uh, know. Let's ask the internet. But no. that that'll go well. The that'll hot piece of ass well. from Kill the will be in with us. The hot there piece of ass. <laughs> we'll be in. With, maybe that's what we'll call her. Hey, it's hot piece. Truly, the progressive attitude. Today. Absolutely. The sexy librarian. There you go. Anyways, be she'll, be in with, she'll be in studio with us on uh, March 24th. That's in two weeks. She said, and the funny thing, too, was I said, well, do you want to you know, come in this Sunday? She's like, no, we'll do it next week. We'll give you a week to promote me coming in. Yeah. I'm like, She was wow. right on well the money. I'm like, what reputation do you have to promote? I thought that was, I liked that. That was pretty funny and kind of all <laughs> so, yeah. Got it. And from the air, Voyeur, I wrote you about contributing, but no answer. Bible, I will get back to you. I have the email. I have read it. It's been a shitty week. Um, I got to talk to a couple of people before I respond. Look, he was in the, you know, he was locked up for a little while. I was he in the joint, break. man. That's right. <laughs> All right? You can't expect a man in solitary to get back to your fucking emails. He was locked up abroad. <laughs> he was in fucking Thailand doing hard times. Shit was getting real, man. When you're in the joint, you got a lot of time to think. You ain't got no time to answer emails, Bible. Ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> he got bronchitis. 
I love that. That's so great. My sister and I do that all the time. Hey, uh, my sister and I do that to each other. Have you heard the auto tunes first? Yes. Yeah, that's yeah, the whole yeah. reason. Yeah. All right, folks. Uh, that's pretty much everything I think. Uh, bad manners are better than no manners at all. Stay classy, Internet. Hey, rat! Best wishes, everyone. So long, everybody. One run on, let's see. One hit. That's all we got. One goddamn hit. Don't worry, nobody's listening anyway. That was wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. That was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. There were parts of it that weren't very good. It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. It was terrible. Oh, so fair is the land where the people of eyes and are ready it's made for everlasting. So finish the home of our emperor. We pledge our lives and honor to thee. Our land is bountiful with plenty. We commit our labors all to you. So finish our show. Thank you.